to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, January 14th, 2019. Round two of the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series is gone. Come and gone. It's in Glendale this past weekend. Plenty to talk about. Man, it is going to be a great show. We have the two winners on the night. Both of the winners will be on the night. Blake Baggett will be on, and Adam Cincerello will be on the show tonight to talk about their wins in Glendale on a terrific track on a very exciting 450 main event. Uh, AC and Baggett will be on. Jesse Nelson will be on. Remember Jesse Nelson? Yeah, he's got a documentary coming out uh, today on, available on YouTube. The former TLD KTM rider will join us to talk about that process, what he's doing now, what he thinks of the races going on and much more. So thanks to those guys. We may get a Dakar uh, update later from Jimmy Lewis. Uh, we're going to maybe th- call our buddy Paul Parabinos about the Supercross Futures program that he went through in Phoenix, if we have time for that, or Glendale, or whatever the hell you call it. Um, so we'll, we're looking forward to a busy show tonight. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Tell us what you think. Uh, ask our, our guys a question. Uh, call in. Ask our, our guests in studio a question or anything else you want to talk about. And uh, we'll get right to it. Uh, thanks to our sponsors tonight, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Get Data, Guts Racing, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us. Go to PulpMechShow.com, sponsor deals, and there's tons of codes on there to save and tons of things that you can uh, punch in and to save with different products that support our show that you can support us, and then we support them, and they support us, and we all support each other, all right? So support support. Sport, sport, sport with the codes. Uh, great show. Baggett, AC, Nelson, uh, maybe a couple other people coming up here. Uh, looking forward to all of those people. Don't forget, you can get uh, this show on the uh, TuneIn app live. You can get it live on the Pulp Mex app. You can get the archive on the Pulp Mex app. You can get the archive wherever you get podcasts from. Don't forget, Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12, we have the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. It's a live show. Uh, we have that going on, so you can call and uh, call in about that and talk about Supercross on there. And we have the uh, Steve Mathis show on Racer X, of course, that we do. Lots of plenty of guests and lots of things going on with those. Uh, we really appreciate you guys checking all those podcasts up. Amazon, there's an Amazon widget on uh, pulpamex.com. Click on that. Go to Amazon, make a purchase. Uh, we get a small slice of that, and uh, things would be fantastic if you keep doing that. We really appreciate it. Um, also, too, a uh, new guy we came talked about last week on the show, our last couple shows, EVS Sports is on board with us. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as a leader in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross racers. RJ Hampshire, Justin Hill, Pastrana all wear EVS when they race, ride, or wherever Travis decides to do that day. Uh, use the code PULP19 to save it uh, on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports, we are protection. Thanks to the folks at EVS for coming on board. They uh, they just got on uh, a few weeks ago, and we want to thank them. Great company, great guys. They've been in support for a long time, and uh, 
You remember, first probably remember them for those donuts that Davey Millsaps wore on the back of his head, on the back of his helmet. So, um, yeah, looking forward to a great show. Plenty to talk about when it comes tonight. we got some stuff to give away. Uh, Fly Racing, Racing Ramp, uh, Maxima Oil, Pro Filter, uh, lots of things to give away tonight at uh, maybe maybe some firepower chains, firepower batteries also, uh, WPS company that uh, has supported us as well. And so let's get into our in-studio guests to talk about Glendale and more. First up, Probably the fourth or fifth time he's been in studio. He's a supporter of the show. He's a good friend of mine for a long time. Uh, from Michelin, Randy Richardson. What's up, Randall? How are you? Oh, man, just happy to be here. Uh, you know, it's been a while. Um, as Kenny Watson would say, I've been out of sight and out of face for too long. You have been, absolutely. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for coming in. You're a 2017 Pulpy Award winner. Yeah, and I can't wait. Is it tonight we're going to announce the 2018 Pulpy uh, Awards? Because I'm excited it, about it. It's coming I'm up, exci- yeah. We'll see if we is can it? squeeze it in tonight. We'll, we'll see. TBD? TBD. Yeah, TBD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. How's everything at Michelin? Uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. You were up in, uh, up in Boise, WPS? I, there with the Western Power Sports Sales Meeting for yep. the entire week. Uh, great to engage with all their sales reps, uh, train them on some new products, and uh, spend some time with them. And then uh, went to the Phoenix Supercross, as yep. you know. Um, or Glendale, I don't really know, but either one works. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Great race. Great track. It was a great race. I appreciate the hookup on the Wait, no. No. No, JT got me yep, a ticket. Thank yep, you, JT. Yep. No problem. Thanks, JT, no for problem. hooking me up with the WPS Fly Racing ticket. So I'm good. Uh, uh, WPS Fly Racing, big part of Supercross now, right? Like, that's crazy. Hey, big, big, big presence. Yeah. And, and, and having worked, you know, previous years as a sales account manager working with them, pull the mic up. Is that better? Yep. Can you hear me now? Yep. So, uh, yeah, working with them, and, and it was really, really an exciting thing to see for Craig Shoemaker and Terry Baisley and the entire crew. Yeah. Uh, how much effort they've put into. I was telling them I have one of the old uh, James Pavoni fly jerseys. Oh, yeah. And that thing is like a sweatshirt. You know, it probably, <laughs> the, the jersey probably weighs the same as uh, the whole hydrogen. hydrogen gear. Yeah, yeah the head whole, to toe. whole line. Right. Um, but yeah, so glad to see them there, and their activation is definitely solid. So uh, uh-huh. glad to be glad to be a, a guest of theirs for the weekend. Starcross 5, working well, selling well for everybody. Yes. Yeah, it seems Abs- to be all right. Yeah, absolutely. We've continued to have great response. Congratulations on, on the win in Bercy. Paris, Absolutely, yeah. Jay Sullen. It is, was, it was. Kiefer didn't know anything about it, which, that's all right. Yeah, but, I mean, you uh, know, yeah, well, you know who your true friends are. It's me. Yeah, it is. And not him. He's in the loop. He's been testing some, uh, some other brand, testing some other brands of tires, so I'll give him a buy on that one, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's no, good. fantastic. Uh, hey, when it comes to the MXGP series, uh, there is no better website out there that covers the races week to week, and also, too, these guys are over here in America covering the first uh, month or so of the of this Monster Energy Supercross series and providing their, their readers with updates and everything else uh he's been back in studio uh from uh from europe uh mx vices lewis phillips lewis what's up man how are you i made it you, you gave made me it? the wrong address this morning but i did i, I did. don't know if you're trying to sabotage me or whatever but yeah. we got here no i did that yeah uh, that's me i um, feel really valued at this point so <laughs> it was <laughs> a simple it was a simple uh apple you know miscommunication let's call it we'll go with that you know it auto-corrected to something else hmm. it is challenging that you would expect someone to know the address of where they actually live. Well, right? that was why yeah. Yeah. I was blaming Apple to begin with, thinking uh-huh. that the maps weren't updated. Or, yeah. But yeah. You know, it turns out sabotage or whatever you want to call Any, it. Anyone you want it. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. No you worries. were in uh, a couple of years ago, too. So. Yeah, two years ago, exactly. Yeah, motocross. Uh, is it mxvice.com or motocrossvice.com? mxvice. mxvice.com. Twitter is motocrossvice. That's yep. it. Uh, so, yeah, it's lots to talk about, lots to digest. Jason Thomas will be on here in a little bit as well. we got the btosports.com tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brown Goggle Terrace. We have the Race Tech Rant segment also. 
I have a couple of listeners that called in that want to want to rant about something, and then I I would like to rant about Italian food if we have a chance. Why wouldn't you? Right? Why wouldn't I? Um, all right, uh, we got some lines open still. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're going to give away a set of what? We're going to give away a set of uh, Michelin Street motorcycle tires. I okay, think we'll do that. Any. We- any yeah. street. Yeah, any, because we make so many tires for so many segments. I have a gold wing. Do I have tires for that? Uh, ironically, no. Okay. So. <laughs> Great. We should have practiced this. No, we don't have. We should have practiced this. So not every street That's bike. That's okay. That's okay. Pretty much pretty much any street motorcycle tire, yeah, we make, okay. uh, we make a fitment for I it. I have so. a YSR 50. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We can play this game all night if you want to. <laughs> How many hours can we go? Uh, way too many. I want to go, I wanna go all night. I want to go all night. <laughs> I got to go wing. I got to go wing. You make tires. No. Hey, um, and, and I was yeah. thinking maybe Lewis and I should identify who we are when we speak because I don't want your listeners to kind of mix up my accent and his. That's an excellent so point. It's very similar. It does sound like you live just up the road from me. So, yes. yeah, even I'm a bit yeah, confused. He was, he was part of the Fab Four until he got kicked out. He was in Liverpool and... And yeah. I don't know what a Fab Four is, but sounds good. <laughs> Showing our age there. These millennials. Yeah, millennials. Yeah. Uh, so 702-586-7857. Please give us a call anytime. Um, what a race. Blake Baggett won uh, his first ever 450 Supercross win. Um, Kenny Roxon was leading, got taken down by Jason Anderson. First of all, I don't have a problem with the pass that Anderson put on Roxon. Anderson has done some passes that I have not liked. Mm-hmm. This one was fine. This one was racing to me. Randy, what, what say you? Aggressive, for sure. Um, I like to, unlike some people, I like to look at everything in a vacuum. Yeah. Or in a vacuum cleaner, yeah. as Kenny yeah. might say. Yeah. Uh, aggressive, for sure, but it was for the lead. Um, I, it looked like Kenny still had kind of head down a little bit, so maybe yeah. he didn't see him to check up. Um, I don't know. It's racing. It, 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 and most importantly, it did, It doesn't really matter what I think or what you think. It's what does Kenny think. Yeah. And what happens or what doesn't happen. Right, right, right. right. Uh, what about you, Lewis? What did you think? I thought it was a bit desperate, maybe, like or not at the time, but what when you saw what happened after that with him not exactly asserting his dominance at the uh-huh. front. It seemed like it was maybe a good reflection of his state of mind after Anaheim won. Maybe a bit yeah. desperate to prove a point, get out there, do it. Yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I thought Kenny turned down into him a little bit and had his head down, you know, and, and like, if he well, just would have waited there for a second, Anderson would have took off, you know? No, I think Kenny didn't turn, yeah, Kenny didn't uh, consciously turn down into him. Yeah. Kenny was turning down into yeah. the track. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't know that's where Anderson was going to be, Red flag, so Roxon stretching it out a little bit. Red yeah. flag comes up for Malcolm. Uh, broken yeah. femur. Uh, team is not going to fill in, by the way. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he gets better. And, and Malcolm was on fire, by he the was, way. He, he was, was phenomenal. He was fast. He went faster through the whoops than Alessi used to go when he would go by him. Remember that? When he would, <laughs> yes, he would yes, just go yes. by him? Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah, his whoop speed was phenomenal. So red flag comes out. If the red flag doesn't come out, I think Kenny wins that race. I do. Blake rode f- terrific. I'm not taking anything away from him. But, you know, he still, Blake still had to get through all those people to come up to Kenny. Kenny had a few seconds. What do you think, Lewis? Yeah, I think Ken would have done it. Yeah. There was a bit of, when the uh, wave yellows were out and the medics flags, there was a bit of to and fro in there. Like, Kenny was rolling. Yeah. Like, pretty much standing still. Yeah. And Anderson was jumping a little bit. So that maybe would have led to something changing. But yeah. we kind of saw that Anderson yeah. couldn't hold on to it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think Kenny takes it home. But but having said that, Blake Baggett did. Um, great line in that rhythm section that only a few guys were doing. Um, which is cool to see. That was that was always exciting to watch that when when guys can figure out stuff that other people can't. You know, I always I always think that's so great. And then that pass on Anderson on the outside, <laughs> we're like, oh no, 
I don't know if that pass it, it, did he break him? Did he break him by that? I, by I that don't pass? know. I don't know if he broke him with that I, I pass think, or not. I, think, I know he broke Tomac in the outdoors a few years back, right? Yeah, I think Blake knows better than to talk about breaking yeah, somebody. Okay. It All didn't right. work right. out so well. Okay. Um, but that was risky on yeah. a guy that I mean Anderson and Baggett have a lot of long history, lots of ill will between them, and then and then Blake just goes around the outside. I'm like, holy crap! You he, know? Didn't, he didn't poke the bear. He just passed the bear. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, that was cool though. That was awesome. Phenomenal. I, and and and. Say so. Two things for me, uh, from emotional perspective, man. I wanted to see Roxon win that thing. I really, really did, and I agree with you, Lewis. I, I think he would have carried through with the win. Um, regarding the red flag, yep. you acknowledged that that Ken Roxon obviously leading, and he began rolling each whoop. He didn't even go to the red flag, then yeah. check up, right? Yeah. So, so him having his past and his injury and everything like that. I think he was super. Um, Aware. Respectful and aware of the red flag situation. Yeah. 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 Um, but then after it, it the, is after such the, it is such a gray area what you do. Yeah, I know. I know. Because like the other guys were like doubling and bouncing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, that's it, not doubling. So yeah. and, you know, if is it wheels on the ground, what is it which which Kenny was definitely wheels on the ground from the first wolf, mm-hmm. which was before yeah. the red flag. But anyway, yeah. and yeah. then and I happen to be sitting up with the WPS and, and fly racing gang and their suite. So to see Baggett have that win was, yeah. was huge for them. Obviously yeah. the reps and, and those guys were pumped. So phenomenal for to see anyone he, win for the first time. Yeah. He rode terrific. Phenomenal. Yeah. What do you think? At this point I'm just scared of the craziness stopping at some point. Like yeah. we've had Barsha, we've had Baggett. Yeah, this needs to continue somehow, some way. Like, but it's got to end. It, it, but we just need to enjoy it while we well, can. Wow, I, I think it normalizes, right? I mean, if you look after Baggett, who was after Baggett? It was the big four. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it normalizes at some point. But yeah, I'm with you, Barsha Baggett, and and if we can get like a like a web win mm-hmm. this weekend, fantastic. Yeah. Seely Brayton, Triple Crown this coming up this weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm down with all of that. I fully agree. I like the parody in it. And, you know, I was talking with DV, saw him in the pits, and he was telling me how he thinks it's the deepest field he has seen in in, in 20 years, right? So Right. Um, I don't know where to start with that. So Tomac, <laughs> Tomac has had a quiet start to the season. Uh, had to go to the LCQ. Uh, I don't exactly know what happened in the heat. Um, went to the Cowie truck. His tire was pretty roasted. Um, I wonder if that... I wonder how much that had to do with it. It seemed like some of the people were saying it had a lot to do with it. It was pretty gone. Mm-hmm. So on a track like that with the with the dirt and the hard pack and the slick, especially like that triple coming out of the turn and the big triple out of the left, um, I, I just, you know, you'll never know. I mean, how much it had to do with it. But quiet start for Eli. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And I and I, and I heard some of the or saw some of the buzz today on on social media, um, people asking about the tire and everything, and and. Uh, so it's a race tire. It's a race-only carcass, mm-hmm. something you've been involved with yeah. on, 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 a, yeah. on a level. Um, and, they're, they're, and depending on how comp- – I haven't seen it or yeah. anything or you know, don't want to comment on behalf of that tire brand. But, you know, if, it, yeah, if they, if they sig- lost a significant number of uh, knobs or mm-hmm. anything like that, that definitely compromises side grip, which okay. – lateral grip, which you definitely needed uh, after the finish line that left before the triple. Okay, uh-huh. so Dunlop is basically 98% – there's Hoosier tires, I think. Is there still Pirelli? Uh, Pirelli has some involvement. They have a, a few, little bit, a few guys doing that. Yeah, the cat runs Maxis, mm-hmm. but 98 percent of the field is Dunlop. Mm-hmm. So I assume, and I don't know, but I assume everyone gets the same race tire race. I'm not everyone, but preference. But I, I would, I would guess, Randy, they have four race tires: uh, stiffer sidewall, softer carcass on top, vice versa, mm-hmm. softer knobs. You know. 
not that many choices. What I'm saying is I would gamble that the tire Tomac ran mm-hmm. at Glendale mm-hmm. was ran by other people. Mm-hmm. That compound, that spec, everything else. Yeah, Dunlop I, I, may tell you otherwise, and we'll never know. But I would guess that. So how come Eli's gets... Is it a throttle? Is it a guy who's throttle happy that, that destroys a tire like that? Uh, again, I... I I agree with your theory on it that if I if, if I were if we Michelin had that many uh, top tier riders in the field for sure I would streamline my my options of a race spec tire to make it more uh, more feasible mm-hmm. and everything um, it, as opposed to catering a specific tire to a specific rider. Yeah. Right? So I'd yeah. make a few yeah. options. Right. Here are your options. Um, By the way, Lewis, did you see it or no? Did you no, go no, by? No, no. Okay. All right. So so for me, you know, it's it's uh, the tire casing is part of the overall bike suspension so mm-hmm. let's just say his setup was a bit harsher on the shock for example uh the whoops i noticed did not really break down they got blue yeah. grooves on them or black marks on them yep. uh, really early um so let's say his rear suspension setup is a bit stiffer now that's going to put even more load on the rear tire okay as opposed to someone else who's made a little bit softer shock and overall lets the tire and suspension move. That's, set up. That's, yeah, set up. And I know you love talking about set up. I, I do. I do. You're a but, huge fan of set up. Uh, and also throttle, the smoothness of a throttle. For uh, sure. Yeah, for all sure. of that. Right. I mean, right. they, they and, and with with today's technology, uh, the the engine technician could yep. could put in a, a uh, an ignition curve that could drastically change. Yeah, the yeah. longevity yeah, the, of a tire right, really right. could. Yep. So it could be a number of factors, yeah. and I, I know that they make a a premium brand tire. I know that it's a uh, premium race spec product. Very, it's intended to have a short life, but it's for sure intended to last a full main event. So mm. a difficult yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but Baggett wins with a with a terrific race, oh. and, and so Anderson. Okay, so he's better, right, Lewis? Yeah. He's not Anaheim one Anderson. Yeah, but. I don't know, like, the last, what, seven laps, six laps, when he started to fade or whatever. Yeah. That didn't happen last year. No. Like, that's not an Anderson thing. Right. That right. was 25% uh, Anaheim 1 Anderson. So is that still there somewhere? Yeah. Like, so well, the... That's confusing to me. Like, I don't I don't get that at all. Yeah. Like, um... even once Baggett passed him, he was dropped, really. And I can't think of a single time last year where, other than the big 3-4, that he was just dropped. So what... Yeah, like, so... We have more questions about Anderson. He's we got the answer that he's not as bad as Anaheim one. He's not that Anderson, but you're right. There's still something there, maybe. Yeah, some what, whatever it may be. There's, there's something something there. Yeah, um, definitely didn't see that last year. Yeah, and that could tie into I think what you were maybe alluding to earlier when when in the the first half before the red flag, um, uh, the way. No, actually, no. It's after that is when uh, it's after that is when uh, he took out uh, Roxon. My bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Anderson, if he kno- let's just say let's speculate and say that if he knows he's going to fatigue later in the race, right? If he's been off the bike for potentially an injury, as we talked about, right? Um, yeah, maybe he he didn't want to pass Roxon and then uh, and then put him. Yeah. Drop him. Maybe want to drop him in that corner. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they didn't have to deal with him. I, yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that was fine. Um Jason Thomas coming up, Blake Baggett, Adam Cincerillo, Jesse Nelson all in the show tonight. Uh we thank you guys for listening and appreciate it. Let's get to some phone calls here. We first have uh, Alex on four. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Yo, Steve, how's it going? Thanks Good. for taking my call, yeah, man. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, um, so I was I was watching the broadcast of the race, and they mentioned last week at A1, Hampshire got, like, a verbal warning or some shit from the AMA for the block pass he put on Adam. Um, Is that tr- Yeah, yeah, I heard it was a written warning from the AMA, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, it yeah. probably was. Like, yeah. Say, yeah. Um, did Anderson get anything similar to that? Because as far as I saw, like, the passes seemed pretty similar. And for the record, like, I don't have an issue with either of the passes. Right, right, right. But I, but I didn't know if it was because <laughs> Adam's got a big green monster logo on his No, like no, no. To me, like those are different passes. Those are different passes. What do you think, Andy? Uh, you think? Or Randy? Well, yeah, Andy or Randy? What are well, you? Well, uh, Teeve. Okay. I think, uh, I think they're... Uh, it, it's 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 the whole the, the, the AMA opinion on thing is like the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, right? But, you don't know which it's going to be, uh, whether yeah, it's yeah. dirty or not dirty. Well, not to me, the Hampshire definition. one is side to side bike taking out, correct? And the, this one is coming in and rocks and coming into Anderson, not side radiator shroud to radiator shroud mm-hmm. contact. Oh, we need to ask Mike Jones. Really, he yeah, would know. Yeah. Mike Jones or Denny Stevens right, could right. give us a. What clear do you think, answer. Lewis? If we're talking about whether the Anderson pass deserved the same penalty, warning, whatever, are we back to the retaliation thing? Because AC kind of bumped Hampshire before that, so are the AMA looking at that as he wanted to start uh, something more? Like, are we back there? Maybe not to uh, not to the same level, I don't think. Um, but thanks, Alex. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no worries. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Evan. You want to ask about Mookie spot? Yeah, man. Uh, so it's Monday morning. Who is uh, no? Nobody's filling in. They're not. Gonna, they're not no. going to do it. Nope. It's just going to be freezing bright the rest of the way. Anybody. Thanks, man. Uh, let's go to one. Paul, what's up, man? You want to talk to about to Randy and Lewis? Yeah. No, I just wanted to say that Randy. Just want to let you know you're one of my favorite guests. It's awesome to hear you on there. Um, you've always got the quick wit and and good jokes. Uh, yuck yucks. Um, yeah. Thank you. I, I, I hope uh, I hope that nets me another 2018 Pulpy Award if, mm, if we ever get around to that. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll give you Nick Ways on the shelf there. Okay, thank you. I may yeah. take it with me when right, I leave. Just take it. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, Lewis. Hey, man. Thanks for the for the uh, podcast on the MXGPs, man. That's it, it's great insight, and just thanks for all the work you do. Oh no worries. That's cool to hear. It's nice that one person knows who I am on this show. <laughs> one one American yeah, person. That's yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I called in, I think, two years ago, and I was asking you specifically the last time you were on if you were going to do podcasts, and you said yes. So, like, I was, I've been faithful since then, so I just want to say thanks. Oh, no worries. And there's more coming on the podcast front. As soon as I get back in Europe, we're kind of doing a Pulp Show-esque thing. Whoa. Do, uh, I, get, yeah. do I get royalties out of that? Well, I okay. say Pulp Show-esque thing. Okay. It's a podcast. Okay. Uh-huh. So... It means no. Yeah, thank you. that's in, in in his. Uh, I'll translate from his yeah. from his uh, British voice to yeah, mine. His yeah. British accent to yeah. mine. That means no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Anything else, Paul? No, sir. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Scott. Has a question for Randy. Scott, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, this question is for Randy. I have a set of a uh, Road Pilot fours on my KTM 990. They're brand new, mm-hmm. and I just got a nail in the dead center of the rear tire, and they're saying at the dealer I can't plug them. Uh, clearly, I'm mooching in for free tires, so let's throw that out there. But I only want the back tire. First of all, can you plug a street bike tire in the dead center with like a tiny Brad nail, small? Uh, great question, and and thanks for having the Michelin Pilot Road Four on your bike. Uh, we Michelin do not recommend uh, plugging or repairing any motorcycle tire, any street application of motorcycle tire. That's for sure. So I greatly appreciate the dealer being up to tune, uh, up to date on on what we recommend. Um, I'm going to be giving away a set of uh, street motorcycle tires later tonight. We may do that by means of email. So. Uh, 
with a little program. So you might be the lucky winner. Let's let's work towards that. How about that? Let's uh, let's announce that now. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put Michelin tires in the subject line or Randy or tires or Bobindum or anything else in the subject line. And uh, we'll do a random draw next week on the show. And uh, you can uh, win a set of Michelin uh, street bike tires. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. All right, man. There you go. Thank you for calling. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Man. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Richard's on one. Richard, what's up, man? What do you want to talk about? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Uh, so I was uh, thinking about uh, they're going back to Anaheim, and it got me thinking about how the rain made their track really sloppy and muddy, and, and the ruts got really deep. And that made me think that, Steve, they need more dirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they uh, – they, uh, when they get down the concrete or the plywood – it seems like there's a simple solution where they could just put like a metal mesh. Like they, when they're building the track, they go, okay, there's going to be a turn right here. Hmm. Why can't they put like, not like a grate, not so much that the, to the extreme of the, the starting grid, but the, uh, like a metal mesh to where something that the tire can grab onto instead of slipping on the plywood or the concrete is, has that ever been brought up or, or said? And I guess I'm just, I'm curious what your thought is on that. And if it's ever been brought up or, or if it hasn't been brought up, maybe why it hasn't been brought up. Maybe they experimented with that this past weekend, and that's what happened with Tomax tire. Mm, yeah, just grab it. No, no just, just, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, honestly, I, I know you asked Steve. I've never thought about that, but uh, I, I mean, know. honestly, I, yeah, I, I, I maybe they so. thought about it. I don't know. It took it took it took uh, forty years for nets to get in. Mm-hmm. So maybe there'll be forty years for that. We also can't seem to figure out how to mount a tough block at all. Tough blocks just flying <laughs> off the track. For for twenty years now, tapered on the side. We can, can we taper them so they it doesn't be tapered on the right. side so it doesn't snag a foot peg. Right? Can we can we can we can we do that? Can we taper them so that the the brake and the foot peg and the, the shifter don't get hit? Have, have a flat steel plate, right? Mm-hmm. That this is my idea: flat steel plate, one foot by one foot square. Drive that into the ground. That's got Velcro on top of it. Yep. Then oh, then the oh, tough block yeah, has Velcro on it. It right. sticks. Right. So that way it adheses, but there's nothing at Randy, risk there, rider. That's probably four dollars. Oh, uh, well. I mean, we're not going to do that. No, I was thinking $8 because I was thinking two per time. Oh, okay. Block. All this right. Is my, Honestly, my yeah. I mean, you got a good idea, Richard. It's not bad. I, I just, can we work? We got the nets. Thank God we got the nets. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Mathis Memorial and Nets Steve, finally are there. Steve Mathis Memorial Nets are finally up. Now we need the Steve Mathis Memorial Dirt to happen. Well, that, that that's great. Can we just find something for tough blocks? I mean, sweet <laughs> Jesus. It's 20 years of tough blocks getting kicked out in the middle of the track. Now, some riders have been saved by a tough block not moving, mm-hmm. or moving, I should say, moving, mm-hmm. and it saved them. You know, sometimes guys have been hit tough blocks. and t- I'll take the other one where, the, where they don't fly out on the track. As, kick out. Yes, kick out as more instances of, of a better deal than, than mounting them. You know what they could do? I think, don't they still have where if you bring a Monster Energy can? Yeah. To the pit, that's your pit pass. I don't know, but yeah, they, 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 they used to do, do that. that. Yep. You bring a Monster Energy can, that was your your entry yep. to the pit pass. Pit pass. Yep. What if they allowed people to start bringing like you with the Southwick sand or Kiefer with the dirt? If you brought like a can thing of dirt, full of dirt. Yeah, yeah, can of dirt, right. and then you could track walk, and that way they could get extra. <laughs> I like dirt. it. It's saving money. They get extra dirt. Get yeah. the fans the pit passes. I like it. It's a good idea. I actually uh, yeah, thought of you last weekend because uh, a garbage can on the way in. I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of dirt people want to get rid of. Yeah, for sure. What's that, Lewis? Uh, you're That's big on the more dirt and everything. Did yeah. you see that they had the fans digging through dirt to find... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, right. a wise use yeah. of dirt. Put the yep. dirt on the track. Yeah, I imagined you would be quite mad about uh, that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. All right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. 
Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, Melissa, what's going on? You want to talk about the Barsha-Wilson incident? Yes. Um, I haven't heard much of it. Me and my sister talked about it a little bit, but not really that much. Have you guys heard anything? No. I watched. I didn't see anything in the heat. Lewis, did you see anything in the heat that Wilson and Barsha did to get them into a, a, a yelling match? And apparently Barsha headbutted Wilson with helmets on. I didn't see anything, but I spoke to both of them after the race. And it sounds um, like it was just a standard cross jump in and Yeah. Wilson said he was uh Barsha's crazy and he's seen him do it to however many guys yeah. so he felt like he needed to stop. Right. And, and Barsha Bar- didn't yes. really care. Right. Yeah, I I don't it's like yeah, it's typical. They have a long history, Melissa, between them. So yeah. you know, it's not gonna take much um, for the, to get those guys going. Uh, I reached out to one of the guys today and never heard back, so yeah, my sister is uh, actually Becca, and she said she saw a video about them touching one of them. One, I forgot who it was. One of their foots came out a little much, too much. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, maybe. Which impacted that. Ah, yeah. you know what? It's super cost. Like, yeah, who cares, right? That's going right. to happen. But uh, thanks for calling, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Pre- appreciate it. Randy Richardson, Lewis Phillips here in the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. We are going to give away uh, some uh, Michelin street bike tires. Contest at com. Just email, and uh, we'll make it happen for, for you people. Also, too, ProFilter on board with us. Lewis, did you know there's a real option to not have to clean an air filter ever again? I did, because I listened to the show, but yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... Imagine a good option, Lewis, <laughs> that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. Imagine that. John, Lennon, John Lennon's song was about that. Again, Imagine. no clue, but cool. Okay, yep. all right. Yep. So you, don't do... know, you don't know much about John Lennon or the big. I don't know anything about... I don't say, Randy. I'm speechless. Also, I, I genuinely don't know what you're That's talking like about. That's like me being from the <laughs> south and not knowing about Leonard Skinner, right. Freebird. Right. I it's, thought this was a motocross show. Like, I'm, I'm confused now. <laughs> this isn't what I was these prepared colors, for. These colors don't run. <laughs> these colors don't run, Lewis. Then why are you yelling me, yelling at me about British singers? <laughs> Uh, sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulp MX listeners can get a 35% discount from Maxima's website by entering Pulp MX35 at checkout. Pro filter, uh, please check them out. I've got one in my Blue Crew bike and uh, really enjoyed the process of the 30-second air filter change. Pulp MX35, code at checkout, 35%. Thanks to the good folks at Pro Filter for making it happen. Thanks to the folks at Works Connection as well on board with us again for... I don't know, six years in a row. Works Connection, Eric, and everybody down there, great guys. They support a ton of teams. Uh, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, just a couple of them. Moto Concepts also. Uh, they have the, 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 the Works Perch that is fantastic. Elite Perch, I believe it's called. The, uh, the starting device is, is bar none, the best one in the pits. And, of course, stands and protection and lots of things like that for your motorcycle. So uh, love those guys. we got a couple more questions on hold, but let's go to everybody's favorite fly racing. Uh, ex-employee, ex-rider turned... Uh, uh, salesman Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Scared me there. You said ex-employee. I thought maybe you knew something I didn't. I was going to say ex-rider. <laughs> then I started saying if I said you're everybody's favorite employee, then Max is going to hear this and freak out. I just I had to backtrack from there quickly. <laughs> uh, Max is Max is a much better employee than I could ever be. I told him this week I want the old Max back. You know, because he's just been wide open with this activation thing. I want yeah, the old Max back. Get- I think it's going to get easier for him. It's been a learning experience for all of us, and we've all worked crazy hard the last two weeks, like way more than I ever thought it would be. Uh, but I think it's getting easier, and I think it will continue to get you know better and streamlined, and we'll figure it out more and more. So hopefully, he his stress level is coming down. That was I was worried for him to be honest. Like it was it was bad. Uh, speaking of worried for somebody, producing the show, holding things down over there in the corner, the. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? I wasn't ready for that. I have no headphones. 
What's happening? Hey, what's up? No, where's your headphones? They're over here, but they're not plugged in. Oh, well, JT's on the line. I saw him taking. Yeah, yeah. The, I saw him taking the cord, like the cord thing, to go to his headphones and kind of creating a noose earlier. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Was that was that a sign of any? I kind think you should no? be worried Is about that. that. Bad. Uh, <laughs> Fantasy dot com. Please play it. Uh, we're loving it. JT, how many did you score this weekend? Either 192 or 197, I can't remember. All I remember, though, is that Mitchell Harrison, uh, his bike does not work. I'm, I'm very certain <laughs> on that. And uh, Enzo Lopes uh, looped out uh, a few times. He crashed several times on Saturday night, too. You so say, did you say Endo Lopes? Yeah. Did you say Endo Lopes? Okay. Those, uh, those two ruined my night. Marks? Well, whatever. Marks? Sure their night was much worse yeah. than mine. But. Marks, you had another poor weekend uh, with your score. Uh, oh yeah, with my score, yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Did yep. you know there was two wagemans? I did. Yeah, <laughs> in my in my haste to hurry and select a team, I I picked the one I wasn't meaning to pick, and it netted me zero points instead of fifty two. So. so there's two there's two wagemans, but there's only one woodcock. Am right. I correct? Yes, okay. yes. And the thing uh, is that with the two wagemans, it's RJ and Robbie. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean. Take it up with their respective parents, Marks. Uh, um, so, and you were at Glendale. I was, yeah. Uh-huh. Laptop, laptop on the on the on the knees. Yeah, I had a great s- time sitting in the stairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I was in the. We had club seats, but I was in on a table during the mains, trying to trying to get live scoring to, to work. So yeah, I, was, Jesus, I watched it on TV all by myself. It was good, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't begin to imagine. And it makes sense now what he was doing with that cord. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and live scoring would have been good, except for uh, a comment. If anybody knows what that means, a commented out line of code, just one. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody yeah, knows yeah. That means. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody knows. So one line, I, now, one line of code, and, and that was it. So. Some of the Supercross uh, racers from the from the nineties, they might know a lot of, about a line of coke, but I don't think they know about <laughs> a line of code. Different kind of line. That's different, right? Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, what'd you score, Lewis? Uh, one sixty-three, but okay. I'm better than that. Don't judge. Okay, all I'm, right. I'm better. Than all that. right, okay. And and Steve, just to let you know, I I didn't play this year. Uh-huh. I didn't sign up because I just don't have the time. Take the time, this and that. But I'm going to give Pookie. Told me I could just give her thirty-five bucks and we'll call it oh, even. Okay, said that. so okay, yeah, just right, give Pookie thirty-five bucks and she's happy. Okay? Oh, I'm so, sure she'll forward it on. <laughs> yeah, you you'll get your percentage. Right, right, Zero. right. Yeah. Um. Well, Mark's uh, live scoring did work though for the mains for the for the main events. So I mean, you could you could see. Uh, we had it on there. You could see like how many fantasy points each rider in the right, main was getting. Right. Um, Results are up from Glendale. Pick trends are up from Glendale. Yeah, I'm, Andy, I'm reworking some, still reorganizing some things in results. So overall results are coming soon. And then like you mean overall? Oh, like added the two rounds together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Just trying to make things more efficient. It was too slow the way we had it before with as many people we were trying to calculate for. So listen to his voice. Mm-hmm. The man hasn't slept for. <clears throat> Oh, is it bad? Do I need some water? Like Blair last week choking on a cookie. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Travis Marks, everybody. Um, and uh, Facebook's going great. <laughs> going going great. Hey. So if it's not one win after another over in the corner here. What would Pulp MX be without a lot of hiccups? Yeah, so all of you uh, Pulp MX fantasy people uh, who've invested and want to get that live update, just to let you know, Facebook is working great. Uh. No, Facebook is not working. Uh, oh, it's not. No, I thought you said it was. He, he it was, was being very, sarcastic. Very, very oh, sarcastic. Wow. I don't. We didn't touch. We didn't do anything. But the audio is all jacked. But we haven't changed anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. Whatever. 
All right, JT, hey, uh, congratulations on Blake Baggett's win. Uh, a little personal for you because you wrote for that team forever. You were there when the brothers started. They're your childhood friends, of Forrest and Karsten and uh, shit. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. A um, little, little yeah. personal for you, all right? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't think I should accept any congratulations. Um, you know, for me, I'm more happy for them than probably anybody. You know, I, I don't really – I certainly don't take any credit or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I understand, you know, people have been thanking me and saying great job and all this, and I, I didn't have really anything to do with it. Um, I just might be a little bit closer to it, and it might be a little bit more of a, you know, like a personal or emotional win for the team from my perspective than others. But well, And Blake Baggett, uh, Fly Racing. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's, it's awesome for, for, you know, the brand and Fly Racing and everybody. Um, but, I, you know, more than anything, I'm more excited for Forrest. I'm more excited for Blake and Tom Baggett and Burner and all these guys who, you know, they are, they're all in on this thing. They live and breathe this every single day of just trying to get results out of Blake. And of course, Blake too. Um, but you know, literally their sole existence other than, you know, their responsibility to their families is to trying to make Blake and, you know, Benny or Justin Bogle or whoever better at racing dirt bikes. And, you know, a lot of weekends that you leave with just disappointment and frustration and everything else that goes along with poor results or an injury or whatever. You know, A1 with the mud went really poorly and everybody was bummed out um, because they knew, you know, he was the fastest qualifier. So they knew he had it in him at A1, but no one got to see it. And it's been that way, the you know, the first rounds of every series they've gone through recently. Uh, so to bounce back at Glendale and do what he set out to do at A1, uh, I think it was it was vindication. It was, uh, I think, just a deep level of satisfaction, knowing that what they had seen throughout the week and the offseason and all of these years was finally showing up on Saturday. What percent does Michael Byrne deserve credit for a Supercross win? A lot. Uh, you know, you have to go out there and execute uh, on race day. You know, you can have the best trainer and coach and bike and all that. You know, so Blake obviously deserves a ton of credit for making it happen. Uh, but I do think that Burner's a huge part of the program. Uh, I've just seen him work with several guys and, and really raise their level, uh, regardless of who it is. Uh, you know, Blake's working with a new trainer this year, uh, Jared Kolich, and I think that's played a role too. Um, so I, I just think they had a really quiet offseason in a good way where – you know, Blake didn't have big injuries or big crashes. They were really consistent with the bike. You know, they went through the big bike change last year, and then this year they just kind of got to continue on with it. Uh, and that generally leads to good results. You know, uh -huh. and you start talking about all the other guys, and we don't really know what happened with Anderson. You know, we, we hear that Eli had a setback with his, with his back. Uh, we know Marvin had a, a big setback with his knee. Uh, Roxon was kind of the same as Blake, where it was really quiet in the offseason. You know, maybe a, he had his wedding, and Barsha did as well. But mm -hmm. to me, when you come into these early rounds, the more consistent offseason and just the less, you know, variance you had, it really seems to pay off in these early rounds. Hashtag home life. Yeah. Kiefer's big. Uh, Kiefer's an idiot. That That's the dumbest theory ever. <laughs> <laughs> the the fact that Chris Kiefer is an idiot has nothing to do with his theory on home okay, life. Okay, good point. Okay. I, he just he's so big on home life. It's like, dude, do you know how many racers are banging everything that moves? And they've won all these races? Like I don't know. Yeah, and if you're bareback and be careful, dude. Theory. 
What's that? I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a terrible theory. I've uh, no, I agree. I've raced with personal strife going on, you know, in my oh. personal life, and I've raced when everything's really smooth and calm, and okay. it's much easier yeah, to yeah, focus but, on racing when things are calm. But guys who are married and settled have lots of strife. Also, many people do because you are married. Kiefer's theory is because you are married. Your home life is good. No, no, that's well, his, I don't think that's, no, no, because no, you because you can no, be you're uh, you being can, an idiot. No, you can no, you're you can be not he married. Doesn't, he doesn't say hashtag married life. You, that's he his whole theory. His whole theory is he's life. found a, he's found a woman he's in love with. He's and found a mar- a woman he's in love with. Home life is good. okay, but you could be single and have a lot of strife going on in your life, yeah. and that would also affect you. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't he just say instead of home life, happy life, strife life? Because personal strife. Married or not married, yeah. gay, straight, four bassets or no bassets, that matters in everybody's life, right? Is this a race tech rant? You got I, I, I don't. I'm just saying. I don't even know. What to say? I want to fire you up. To say, I think you guys are. I think you guys are making the same point, though. You're going about it differently, but you're you're getting to the same thing. Where if everything's calm and you're happy at home yeah. and you're able to go to the race and only worry about the race because everything else in your life is is consistent. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the point. Okay, you're making, well, you're making yeah. the same point. Uh, of course, but I mean, isn't that assume like that? I I agree with Kiefer, and I think we all agree that it's very hard to perform, whether it's podcasting or gangbanging or anything, if there's lots of things going on in your life. Like, right, Lewis? I mean, you should know. Yeah, sounds right. about right. Right. So, are you talking triple crown, or are you talking like an actual gangbang? One of the triple crowns. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is like. <laughs> Like that, that just that's assume that everything's good in your life when you're when you're exceeding when you're performing in your job whatever that job is, then you assume everything's going good at your life. So that that whole theory of keeper is ridiculous. Hey, just as so that's if, all. just as if things are not going good in your job or your career or whatever, you bring that stress and drama home. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's healthy emotional balance is what you've, he's talking you've about. You've got it. You've got it wrong. Kiefer's theory is that he's found a good woman and he's happy with his good woman, and he's married. Whatever rider is, mm-hmm. and that's why. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay. So, Baggett's pass on Anderson when it happened at the race. Don't lie. None of you guys lie. Did you think Anderson was going to take him down, or at least provide more of a fight when it happened? Because I did. Right, he's, yeah, he's pointing at me. JT. Well, I'm I don't pointing know, at Lewis. You, you, you can't see. Let's that point he's to point- the fifth beetle. Yeah, go ahead. There was one thing that scared me. The corner where Anderson took down Roxon. Mm-hmm. I think that lap or the next lap, Baggett left it pretty open. Mm-hmm. And I, for a second, I just saw something flash before my eyes and thought okay. this was going down again. But I 100% thought Anderson was just going to keep on riding out there to those bales. Tough blocks that are not mounted. Uh, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I don't think Anderson had the opportunity to plan to take Baggett out. Yes, Baggett came in from the outside so fast and was gone around him. So so Baggett was kind of in control of that corner. Though he was on the outside, I think he was in control of that corner because he had his entry speed, his apex, his turn, and he was gone. So anything Jason Anderson would have done would have been reactive, mm-hmm. whereas his pass on Roxon, I think, was proactive. He planned what to do. So JT. I think it's different, yeah. Uh, so when you, when you watch the, the main event and you see – Anderson behind Roxon. He is on the rear wheel, scrubbing, staying low, really aggressive through the rhythm sections and trying to get everything he can out of the bike. You know, and that's the kind of the way that Bill Poto rode, uh, Dino rides that way, Cincerella rides that way. So when you when he's feeling it, you can see it in his riding. The last I'm gonna say four to five laps, 
that Blake was behind him. He didn't have any of that. And when I saw Blake go by him and there was that first rhythm section right after the turn, I just saw him kind of lift up and take a deep breath like he was done. Like, the, you know, he, he didn't have anything left to fight with. And at that, that point, I, I don't even, I may have even said it audibly. I said, it's over, he's done. Because I knew just from his body language that he didn't have that aggressive fight left. Uh, so, yeah, if, if I had seen any aggression from him down that straightaway, I would have said, oh, here we go. He's going to try to knock him down and do kind of what he always does. But I didn't see anything like that from him. I, I looked at him and just said, he's just going to try to hang on to second here. So I don't think he had any energy left for it. All right. Um, AC's race, we're going to have him on later. Pretty much perfect, huh, JT? Fantastic, Rod. Yeah, the best the best day I've ever seen out of Adam. I mean, I, I don't think he made – one mistake the whole weekend. You know, I even texted him today and said, "Hey, man, I you know I know you don't care what us idiots think, but that was about as perfect of a day as you can execute." And super impressive. I'm happy for you. I know it's been a long time coming, uh, but man, he was good. Practice his heat race. He was flawless. His main event. He was flawless. I mean, that was like I said to him. You can't draw it up any better than that. Like that's how you dream it's going to go. It never goes that way. Seems like, but that's mm-hmm. how you dream it's going to go. Chad Reed was fantastic in the heat, Lewis. Uh, main event didn't go well for him. I guess you just point at starts from that respect, which is weird because that was yeah. the biggest strength three months ago. But I guess that would make a difference. Yeah. That's, I guess that's the thing you cling on to if yeah. you him anyway. I, I told him, I said at the race, starts, man, what happened? And he's just like, yeah, we know, or I know, or whatever, you know. Um, but Hill beat him. And if you remember right, Hill was laying in the concrete the very first lap. It slid out when he got pushed off the track. And he'll came well, they up. They did do a restart. Yeah, so. true, but he came from all the way back, you know, to that wherever he was on the restart. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's can't it, not great for Chad uh, JT so far to start the year. No, and I think you know the main event was a letdown, but uh, you know for Chad, he's going to try to take the positives away. That's just how he always rolls and always has. So you look at the heat race, you look at the speed he had and the ability to pass and move forward, which he really hasn't done in several years. If we look back, he hasn't been driving to the front since maybe 2016, I would say. Uh, so that was I don't a, know. I think he, he drove to the front in Phoenix two years ago on the Yamaha. Uh, that was 16. It wasn't 17? Yeah. No, it was 16. And I agree with you, JT. Ch- Chad has such an amazing mental strength. He will. Steve's trying to do math, which is complicated for him. You should see the look on his face, JT. Uh, or, but, I, I, that but, was 17. But, it, was, but, uh, it was 16. 18 was on a Husky. 2017 was on a Yamaha that went poorly. And 2016 was on a Yamaha that went a little bit better. Wasn't 16 the year that he went second at San Diego, which was the second round, second at A2, which was the second round, uh, third round. Then it went poorly. And then 2017 was the year where Glendale went well. Someone will tell us. Uh, it's thank- well, I, yeah, I 17. He, he finished second in 2017. Travis Marks just uh, just. But ultimately, okay. anyways, it doesn't matter. No, but ultimately, what I'm saying is, uh, Chad Reed this week is mm. is thriving on and focusing on the the effectiveness and the friskiness he had in that heat race. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you know no, I mean? he, and he, he said as much. He, he, he said as much. Will. Well, yeah. he'll, he'll take, outside he'll, of the heat race, yeah, literally every session. Almost on the track, outside of one practice session and that heat race, it's not been as impressive for me as I thought Chad would be. True, but what I'm saying yeah. is so many riders, all those other factors would weigh them down. Chad's going to say, yeah, yeah. I've got that. Yeah. I proved right. I still have that, and he'll throw yeah. on that Yeah, like you said, JT, he, yeah. will, he will roll with that yeah. for, for forever. 
Um, yeah, and just talking to talking to some people in his corner, they they made some uh, choices for the main event with the bike, and and I don't think they were the right ones, starting gates, and uh, I just think they took some risk to try to kind of push all the chips in the middle, and and it didn't didn't work out. So uh, I think he he realized there was a, a real opportunity to make good on what he was hoping this season could go, and he's that kind of guy. Like he's like if I you know if I if I take a chance with a setting or a tire or a gate pick or do anything and it works, I'm going to get on the podium. If I don't, it's going to go horribly wrong. And just from hearing what they kind of did, it sounded like they, they made the wrong choices, but you know, I think he's in a spot to do that. Like he, he's not racing to the betterment of his career or anything like that. You know, like he's, if he has a chance to, to get on the podium, he's going to send every possible, you know, asset in the in, the, in there to do it. And, you know, I think we're, we're already seeing that he's way better than last year. You know, in that, that one practice session on Saturday, he was on the board. We haven't seen him on the board. And I don't even, I couldn't even tell you the last time we saw him on the board in practice. So there certainly are signs to think that he's, he's going to make it happen. One of these times it's, he, you know, at his age, he just got to have every, everything go his way. And he's got to have every little detail ironed out. You know, he can't just overcome, you know, uh, little things like he used to be able to say when he was like 25 years old. So we got Barsha and Baggett who have won. Do we assume the big four are all winning a race? Roxon, Marvin, Anderson, Tomac, right? Yeah, I think that's a given. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I would, okay. I would absolutely agree. So that's, it'd, be, it'd be challenging for me to throw a number on each yeah, each person. But that's but six. Absolutely, each one of them have a win. That's six winners. Yep. Does anyone else get one? Hmm. I would have said Mookie was knocking on the door. Yeah, me too. That would, uh, he looked awful good. We got an Anaheim Triple Crown coming up, which could play into Justin Brayton's hands. Mm-hmm. Or Mookie, I mean, if he I, was I there. Think, yeah. yeah. I think there's a really good opportunity here. I mean, look how close Dino was. You know, I, I just, I think with the, we've never seen so many of the top, top guys have issues in the offseason. You know, like, and I've already said it, but Eli, Anderson, and Marvin, were your favorites coming in? Yeah, you'd rocks it obviously in there too. But they all had somewhat of a setback, and, and we're seeing that play out early in the series. So that's opened the door. You know, I think that's really created an opportunity for Dino at a one, Barsha at a one, Blake at a, you know, at Glendale. I, I think these guys, if they can seize the opportunity, the door may maybe never this open for a long time to come. With as good as the top guys are, you know, it, it, the opportunity is there right now. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out on the web at the Supercrosses. If you're there, go to the activation. See mountain bike stuff. You can see dirt bike stuff. Uh, lots of cool things going on at FlyRacing.com. We had Damon Bradshaw on the live show this week, which is always awesome. Lewis, yep. tell me you know who Bradshaw is. I do. I, don't, I know. I couldn't give you a full conversation, but I know. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. He's, hey, he's better than the Beatles. Let's just say that. Again, I have nothing to... Is I don't he... know what that means. That could mean he's terrible. I... <laughs> I don't know what the Beatles, what you think of the Beatles. I know what the Beatles are. You know what a, a Beatle is? Not a, yeah, not a Volkswagen. That. I've got not that as well. And not the insect. I've got yeah. the band as well. I know. Right, okay. okay, right, right. Um, <laughs> all right, we got some questions for you, JT. Uh, Thomas has a gear question for you. Thomas, what's up, man? What's your question for JT? Hey, JT. What's up, man? Um, well, I know guys like Tomac and Roxon and Anderson, they all run their logos and sponsors and names are all stitched into the jersey. Did Fly mm-hmm. Racing do that with any of their riders? Yeah, they're a, it's a process called sublimation. And what happens is 
we will send uh, the the line art, as we call it, to the factory uh, that builds all of the the gear that we sell also. Uh, And they will build the jersey with all of that stuff into the jersey already. Just like the Fly logo is sublimated into the jersey, so there's no... Uh, no heat transfer or no, you know, uh, anything that's going to stick to you. It's built into the jerseys. So those jerseys show up from the factory with all the sponsors already um, built, you know, so everything looks perfect. And and as a rider, the the biggest problem is that heat transfer is heavy and it sticks to you when you sweat. So most riders hate it. Uh, so, yeah, sublimation in jerseys is, I'm not going to say it's really recent as far as an innovation, uh, maybe in the last 10 years, but, man, it really makes a big difference for the riders, not only performance and, and how good it looks as well. There you go. Thomas, anything else? Uh, no, thank you. Do you have a bike, Thomas? I do. What kind of bike you got? I got a 2017 KX250. Two-stroke? No, four-stroke. No, no, they quit making those in 07, yeah. Steve. Yeah. I have one. Okay, so, Thomas, Gosh. you want to you you fly racing ramp? Or do you sure. want oh, oh, Okay, you got to race. Fly or, racing ramp. Or, fly or. racing ramp. You didn't let me finish. That's what you get. Never mind, Thomas. You got a fly racing ramp. All right, stay on hold. Uh, uh, Marks will get your information. All right, man? All right. All right. Let there be a lesson to you callers. Let me finish. Let me finish. But I'm ramp. sure he really learned his lesson getting a free ramp. Yeah, you taught him, Steve. Way to teach him, buddy. Ratcliffe, what's going on? What's your question, man? Hey, guys. I've got a few questions, but I'd like to start with uh, just kind of the the way the track was set up. I felt like it was it kind of lined up like a 90s moto punk band. The riders got strung out pretty quick. Uh, what would Ooh, you I was do in to elevator with the track? To- <laughs> you were in an elevator with they, who, Jordan? I was in an elevator with Jordan Burns on Saturday. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Sorry, continue. Um were there nets there? Were there bigger bull turns? Would that affect the racing and keep it closer? Question mark. A technical track, right? So anytime it's technical, it requires the riders to really focus, concentrate. It, the elite skill of riders rises to this top, and it's going to produce gaps uh, all the time, Ratcliffe. So, and that's going to string it out really early in the race, too? Um, you can, sure. Yeah. yeah, you make one mistake in well, a long rhythm section, and you got a lot of time that you lose. Yeah, and, and on a track like that, you're, it forces riders to race the track instead of each other. So you can't – and obviously we saw Anderson knock Roxon down, but we didn't see a lot of bar banging per se uh, because on a, that track you, you have to be so dialed in on what you're doing. You can't really worry about racing other people or else you're going to screw up a rhythm and, and crash your brains out. So it's – the, the rule of thumb is the easier the track, the more you're going to see guys kind of racing each other and getting a little bit aggressive because they're not really worried about putting the, the track together at all. It's it's easy in that sense. All right. Thanks cool. for anything else, Rockcliffe? Uh, hold what on. Else? Yep. Yeah, quick question for Randy. Do you know about the uh, legend that Michelin sponsors in the mountain bike world? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure because sound changed in my. That's what I was telling you, Steve. Sound changed inside my janky headset. Okay. Now it's back. Uh, the legend in mountain biking. I'm assuming you're maybe talking about Cam Zink. Sam Hill. Sam Hill. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, uh, that legend. I was thinking domestic legend. Yes, yeah, Sam Hill's phenomenal yep. rider, and glad to have him on on Michelin bicycle tires. Um, now let me ask you this: Did you know what Michelin's first ever tire product was? Do you know that? Like in the 1800s or whatever? Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you know that? The, the bicycle tire? Absolutely, yeah. 1891. That's how the entire Michelin... Bobindum. 
the so, the side way, way before, as you say, it, Bobendum, which is Bobendum. But anyway, long before that, yeah. So a cyclist pedaling through Clermont Ferrand, France, had a problem with his bicycle tire. They sent him to these Michelin brothers. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Snorfest. Hey, but anyway, wow. so yeah, Michelin's been making bicycle tires since the beginning, uh, 1891. Um, and, is and, this guy, this mountain bike guy, would he like to come out with the Levo? See what he's got? Sam Hill? Uh, yeah. Sam Hill would crush you. On my Levo? Sam Hill won. He won the Evo. He won. He won, he won the EWS uh, championship. I, I don't care. I got a Levo. Legend. Yeah. He would beat you on your 450, Steve. Yeah, he would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he would. An amazing rider. Yeah. Phenomenal rider. Bring it. And, I will ride the 450. Bring yeah, so, it. Yeah. Glad to have him. We had some. Uh, some I like this enthusiasm. Yeah. We have Sam Hill's phenomenal. We have some new riders that we're uh, introducing soon on uh, downhill. So we're coming back to downhill with some new products and the U.S. based riders. We have Cam Zink and Nikolai Rogatkin. And anyone other than Steve uh, can you. give us a follow on <laughs> at Michelin Bicycle and see what we're doing there in, uh, in that division. Bring it, bring it, Sam. I got my Levo. Bring it. Yeah, and, and a matter of fact, Steve has Steve has some Michelin bicycle tires for his Levo, but he's been too lazy to put them on. So we'll see if maybe he can find <laughs> some time. Uh, thanks, Ratcliffe. Last question, if I can. Just a big congratulations to AC, but I got to say, Colton Nichols is giving him a run for the money, not only Nichols on the bike, but... On the microphone. Yeah, Nichols is a really funny guy, good good speaker, and he rode well this weekend. He came up from, what, fourth or fifth to second? Mm-hmm. So Nichols rode really well once again and, and keeps the red plate. So, um, yeah, absolutely, man. Awesome, calm ride. And what do you think about this for a nickname? Lightning Colt? Anyone? No, mm-hmm. no. See you, Ratcliffe. <laughs> we don't like that. Um, <laughs> all right, JT, we got it coming up with Blake Baggett actually real shortly here. Um, nice. Let's see. John wants to talk about RC. John, you want to talk about Ricky Carmichael on the broadcast? Yeah, I have a comment about Ricky, and I also wanted to ask Randy a tire question. All right, make it quick. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I've been critical of Ricky in the past, and, you know, historically he's been unable to put two sentences together. But I I must admit that um, at Glendale broadcast, uh, he was much improved. I mean, he has to be practicing. I didn't know if you guys watched the the, the replay of, of the broadcast or not. Uh, I just, I honestly don't, I, I, I'm working with a laptop on and watching it and I'm going, I'm fast forwarding through the interviews and everything of the riders. I'm kind of just watching the mains or, or instances of the heats that I want to, I'm not paying a ton of attention to RC for the first two rounds. I'm really not, but that's cool. If he's improving, I can't believe, I can't believe the fucking people that are like sending me emails and tweets about the broadcast and these guys when they screw up and things like that. Like I, I get it, man. Like. They're doing a pretty good job. I mean, I yeah. think I think last year. I mean, Ricky was uncomfortable. I mean, he was just you know. Right. But I, you know what? I think he's doing a pretty good job well, this cool. year. And, good to hear. And, and especially during the red flag, because you know they had some some dead space to uh, to fill, and they struggled a little bit. But you know, they they made their way through it. And I, you know, I, being critical of Ricky in the past, I think that he's really well, stepped up his game. Does anybody have? What do you think? Anybody? Well, I I think that we're all gifted differently, and uh, and while. You know, for example, Jason Wygant is phenomenal on the microphone, but I've also seen him ride a motorcycle. So, uh, for example, Carmichael's a phenomenal rider, and, and I think he, to your point, he's he's going to get better at it as the weeks progress, and uh, uh, I think he's doing good. It's wow. good to have someone with his experience in the booth if he can just uh, improve upon the articulation and so on. So. Uh, quickly on the tire question. Okay, Randy, real quick. Yeah, for a uh, for a big bike, for a, a 250 or a 125, do you think that it's it's um, 
a detriment to run a 11080 on a 125 as compared to the the 180 i mean do you think that it takes away um that much power on a on a on a 125 two stroke for for our for our Michelin star cross fives i absolutely recommend sticking with a 19019 on the 125cc. I, I have one myself, a 125, and, and that's what I use. Our 110, uh, 9019, is on the larger size of the dimensional tolerances that they're allowed. So so our 110 is more for a 250F or a 252-stroke. But you don't think it hooks up better, you know, even on a – I mean, what, what you know, what's the downside of running a 110 on, on a 125? Mm, the downside is, uh, you know, trying to keep that – keep the 125 uh, in the power band, right? So um, it makes that, it narrows the power, power band a little bit more and can pull the bike down off the pipe a little. That's what I found in my, my experience. Um, if you have a small go- rider, I mean, if you have, you know, 130-pound rider, then maybe you, yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Thanks, yeah. John. Thanks for the question, uh, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, JT, thanks for calling in. Calling in. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Uh, official gear of Blake Baggett and Damon Bradshaw. Pretty, two pretty yep. awesome riders. Uh, two things I wanted to mention. Uh, the Fly Live show that we'll do, we'll have Zach Osborne this week. Uh, oh, that's a good an one. update on his injury. Yeah. So if you are coming to A2, uh, 5 p.m., it's free if you're in the pits. Just come over. We'll, you'll hear us jankies on the microphones. And then um, have a few spots left for my VIP program, too, this weekend. So For, for A2. Yep. Uh, Yep, yep. So exciting times. Get to get to see Blake. Try to try to back up that win. And uh, either way, we'll have a good time. So, and that's Jason thirty six at AOL dot com, right? Yes, sir. Jeez. Exactly. Just yeah. making sure yeah. you yeah. and Travis Pastrana, you and Travis Pastrana, two people who I know are still using at AOL uh, emails. <laughs> that's awesome, buddy. You're it's in good company. Uh, thanks, JT. Appreciate it, bud. All right, guys. All right, see, see you. Flyracing dot com. Uh, please check them out on the web. Let's get while well, we're waiting for Baggett to come on, uh, Spencer. You want to talk about Savachi switching goggles? Uh, yeah, I heard a rumor on maybe another podcast that he got forced to switch from just one to Scott after yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cowie's done that before. I believe they did it with Will Hahn and Josh Grant. Uh, they've done it before. You know, it's such a uh, it's such a piece vital piece of equipment that uh, Kawasaki's just like yeah we don't care how much money you're getting uh if you have an issue you need to switch to a goggle brand that you know is better in their opinion um so yeah he's wearing Scotts now wow okay yep cool All right, um man. also thanks to you guys and Randy I bought a pair of Michelin Starcross and I'm going to put them on for a race this weekend so uh Easier mounting on those. Yeah. Always a good feature. Always a good Always feature. A good yeah. They're fantastic. They're great tires. I had them on my RM Army. I'll be putting them on my Blue Crew shortly. Uh, great tires. They've done wonders for a lot of racers out there. And they, and they just won uh, the 250 class uh, in, in Bercy with Jay Owen. So. Proven. Thanks, thanks, man. Appreciate hey, it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice and Randy Richardson from Michelin in studio here. Uh, next up on our show, the winner of Glendale Supercross, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Pulpamex Show 2018 is the code. Uh, full range of two- and four-stroke pistons and replica, high compression and GP style. VertexPistons.com. Go there. They're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands as well. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex piston from the factory. Let's get them on here. Congratulations, Blake Baggett. Nice work, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. What's it like, dude, when you win a four fifty when you win a four fifty supercross? Like, what's that like? Your phone just blows up. Uh, yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you, 
the phone blows up for a while, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's all all that counts are the days that uh, that the phone blows up on the bad days. So that's yeah, when uh, that's when you know who, who the who the guys are that got your back, no matter what. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, definitely one of those. I don't know. I still don't know if it's sunk in yet. <laughs> well, you've made some podiums before, so you've certainly been close. This was a hell of a ride coming from, you know, uh, a little bit from the back up to the front, uh, passing a lot of really great guys. Um, when did you think, like, I, hey, I can win this thing? Like, you're, you're doing that rhythm that Jason wasn't doing, and it was gaining you a little bit of time there. Uh, what laps did you be like, were you like, hey, man, I, I, think, I, can got, I think I can get this guy? Um, I would, I would say that, uh, even before, before the restart, I I thought that as long as the restart went well and Mm -hmm. I didn't go backwards at all and I stayed where I was or, or even gained a position and I was, I felt like right before the restart, I was kind of getting, getting my mojo and the race, the race was coming around to me. And, um, those guys were, you know, Kenny was leading, but I felt like that, uh, yeah, things were just coming coming my way, and I was hoping that after the restart, that things continued to uh, to feel that way and, and keep getting better and better. What about that rhythm? When did you start doing it? That were you doing it that way in the heat? Um, I couldn't even tell you. I don't even remember. Okay. I, uh, yep. I I I just it caught on. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I think I think I think Brayton uh, Brayton did it, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think he he only did it once or so in practice, and I happened to just catch a glimpse of it, and then I think I ended up jumping in the heat race, but I wasn't consistent with it. Right. Uh, it was one of those things where if you made it, it was faster, but if you messed it up, it was a lot slower than doing the other lane. So sure. Kind of was it was the risk worth it, and uh, you know. It's one of those things where if you were in a in, in train of dudes, that probably wasn't worth doing because if you messed it up, you were getting passed by the whole group of everybody. Yeah. Uh, whoops were good, too. You were hitting them on the left. Uh, whoop speed was really good. you got to be stoked about that. Yeah, those things were pretty much polished concrete. I heard. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was tough. It was tough to just keep everything going straight. It just uh, The front wheel wanted to slide around. The rear wheel was sliding around, and... If your feet were just a hair off, or your you know your weight was a little farther on the right or farther on the left when you came in, you just started sliding you know the other way. So it was, those things are tricky. Um, yeah, they, they, it looked like a challenging track for sure. I gotta admit, Blake, when you went around Jason, a guy that you've had issues with before, and you and him have battled, and you went for the pass. I thought you were gonna go for the pass on the inside, uh, on the left hander after the start. I thought that's where you were gonna you were gonna get him. Uh, instead, you went uh, on the left-hander, you know, coming across the start on the fast section. When you went on the outside, I'm like, he is. This is dangerous. Jason is going to ride him right out there. We're going to have an incident here. Um, I really thought that, but man, you pulled it off. Expert, expert pass. Uh, why that spot and why that moment? Um, it was just really high speed, so um i just felt comfortable down there it was pretty slick going into that turn mm-hmm. it was super high speed so um at the same time somebody doesn't really want to block handlebars coming in there when you're third gear wide open yeah I'd much rather do it in, into a bowl turn so i figured that uh that was the best spot and it really wasn't the spot that i was going to go for it but when the opportunity came i I was watching the clock, and I yeah. needed to go. So you were watching the clock. You looked at it. It was like two minutes, I think, or something, right? So you're like, oh, boy. Uh, I seen three something, three minutes and something okay. at one point, and I knew that it, it, 
It needed to happen quick. <laughs> it was go time for you. Oh, man, it was a, it was a really great race. And, and with Justin uh, Barsha winning the first round and you winning the second round, this is cool, man. This is exciting. And you qualified first at Anaheim 1. Don't let our listeners forget that. You qualified first overall. Like, this is cool start to the series for all of us. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think it's a good series, and it's mixing it up, and it uh, it keeps the fans into it, and, and it's only round two. A lot can still happen. Yeah, yeah, you know that well. 702-586-7857. you got a question for Blake Baggett, the Rocky Mountain KTV, KTM uh, winner of uh, Glendale uh, Supercross. Hey, uh, Blake, it's Randy here with Michelin. Uh, question for you. On, on that red flag restart, um, single file line, you can't pass until you go through the, the tough blocks, right? Um, everyone, I say the three guys in front of you, quickly tuck to the inside. Your line seemed to go out a bit wide. Was that purpose on purpose to, to get into your rhythm for that next long rhythm lane? Or do you recall uh, that? I mean, it was it wasn't the same rhythm that I was doing, um, yeah. Like the during the race, but it wasn't the same rhythm that everybody else was either. Yeah. It was kind of the in the middle one. Yeah, you. Um, but yeah, I kind of swung it wide just to uh, to to try and get that rhythm, and okay. I knew that if I could if I could get a double and then a triple, it would protect me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I was just hoping somebody wouldn't dive bomb me before I got a chance to three. You know, I was hoping that I could get the three, even if they were trying to to dive bomb me and then once you got the three then it was kind of clean sailing so uh yeah i i hung it out there probably a little farther than i should have but um, (laughs) yeah but you had so much like you said you had so much momentum as you got into that rhythm lane where the others were you know tucked in and rolling rolling from the very beginning so that was pretty cool pretty cool you mentioned that uh, the spot that you passed jason wasn't where you were planning to do it did you actually have a spot picked out because it looked like you were searching a little bit before you actually got it done yeah, I had a good idea of where I was going to try to make something that, you know, it's really slick. So when you when you try to make something, if you know, unless you, you know, just completely take the guy out, you know, it's it's tough. So you got to make sure that you have a spot where you can you can make it stick without, you know, just causing chaos and then also, you know, if you send it in there and you know the guy's going to go down, you take a big chance of you pushing the front wheel when it's slippery and going down yourself. So when it's counting down like that, you know, is it? You're like, okay, we could both end up in a pile if I do it here. You know, maybe I won't make it completely stick here, and then it's just going to be a boxing match to the end. So it, uh, it's all happening so quick. You're focusing on that, but you're also focusing on you know what's going on around you and racing the track. So I think uh, one of those things at the at the split second is when you make a decision. The uh, the restart. Ten minutes sitting there. Uh, obviously, uh, Malcolm's getting getting taken care of and getting looked after. Um, you mentioned that you thought you know you had a good re- good a good shot at the win uh, around there. But what's it like to sit there? Adrenaline was so high. Everything's you know it's go time. What's it like to sit there and kind of just wait it out? Like you got to sort of how do you get back into the mode of without a gate drop in front of you, without a gate raising up in front of you? You get back into the mode of like, well, I guess we're gonna watch this flag now. Like, what's that like? It's kind of weird. It was awkward for sure. You had, right. you had too much time to start thinking about stuff and lines and options and where people were going to go and what line maybe would be better, but maybe not worth trying it, you know, depending on the situation. So I think there's just too much time to think when that happens. But the whole flag thing, um, I like it was brought up at the press conference with Kenny and, and Jason and myself was that 
what they told us they were going to do with the flag is not what they did with the flag. <laughs> okay. So we had the thing. We had the things in gear, and the, the thing was just on the rev limiter with the clutch in for like thirty or forty seconds. And I was about to put my bike back in neutral because I'm like, maybe they false started or they're not organized enough to know what's going on because the guy said he was going to raise the yellow. Yeah. He was going to drop the yellow. Yeah. And and within five, three to five seconds, he was going to raise the green. And he put the yellow down just so nonchalantly, just like, all right, I'm just going to set it down, you know, like a long day of work. And then, uh, and then I felt like it was like 15 seconds before the green flag went up. So uh, it was a little confusing, and that was a little like, okay, maybe we're not going. Oh, man, we are going. You know, you are not really exactly ready. Um, this doesn't sound like the AMA that I know. <laughs> this doesn't sound no, anything no, like that. No. If, if, if they had Doris running the flags, that never would have happened. No, Doris 100%. Not... Um, yeah, it's uh, – hey, so do you think, Blake, that this win can maybe get you on the KTM track whenever you want to? Do you think? <laughs> What what do we you know? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, just I don't just, know. just checking. Um, it, it it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, you did a great job for those guys. So, how long have you actually been like expecting this win? Like, I'm guessing last year you came in with a bit of hype around you, and you maybe thought you could get it done. But like, honestly, deep down inside you, how long have you actually thought you can get one of these things? I mean, I I guess I've thought all all along, all the way to the lights like days that just. Uh, what was actually occurring was was not happening and <laughs> kind of everybody around me even steve and everybody had uh it definitely had been it didn't look like it was in the future for sure a lot of people were betting against me and uh especially jason thomas i think he made a bet that if i got a podium he's gonna walk home <laughs> yeah, yes he did <laughs> but, but in his but, defense that it, was old blake baggett he he has changed that but yeah <laughs> i i get it i get it it would have been a long with those short legs, but you would have been it is what it is. I I deserve every bit of it. I'll, I'll take it. You know, whatever right. they dish out, I'll take because that uh, that just makes it fun and interesting. So, yeah. well, uh, I yeah, am. I, uh, no, I'm trying. I never gave up. I guess is the the answer to that one. I am CNN. You know, so I am fake news, as you like to call me, Blake. <laughs> yeah. So, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Wygant said that you said you only rode 10 minutes this past week. Yeah, I, I don't even think I did 10 laps. <laughs> Total. Really? Just that, just wasn't feeling it or whatever? Was there weather? I don't remember what what the deal was. Yeah, it just wasn't wasn't feeling it. wasn't feeling it. I had press day, so yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I waited until press day. I like that. That's pretty good. Um, uh, not Yeah, not too bad on that. So one of my favorite people in the pits is Michael Byrne, of course, your team manager, ex-factory rider. Uh, very, very smart guy. Very good guy. Um, what's he meant to your program as far as indoor indoor skills and working with you on that? What's what's Burner like? Um, well, Burner took team manager role, but that was for Forrest Butler. Burner took life coach for role <laughs> through, uh, through Blake Baggett. Okay. So. I let I let Forrest pay him, but uh, but with that duty, it became life coach. So uh, <laughs> it just uh, you know he's been there, been there, done that, and uh, he's been you know linked in with, with factory teams and and been you know up the ladder, down the ladder, up the ladder, back down the ladder, you know, mm-hmm. on all sorts of scales, and worked with other guys, other factory guys, and um, 
we get along good. So, uh, you know, there's some days where I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll sit there and, you know, argue, of course, like we, like all people do. Right. But at the end of the day, it's bad when, uh, when I'm like, all right, you show me how to do it. So I don't use that, that, that go-to line anymore because there's been a few days where he might have showed me, he might have put me to shame. So <laughs> I just use that, okay, I'll do it. Uh, oh, that's so, yeah, no, he's just, uh, he helped me out in all aspects. We got, uh, just switched up the riding program and then, uh, he, you know, we, uh, he found a, a personal fitness trainer for me and uh-huh. we, uh, you know, it's just, it's working, you know, so we brought along Jarrett onto the program and it's, uh, you know, between Jarrett and Burner and just everybody working together and everybody that's, uh, that's in the inner circle you know, the guy that works for me in Florida that mm-hmm. keeps the ranch and everything running and, um, you know, goes cycling with us, stuff like that. Uh, Austin that's working on the bikes and um, just kind of everybody, everybody's really mending and getting along good. And it's not even, it's as if it's not our job. We're just hanging out and having fun. And yeah. that's when things go right. I can attest to that. Whenever you go by the truck and Blake is there and Benny Bloss, of course, before and now Bogle, um, it's, it's light around there. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a, Super serious, like you know, you, you can joke around with the team and the mechanics and every JR and everybody else, and and uh, I, the atmosphere around your truck it is pretty fun. Like, I'll, I'll definitely attest to that. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's uh, it's probably lighter than than most trucks by far, and and even during the week, it's light with testing and everything else. We just uh, we we enjoy it. We have right. fun. Yeah, I was going to uh, Randy again. What I was going to say was just like the uh, the L. Chipo Cabra, who gave you the nickname uh, El yes. Chupa Cabra, man, it was it was it was exciting watching you effectively stalk, you know, those last uh, those few laps there leading up until you made the pass, and 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 that's so exciting. You know, I've been going to watching Supercrosses since as a fan since the early nineties, right? And and I love that the excitement level of someone who's stalking someone for the win. So uh, yeah, I, I, that had to be a rush well, for you. You know what I mean? And and. How good does it feel? Because it was Anderson too, a little bit. I don't want to get yeah. things going a little bit, but you know, Blake, you have some history with him, and obviously, he's the defending champion. I had to feel good. I mean, it's going to feel good anytime you win a four fifty Supercross, but to catch and pass a guy like that had to be a little extra, like cherry on top. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't want my first one to be, you know, or everybody crashes and you yeah. start just win. So I would rather, uh, or even get a whole shot and check out and win. I'd rather be up there battling with the guys and. Um, you know, it's a bummer that Kenny went down um, with some help, but uh, you know, I would have. I, I, I think I earned that one, but definitely, um, you know, I, with the ones that I, I do win or end up winning, I want to, I want to earn. I don't want them given to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the internet warriors, those keyboard guys, <laughs> those are tough guys. You know, they're they're brutal on you. They so, are. Um, yeah. You, you think know, they never show up to Supercross, but no. they show up on that keyboard. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, I wonder if Wygant was happier for Brayton or happier for for you for your win. I, I we we should, you know, because we just he's, he's claiming the Chupacabra. I'm sorry, but Brayton. Yeah, yeah, he's claiming Brayton. Yeah, I just it's, want you to know that uh, Baggett, when he comes around this weekend, you know, he may be claiming your win, but he, you know, Baggett meant a lot to him. I mean, Brayton meant a oh. lot to him. You know. I, I gave it to him. If okay, good. The interview that I gave him afterwards, I I told him that I didn't even like him. I didn't even know where why we were sitting there talking to each other. <laughs> Excellent, good. I like to hear that because uh, yeah, he's 
Yeah, I, I think your your post race uh, interviews and and your podium speeches, uh, Blake, you bring a lot of personality to it. So uh, you know, uh, for that reason alone, man, I hope you win some more because I I like your feistiness on the track and uh, at the press conferences. It's good, man. Yeah, it's it's good for us in the sport. It's refreshing, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, hey, no, for sure. Uh, try to, try to tell, tell it how it is. Hey, by the way, you were in the running for Lit Kit. We really liked everything we and the, the panel, we liked everything you had going on, and you won, of course, everything looked good, but we could not get over the red and orange, the red boots with the orange. We just couldn't get over the, you know, that part of it. I just want you to let you know that. You were very close, but boots, boot selection held you back, Blake. Yeah, that's not me, though, Steve. That's... Uh... That's the only pair I got, man. That's it. I don't. I don't have any other colors. I have that one set. Hey, if he keep, hey, if he keeps riding like this before I, long, his his uh, plates will match his boots, right? You have that red plate. I've, uh, yeah. I've been wearing that set for practice, for press day, for racing, for practice. So I I can't. I really don't have anything for you on that. Um, oh boy. Okay. That's all I got, man. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll let that company know. Uh, the if bunch that thing, If that thing worked, though. You might have to just get used to that color, man. Yeah, that's that's a good point, right? Keep, like, yeah. like Carmichael's orange gear, it'll be uh, Blake will be wearing uh, red boots all year. Red boots all yeah, year. I, I don't you blame might, you. You might see me in the red boots and the orange gear all year. Yeah, no, run it. I would do it too. Um, never know. Never know. Somebody like Bogle or Seven Deuce Deuce will be singing a song. It'll be red and orange boots. <laughs> red and orange. Red and orange. Uh, Hey, Triple Crown coming up this weekend. Do you like these things? Yeah. Um, some have went my way and some have not went my way. Yeah, so, yeah. And, uh, Atlanta last year did not go my way, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we're, we'll give it our best shot. And the goal is to just – I just want to be on the podium. So uh, yeah. I would just love to back up, a, you know, the win with a, with a podium. Of course, the win would be unreal. But, uh, you know, realistically, just uh, – shooting for a podium i think that if you can if you can podium all three rounds you probably probably win the overall so yeah uh, with how tight the class is and how short the motos are and with the rain this week um uh-huh. you know not many people are getting in in practice and it uh you know if they can keep the track covered but maybe it'll be soggy a little bit and mm-hmm. rutted but, yep. but not raining i think it'll uh It'll be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. It's the Glendale 450 Supercross winner, Blake Baggett. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I waited by the truck forever to come. Lewis, did you talk to him? No. You didn't talk to him either? No, I skipped a press conference. You skipped a press conference I like did, I did? Uh, pits, yeah. Right. And, to, and then we were waiting for Blake Baggett. You and I were, and all the media were, and I don't know what Wygant's fault. I don't know whose fault it was, Blake. No, Steve. Steve. Yeah. I was talk. I was talking to Fox News, dude. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, my yeah, bad. I just yeah. get to CNN, dude. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I understand totally. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So you, you know, I guess want to. I want to say congratulations after the race and talk to you. But that's okay. That's fine. You got time for Fox and not CNN. I see how it is. It's all right. It's all right. I saved you for now. Like you got my undivided attention. Good point. Excellent point. Uh, thanks, man. Good job. Thank you very much for coming on, and uh, we'll see you this weekend in Anaheim, Blake. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's always a good time, and uh, love battling back and forth with you. Of course. Thanks, Blake. See you, man. Uh, Blake Baggett, everybody, the winner of Glendale. I think he wins again, man. The first one is the hardest one, right? It could happen. I mean, thanks, you JT. can't exactly say thanks, well, thanks, You JT. can't know. 
I think I'm it not, happens I'm again. I'm not there. I'm halfway there. I'm not there yet. Okay. What do you think? I would say, when he said he's halfway there, I would say he's Bon Jovi. You know, like, living yeah, on the yeah. place halfway there, uh, but he may not know who that is. You know who Bon no, Jovi is? False. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think there are certain people whom, once they win, it gives them even more mental strength than yep. that. But, yep. So I think Blake Baggett is someone you look back in his career. Once he's began winning, he's really uh, gained momentum. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see another win or two from him this year. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to our one more call before we go to commercial break. This is uh, Tyler. What's up, man? How are you? Good so much, Steve. Randy, how's it going? Good, man. What about Lewis from MX Vice? You didn't say hi to Lewis from MX Vice. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on, Lewis? How are you? Sorry, oh. I forgot you were in the studio. That's yeah. all right. You win some and you lose some. F you, dude. First off, I wanted to thank you guys for an amazing live show this past weekend. It was great. I flew out to Glendale to come watch the race, and uh, oh. yeah, kudos to you guys for doing that. So thank you. That's yes, Bradshaw, bro. And uh, You know what? I was yeah, really... I know. Hey, I was, surp- the East, man. I was surprised. Like, there was... The crowd seemed to know who Bradshaw was. They weren't like Lewis and just standing there like, you know. Um, everyone seemed to yeah. know who Bradshaw was. But listen, Bradshaw was a long time ago. Randy, yeah. it seems like only yeah. for you and I like a few years ago. But it was it was not. <laughs> but it was still a long time ago. It was a ago. long time ago. Decades. Right. Yeah. So that's all. So my, my first question was, um, so I was just looking. I have the live time and scoring app, and I was just looking at the track map with like the segment times and stuff like that. So as a mechanic or as a as a former mechanic, um, when you're looking at the segment times in practice, is that really like a good indicator on how the rest of the night is going to go? Or as, as a mechanic, do you do you kind of keep close with your rider and after practice and kind of really evaluate how the track is? And can you just kind of more elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, 100%. You look at the segment times, you look and see where your guys are in the segments because sometimes guys will stand out over one segment over the other ones, you know? And so you'll yeah. be like, okay, hey, what are you doing here? What aren't you doing here? Why are you slow or why are you fast here? And you can specifically kind of nail down the, the problem in areas that you want. Um, so for sure, the segment times do matter, and that's what you do look at because you'll you'll be – I mean, it's it's tenths of a second, right? So Absolutely. when you've got the dark fish or you're looking at the segment time, you're looking at is somebody staying lower than I am in that turn? Um, is somebody going higher? Is somebody cutting across the track? This weekend there was a prime example of cutting across that Randy was bringing up earlier. That stuff all matters, and that's all in segment times, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this past weekend, that third segment time was the whoop section, and those those two triples right before the finish line. And I could tell after the second practice, they kind of fixed that up, and the lap times yeah. um, kind of improved definitely uh, tremendously for some of the privateers and factory guys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And and I hate when they do that. They didn't. They didn't look like it'd be that big of a deal, but the, yeah, they did that. And uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't like when they alter the track enough to change the practice times. I just. I don't feel that that's fair enough, but. But they did do it, and yeah, yeah no, um, it's something that they totally look at, you know, uh, 100%. So. Yeah, those, those whoops were gnarly. You know, I saw a lot of guys trying to fade into the, to the left there. It was getting cuffed out, but you kind of had to Le- stay right. But Left was the line, though. Left was the fast line. No, that, that's true. That is true. Yep. I just, you know. Anybody, any, like in the main event, later on in the main event, people were going to the left who figured it out early were, were doing better in those, even though they were rock hard and black-faced from all the tires, you know, hitting it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, cool. Steve. Appreciate Thanks, man. It. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Going to commercial break. Jesse Nelson's coming up. Friend of the show, Adam Cincirillo, is coming up. Uh, we'll try to call Parabinos if we can. We'll try to call Jimmy Lewis for a Dakar update. I want to talk to you about the MXGP series. Cool. And just how happy you were that America went down again you call him, at Red Bud, you and MX Jeff, just, oh no. just, just, just calling each other, <laughs> jerking off, talking about how bad America was. I want to get to all that. 
it sounds like I'm not going to be here after the commercial break. That's done it. I'm out. <laughs> hey, I, I don't care what he and MX Jeff do in their personal time. Okay. But, but uh, I would like to get your perspective on uh, what I think is is the uh, effectiveness of European riders focusing 12 months a year on motocross versus the U.S. riders focusing so much of their year on supercross. It's It's considerably two different sports effectively so yeah i look forward to his input i really do but it used to be two different sports never changed when usa used to kick ass um it was two different sports but the focus wasn't uh i i think uh, i think you, it was no, no 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 if you look back to many many years ago you think bob hannah was you think bob hannah was putting uh 50 50 supercross motocross bob Jer- Han- jeremy mcgrath no, was bo- winning everything in supercross he would yep. go to the motocross the nations and kick their asses in motocross sometimes things take time steve okay. but i think that um i truly think that our 80 20 focus on mm-hmm. supercross motocross is impacting our results globally when it comes well, to motocross i really do we'll ask so, lewis about that let's do that after let's the do it after break. the commercial break yes boogie snacks hey cool story hansel all of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner floating a dirt bike through the air or blasting a sand berm in a utv and that is passion at bto sports our foundation is built around family which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service knowing we share a common interest we look forward to the weekend as much as you so we offer three-day express on orders over 85 dollars btosports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices from motocross to mountain bikes sports bikes to utvs btosports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. 
The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us our show for a number of years and we love those guys a whole pulp nation section on their website pulp nation code saves you 20 percent on there they can make custom pulp graphics for you uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want they can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why i mean maybe you don't uh they're also the official team sponsor for the cycle trader rock river yamaha team and we have alex ray here in studio alex uh, you love these guys yeah love them shirts Hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulpamex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. 
In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. 
Her 2019 Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. presented by btosports.com and fly racing jesse nelson coming up adam cincerrito thank you blake baggett for your time on the show tonight randy richardson from michelin motorcycles is in uh you want to set a michelin street bike tires contest at publicmixshow.com we're going to randomly draw a name next week and uh you will win a set of michelin motorcycle tires randy richardson Yes. This is your first, yours is your song? That's my song, and I know you wanted me to play something from Van Halen. I did, I would have liked Specifically Jump, which is your favorite song, but uh, I wanted to play In Honor of Blake Baggett. 
feels like the first time. I think that's phenomenal for him, that win. It's uh, awesome. awesome. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty good. Let me uh, turn this thing off. There we go. Good, um, good job. Lewis Phillips of MX Vice. Lewis, uh, welcome in. I'm happy to be here. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower. Uh, these, you know these guys. They're a WPS yeah. company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they're just killing it right now. They're absolutely doing a great job. Uh, with the uh, batteries and chains, uh, spending up to $500 for an OEM lithium dirt bike battery. Forget it. Spend at most 120 bucks and get more cranking power with the Firepower Feather White Lithium Batteries with a two-year warranty. And their chain, Japanese quality chain, up to 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Uh, these guys are great. I've got, uh, I've got some stuff in the garage to put on Blue Crew when I get when I need it. And uh, follow them on social media, at Firepower Parts, and uh, Facebook, Firepower Parts, and uh, FirepowerParts.com. Uh, get them at WPS dealers everywhere. And uh, unlike what Kenny Watson would say, they are not lithium izod batteries. Uh, they're lithium ion, I think. So right, right. Um, so thanks to the folks at Firepower. Also, we're going to give away. I don't know, chain or a battery to somebody. Sounds cool. Yeah, to me. I mean, why not? And 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 I've been thinking about it during the commercial break. So I feel bad about the listener who called in earlier, who had the got a screw the or patching, a nail. patching, yeah, rear, rear, plugging, rear tire. So yep. so uh, if he's still listening. If he would email back in to, to the show, I'd like to take care of replacing his rear tire for him. And that's aside from wow. giving away another set of tires. I'm, wow, I'm in Lewis, a giving mood. Like I'm in a giving mood Santa right now. Santa is sitting next to you. Above and beyond. I can't match that, I'm afraid. I can't what give anyone no. anything. What you need to say is that's mega. Do I? Yeah, that's, is that, what, you, is that that's, what, that's what you guys say. Oh, okay. Mega. Thanks for the memo. I should probably use that when I go home. What about Peachy? That's probably about 30 Lewis, years before my time. Lewis, so, <laughs> so Lewis, one of the U.S., big U.S. motocross companies reached out to you about getting a job here. Oh, yes. I wondered where you were going with that. Yep. You didn't do it. How close did you come? I was very emotional. I, I think I didn't sleep for two weeks. Wow. I, honestly, what? you think of someone having a mental breakdown? Yeah. Well, that, my, that was me. The guy in the corner can tell you about yeah, that. Right. That, yeah. That was me. Um. Why don't we just trade you and Anton? Why can't we just make that happen? <laughs> I think that might have been a bit of a talk at some point, yeah. Yeah, like Anton loves it over there with scarves and, and cappuccinos and GPs and travel and weirdo stuff. You, you, tra- trade it up. There we go. Yeah, I Anton, love America, Anton, Chipotle. Yeah, you love Chipotle. Like, you, love, you love Supercross. <laughs> you could be like an exchange student. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Anton for Lewis. Who says no? Yeah. Right. You could just you could arrive here and just wear his scarves. I'm not sure if that's because you want to get rid of Anton or no, bring me I, here. I'm not Anton. sure what. <laughs> Anton's. Got, I mean, let's face it. Anton's uh, Twitter feed has been very strange lately, and it's sort of, It seems like he's descending into a thing of madness. But I still love Anton. Um, he's got that fucking beard going on and everything. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's just switch it up. So. I'm sure you can look into that. All right. Uh, Kevin's got a question for Randy about mountain bike tires. Uh, Kevin, perhaps you meant your question was for me. I am Strava Steve. I love mountain biking, but uh, maybe not. No, no, no. This is for Randy, who uh, who definitely knows that Sam Hill can uh, whoop you with a, on a 450 on a motocross track. Okay, well, I have a Levo with uh, a power assist, and I invite <laughs> Sam Hill to come down to Vegas, and uh, we will we will race. We're Sam. We're, <laughs> hey, we're Just, Sam. Please, we're, please film it if you do. Yeah, where Sam Hill would Levo you behind. Okay, <laughs> there's no right. doubt. There's no doubt. All right, what's your question, Kevin? Um, hey, Randy, I heard you talking about some uh, tires that uh, you were going to um, release on the downhill stuff. Mm-hmm. And Michelin makes the Wild Rocker 2, which is probably about the best tire that I've ever put on a mountain bike. 
And uh, I live uh, close to Cam's Inc., so I've seen him on his bike. Yeah. So I wanted to know when you guys are actually going to release those because I want to buy all of them. Yeah. What wow. You, what all you, of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. I want to buy them all. Uh, no, what, what you've probably seen, and, and Cam is one of our several international uh, developmental riders and everything, so, so what you've probably seen is, is what's called a DH-22, and uh, that front tire, unfortunately, will not be commercially available until late 19, uh, 2020. So um, it's still a ways away for us but uh but thanks man for the positive feedback on our current product and the excitement about our new forthcoming product yeah absolutely because you guys used to make really really good downhill tires and then yeah. it's been kind of in a low spot and uh yeah we, we miss michelin in the uh in the sport well I'll put down, put some starcross fives on your dirt bike <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, the man. call. Uh, thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, of course, subscribe to The Drop. It's a monthly subscription system from uh, subscription service from those guys. Uh, I'm involved in it as well. I've, I've signed up, so thanks to those guys. Plus, FMF absolutely killing it right now uh, in the Supercross scene. Atlas Neck Brace, uh, Atlas Neck Brace. Kyle Chisholm wears an Atlas Neck Brace. Chase Sexton wears an Atlas Neck Brace. The Noof will be in here shortly to uh, talk to... Uh, shortly in a few weeks to talk about that works connection ogo power sports you know about ogo i do everyone knows about ogo yep are you gonna be like every other guest and and want an ogo yep okay yep. all right um uh ogo power sports hook up lewis phillips from mx vice too lewis uh ogo is actually gonna regret sponsoring the show because the amount of free product they've had to give the people in studio is not working out to the same amount that they pay me okay i love the ogo products that i have that i purchased yep. that continue to work exceptionally great for uh -huh. me so i'm not asking for anything free there okay. but if by chance pro filter still makes some for some old o2 cr125 they do seven yeah. kx250 yeah i'd love to get some okay. of that just saying all right, all just right. saying. Well, but well, ojo ojo phenomenal product and so durable yes marks it's been that way for weeks you didn't tell me i should probably add it to the tweet list I've been saying it. Right, dude, I don't listen to half the stuff you say. Okay. Uh, You're welcome. WUSA, Blake Baggett using W for their wheels. Uh, seemingly half the teams in the pits use WUSA for uh, whether it's a vintage bike, whether it's a modern bike, WUSA can dial you in. Talon, Kite, uh, Excel, uh, everything else. Uh, they'll build, build you a wheel set, and a lot of teams use them. Guts Racing, uh, seat foam and seat covers uh, for Monster Energy Pro Circuit, among many other uh, teams, Rockstar Husky as well. Get Data, Justin Barsha. Juan Anaheim with using Get Data. Eagle Grit. I don't know anybody Eagle Grit. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, all on board with us tonight. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Let's go into there. The job of the week for these guys, if you want to get in the industry, look, can you can you get in the industry and just be uh, Lewis Phillips? No, you can't. you got to start from the bottom, but like Lewis did back in the day. Or Randy Richardson. Wait, no, you did, literally did start at Michelin, and you're still there. So that yes. that, that doesn't quite apply. <laughs> but hey, but I'm no longer working third shift, rot, you know, rotating shifts at a manufacturing facility. So okay, so I work my way up. Right, yeah. good point. So uh, motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. A job board for companies in the sport. We've 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 given you some Honda ones, some Showa ones, some uh, uh, Thor MX ones. Lots of people this week. Job of the week, just one. They need just one guy. Internal sales associate. It's so easy for just... It's like, a goggles guy? No. It's an internal sales associate for helmets, gloves, goggles, etc. At just one. Oh, I get it. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Right. That's you. okay. Just one is looking for an internal sales associate. Uh, just one of you will work for these guys at Just One MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. That's the job of the week. Uh, X brand goggle tear-off segment. Let's uh, do the X brand goggle tear-offs if if we can. It's the X brand tear-off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Champions Everywhere, Alex Ray, X-Brand. Vince Freeze, X-Brand. Vince Freeze has been very good. Great improvement. Uh, he, he's steadily improved year to year, but this year, really, really impressed with him. you got to be going. How many people were like looking at that staggered start and realizing that he was still in fifth and being like, what, the, what AMA, is this guy hey, doing? AMA! Freeze is in fifth! He cut the line! He cut the line! <laughs> Someone! Uh, and uh, Kyle Chisholm, uh, Seven Deuce Deuce, where's uh, X-Brand, the 9-7, I should say. Ben LeMay. Current Dakar Rally leader. Ricky Brabeck Ricky American Brabeck. What is tougher on goggles than racing that fucking Dakar thing? Man, it's tough, huh? Nothing. Huh? Hey, what's tougher on tires, but we'll get into that later. Okay, all right, yeah, we can. X-Brown Goggles, these questions are submitted to a, a by Corey Moser. Do you do you know him, Lewis? I'm not aware, no. No, but I met one of his buddies this weekend in Phoenix. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's good, good. I don't know Moser. Would like to meet him. Uh, all right, everybody. Question submitted by Corey Moser. 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, the guy in the corner is going to read them out. All right, Marks, let's do this. Steve. Yep. Who will win the next 450 Supercross? Eli Tomac. I know. I Everyone's you know, everyone's just whatever, Mathis, but I'm on the Tomac train. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. He'll get he'll pull together here. Don't worry about it. But the Triple Crown. <laughs> triple Crown could be good. Like, could could produce another weirdo winner. Could be. So, all right. Randy, what is the life cycle of a tire design before you go back to the drawing board to redevelop? Hmm, good question. Uh, wow. kind of, Chris, kind of, Moser. Christian. No, good question, Moser. Uh, it kind of depends on the segment. Um, sport touring and sport bike tires typically are about a three-year life cycle before we introduce a new tire. Uh, cruiser is a little bit longer, say five to eight years off-road. The MH2 was 22. But, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it varies. Um, on the short end, I'd say about three years. Every three years, a new product. Um, 30 seconds. I don't really care about your time. That's something else JT and I have in common. Yep. I don't care about the time. But right. yeah, up to uh, like eight years would be a long, long timeline for a product. 40 seconds. All right. Lewis, what age do you think a rider needs to start riding Supercross before it's too late, like hurlings? 13, probably. I think that's what Prado did. 13. Three seconds. Good job. I like Lewis. Yep. Yeah. Three seconds. Yeah. He didn't know anything about the Beatles, but other than that, I like the guy. Yep. (laughs) Steve, why can't Hill put it together in a Supercross main event? Hill is going to do what Hill's going to do. I've said it. He's going to have two or three races that are going to ruin my fantasy team. Knock your balls (laughs) off. Did you pick him? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Because I'm a masochist. He's going to have two or three races that are going to knock your balls off. He's going to have 12 where you're not going to know he's there, and he's going to have two or three missed with an injury. Did you say you like chicken? That's Matasevich. Not okay. Uh, different, different, similar but different. Yeah, but hey, starts he, with an M. Hey, Lewis, he's still cool to watch in practice, man. Yeah, it gives us something to talk about, I guess. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't so. think Eli was pumped on him in practice. Yeah, really. Got got in his way like right in the last corner when Eli was on a heater. Mm-hmm. Eli did the little bar hump thing over the finish line behind him. Good stuff. Uh, surprised you didn't have your laptop open. I'm surprised you actually saw anything. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um. 
Who who was that? Who, who answered the last <laughs> that question? We all did. That was, that was me. That was me. <laughs> Randy. Yeah. Who will be this season's first two-time wiener? Hmm. Sounds like a key for after dark question. Um, two-time wiener. I want to say right. I want two-time wiener. I want to say Woodcock, but I think that the first two-time wiener will be Eli Tomac. Great radio. I walked by the Star Trek twice to go see DV, and both times he was just yelling in French with other people and laughing and joking and, and with two different groups of French people. I don't know where he's finding these people from in Arizona, but there's a bunch of French people there. Okay, Steve, I don't know if yep. you know how this works, but I'm thinking the French people probably find DV. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah, but they don't know shit. <laughs> Lewis, why do you like why do you like RV struggled so much racing the GPs? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think it's why do you like that? <laughs> I, I read the question as it's written. Okay. As it's miswritten. I'm sure it what probably do you means think why, RG? why do you think RV you struggled think, yeah. so much racing the GPs? Yeah. I think uh, it's been like well documented just, by uh, now. Lack just, of yeah, European he just, prep. He just asked that at the live show to RV. I'm pretty sure last time I was in two years ago, that was one of my explained yeah, questions yeah, as well. Moser's an idiot. All right. Next question. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore. It's like three years ago, four years. I don't even know when it was. Fifteen. No shit, asshole. He could have asked why. He could have asked something about the the pit bike donations, right? Mm, yeah. Where mm. RV crushed it there. So, Steve, who's got the best pit setup for 2019? Oh, that's still to be determined. Lots of time left. Yeah, don't know. Is that is just, just is that just food based for I you? I don't know. I took it as everything. JGR had good food over over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Randy, when's the last time you really embarrassed your son, or is he immune to your maturity level of a thirteen-year-old boy? Oh wow! I, I try to teach him that, like I say, it's always there's always enough time to have a good time. But uh, pedaling around our neighborhood as Officer Dangle. Um, was probably the last time I really embarrassed him. He uh, he told me the next few days at school that his friends were telling him, Creighton, I didn't know your dad was a cop. So uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. He, hey, he's got a great uh, spirit, so uh, I love it. It's good. Lewis, last question. Why isn't there a GP version of our Supercross series in Europe? Oh, they tried that at that SMX thing, and it was a terrible, did not work at all. So if there even was ever going to be one, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has scared everyone See off. if your pass is there next year. Top yeah, what did I... What? Let's start again. <laughs> say that it was a bloody mess. I say bloody and then people tell me that I'm too English. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> X-Brand Champions, the choice of uh, X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, let's get Nelson on the phone, shall we? Uh, EKSBrand.com, Pulp. Show 19 is the code to say with X-Brand, and uh, love these guys, and we thank them for supporting us. Uh, real quickly, before we get to to uh, Jesse, it is uh, Scott. Scott, you are the tire winner that Randy was talking to earlier. Hey, hey, I just want to say thank you to Randy. I only need the back tire. I really did buy a set of uh, uh, Road Pilot 4s recently. I got this damn nail in the back tire. I want someone else to win. So, Randy, I just need the back tire. Yep. Give the front tire or another tire to somebody else, please. That's what I'm going to do, Scott. Man, I, and during the commercial break, I was feeling bad about it. It was kind of uh, giveaway remorse, and I was feeling bad. So I want to take care of uh, you 
on that rear tire to replace the one on your bike, and I promise I will still give away another set to another listener for their street bike. So, man, thanks for choosing Michelin up front, and uh, I hate that happened, and I'll take care of you, bud, for sure. All right. Hey, I, I appreciate it. And I, one more thing. Yeah. Hey, Marks, all these people that are giving you hate, listen, you're doing a good job on the fantasy site. It's a lot of work. I'm in the IT security world. These knuckleheads don't know what it takes on the back end. So back off on Marks, everybody. Okay, well, I don't, I don't, we'll, we'll pass that on we'll to We'll pass that on to him. He's currently playing Excite Bike, but yeah. we'll let him know. Yeah, we'll let him know what you said. Yep. Stay on hold, all right, man? Hey, thanks, Scott. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Vortex Racing, uh, great guys at Vortex. Uh, email uh, uh, jake at vortexracing.com. Uh, Justin Barsha used uh, Vortex Sprockets to win Anaheim. And, of course, Aaron Plessinger has Vortex on. Uh, V3 Bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, great guys uh, when it comes to sprockets and bars. And they'll dial you in any kind of teeth, color, bend, 7 eighths bar, oversized bar, whatever it is, Vortex Racing has got you covered. Email jake at vortexracing.com, uh, as I said. And uh, we thank those guys for coming on. And they're going to bring you our next guest on the show. Uh, we have uh, haven't heard from him for a while. We had him on a little while ago, and uh, it's really great to get him back on. Silver Linings is the Jesse Nelson story that is on YouTube right now for people to go check it out and go watch. And we welcome to the show Jesse Nelson. What's up, man? How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I watched some of this today. Uh, touching stuff, man. Um, before we get into what you're doing and all that, let's talk about that. Um, it's available on YouTube. People can kind of see what you're up to now. Talk about your accident, uh, what you're doing now, how bad it went. But let me ask you this, Jesse. How how gnarly was it bearing your soul to uh, to Ryan Walters and this camera, man? You, you got deep in that thing. Uh, yeah, I mean... Ryan and I have always worked well together. I mean, I've been working with Ryan since I was 12, 13 years old, just uh, from the amateur scene coming up, too, as well. And, um, yeah, honestly, I just I was like, all right, let's do this whole interview right now because I, I was like, it's kind of hard to, to get it out of me sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, I laid it out there, and, I mean, Ryan poured his heart and soul into that thing, and uh, we, we both did a lot of work with it and with what we had. And, I don't know, I, I hope people like it. I really do. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, of course, it's well done. We know that. Uh, in August 2016, Troy Lee Designs uh, Red Bull KTM star Jesse Nelson suffers a paralyzing injury during a round of the motocross series. Silver Linings chronicles Je- Jesse's journey through the most difficult challenge of his life and his newfound racing motivation in the form of professional UTV racing. His determination for victory unchecked, Jesse tackles life's next chapter with the same competitive spirit that put him on top of the motocross food chain. That's the description. It's on YouTube now. or and Anywhere else, or is it just YouTube, Jesse, that you know of? Uh, for right now, it's just on YouTube. I think Red Bull might uh, post it on their motorsports page um, later down the road. But for right now, that's what it is. Um, and, yeah, it's just on my YouTube. And, okay. you know, we're just seeing what it does. And yeah. Have um, fun. Yeah, at some point in the in the dock, you, you, you tell your, your, your team manager, Tyler Keefe, hey, man, I, I had a handgun in my truck, you know, in a lockbox. Uh, Tyler you keep this gun. You just never, you know, after your injury. And that's heavy, dude. That's gnarly stuff. I mean, yeah. We, I kind of did a couple of retakes. Actually, I had to do two retakes on that one just because, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, yeah. it a tough spot. I was right. in a really tough spot at, at that time. And, and he was like, hey, you know there's a gun in the front seat of your truck? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't really want that thing. You, you can have it. Like, I was just kind of over it at that point. I'm like, I don't even want not like I was suicidal or anything like that. I was just 
Yep. I was just in a bad spot, and I just, I don't know, I just didn't want even the temptations around you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It sounds bad. No. It really bad. Yeah. It was just, it was tough. It was really tough. I mean, I don't think a lot of people really know that. No, I know exactly, right? And, and I'm probably as guilty as anybody. Like, one of you riders get hurt, and uh, we don't hear from you for a while, and then you come back to the races, and we just pick up, and, and you know, it's kind of the brutality of the sport, the real, the, the real honest truth of the way the sport works, and it's brutal. But in the meantime, away from the spotlight and away from the media guys, guys like yourself or, or even Mookie, who just broke his femur, and in no way I'm comparing it to your injury, but... It's a it's a long road of trying to get back to where you are and, and get back to normal and, and all of that, right? I mean, you know, not even speaking oh. specifically about you. It's just all riders are like that. No, definitely. I mean, I battled with that, like, my entire time coming up to, you know, the ranks, I guess, from as a rookie and all that. I mean, I'd break my sternum, and then I'd dislocate my elbow, and then I'd, you know, tear my meniscus and my knee, and then mm-hmm. it was just always something. And then every time, or I'd hit my head, and I'd have to be off the bike for three months and all your training goes out the window all your cardio all your endurance like mm-hmm. i think ken ken Roxon has done it really well with how well he's been able to bounce back because he's stayed at it so hard he's worked that much harder than everybody else does when it comes to you know rehabbing doing all that like that guy invests himself so much especially when it comes to having a pt you know on mm-hmm. hand all the time yep and just um yeah it's it's a tough spot, and I think with you know the motocross industry, it is dangerous. I mean, anything on a you know motorsports wise is yeah. dangerous, and it's it's a long road to get back. Mm-hmm. But I think the one thing that does kind of, I mean, for me, it doesn't really matter anymore. It's just like the sport needs to have some support. I think as well when it comes to either like you know an insurance program set up mm-hmm. for the riders or something, because I mean. Luckily, I, I was on a, a factory team, and, and I, I got I had a good following, and people helped me out a lot. But I mean, yep. say if somebody like um, whoever, you know, it's a privateer guy gets hurt, and and um, yeah, they, the, the, you know, they, they don't have that backing. It's, mm-hmm. it's tough, and I, I feel for those guys, and I, I try to help out whoever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, yeah, um, abs- no, absolutely, I, I agree, and uh, and people need to know, um, you know, kind of what the things that you guys go through. Um, for yourself, obviously, uh, you're paralyzed in your crash. Any improvement over the last year or two years since we last talked to you? Do you feel like you know you're getting somewhere with it? I mean, I know there's lots of my good friend of mine is Blair Morgan, you know, and, and at some point, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Blair well, and at some point, Blair felt like things were working out and he was it was getting better and he was getting some recovery of course it's been a while for you and a while for blair still some hope out there jesse like still going through pt and all that or what, what are we where are we at with that so at first i mean the initial first year i saw a lot of really good improvements i started getting a lot more abs back because i mean i didn't have like whole abs in my you know abdominal mm-hmm. muscles yep and like those have kind of came back i've got it pretty good feeling i could feel cold water but i can't feel hot kind of weird um yep. i just have like i i could feel a feather on my leg like i have good sensation i just i don't have a lot of movement i started to get some movement in my toes and my feet a little bit and then it stopped and it completely went away and it was oh, weird and i couldn't geez. figure it out and and then um i was talking to my doctor and i'm like i don't know what it is and he's like well let's get that hardware out and look and see what's going on i got my hardware taken out a couple months ago got a clean mri because you couldn't do that with all the hardware in there. Um, and it looks like I have a, um, a cyst that's 
your own inside my spinal cord. And he's, he was thinking that's the reason why everything kind of stopped. Okay. Nothing started progressing. So I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow to see when I get uh, that surgery. And he was pretty optimistic about it. He was, um, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, doctors are pretty straightforward. And he was, um, he, he was actually kind of excited that there was something, it seemed like he was, that yep. there was something there. I mean, he was like, well, what do you want me to say? Like, everything looks perfect and you just keep doing what you're doing. But he's like, no, you got an issue. There's a, there's a, there's a cyst in there and no yep. signal can pass through your spinal cord with this cyst. So no matter how much PT you do, how much yeah. stem cell, anything like that, it, it won't. He's like, I've seen it in, in cases where that gets removed and some people get full function back. So Wow. Can you imagine? Huh? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that's yep. a long shot. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. any sort of improvement could help. And, I mean, I'm not going to say no to that surgery. It does have its risk, and there's only, I think, two doctors in the U.S. that can do it. So it can be risky, but, I mean, what have I got to lose? I mean, yeah. think about what I should have, what I could have done 50 years from now or what, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and on the, on the bright side of things, you've got this UTV racing career going on. We just... Talked about UTVs with Randy here from Michelin and that that market blowing up. And I spoke to a guy from Yamaha, Las Vegas, out at the dirt bike track a little while ago, and he said those things are flying off the shelf. And Mike Williamson's a buddy of mine, and he he loves those things like they're more oh, than life itself. Yeah. So, how's this going? What's going on? How, how are you doing at this? Oh, I love it. It is so much fun. And <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of moto guys kind of write it off as like. I mean, I never did just because, I, I mean, I grew, up, I grew up on a ranch, and I always had stuff like that around, so it was always fun to me. And now I'm just doing it more competitive. But I've got Polaris uh, on board with me. Um, nice. A few other small companies helping me out, um, Red Bull. Um, it's been going really well, and it's it's a lot of fun. And um, I just like the competitiveness of it. And right. not not just that, too. It's, it's the um, technical side, too, where I can try different size tires and, Test things like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, the tires. I mean, it doesn't feel that great. Let's let's bump the tire pressure down a little bit or yep. pump it up. Like it's gripping too hard here. I think you know it's sitting too high or you know I, I like that part. You know the technical side of things. Yeah, that's testing. Yeah, that's cool, man. Good to see. Um, are you getting good at it? Are you where are we at on the? I mean, you I mean you're a racer. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've done a few races. I've done three so far. My first one, I. I guess I got disqualified. <laughs> I, just, I, just know I, got, I just know I didn't finish anywhere inside the top ten. I uh, I didn't. I missed the riders meet or the drivers meeting. It was at like eight o'clock in the morning, and my uh-huh. race was until four. So I was like, oh, I'll, tell, I'll just have my buddy tell me if there's anything I need to know. And he's like, No, yellow flag means somebody's down. Checkered uh-huh. good, and green is, you know, yeah. green flag. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay. So we come into this uh, the transponder section, and it's. Um, and it's like a five-mile-an-hour zone, and I didn't know that. And I'm like, why is this guy in front of me slowing down so much? And I'm like pretty much running into the back of him, and I pass him on top of a tabletop. Like my rear wheel, my back two wheels are sliding off the side of this tabletop because I'm like, I'm not going to just sit behind this guy. Right, what right, right. Doing? And oh. I, took out the, I took out the transponder for the race. <laughs> You're like, yeah, so, you're like, bro, I won Anaheim. I know what I'm doing. I'm a racer. Leave me alone. Ah, uh, yeah, you didn't read the rules. Yeah, so you're, you're just <laughs> yeah, qualified. Yeah, no, I wanted, I wanted to race a little too much. Um, and then I ended up hitting somebody in the back, and I lost power steering and, and four-wheel drive. So, and then I made an illegal pit as well. 
So I, just, I got a couple of red flags thrown at me. Jeez, what are you? Are you? Are you Alessi of UTV racing? <laughs> what the hell's going oh, on? God, <laughs> I hope not. But I'm. I'm pretty much. I was. A, I was the squirrel that day for right. sure. But then my second race, I. Uh, I started like fourth row. Um, came through the pack, made some good passes. I rolled it over. And luckily, I got it tipped back over in a minute or so. Um, and I ended up third that race. And then I went and raced uh three other races after that two in prim nevada and then one in lake elsinore the grand prix and then i won both of those oh cool. awesome that's cool man that's awesome good to see that uh you know you got this new passion and everything else and and obviously you're a racer man i mean it's all whether it's jeff ward on mountain bikes or johnny o or you in the utvs like a dirt bike motocross racer at your level is going to be good at almost anything they pick up you know what i mean so uh, yeah your wardy wardy in a car is pretty good too. right 100 <laughs> uh, percent yeah what have you ever been in a utv before or side by side no not not one of the newer ones obviously i i, I drove a rhino uh a bunch when yamaha rhino right yamaha had rhinos yeah, yeah no, no, no. right i drove yeah. a rhino around Ferry's property and had some fun with it but the new ones are unbelievable apparently from everybody that says them you know like the yamaha the general manager guy from vegas here at yamaha was telling me i mean they're just insane right now the, the level of tech and the level of things these things are built up so yeah oh yeah i just got a new i just got a new razor myself and it i think it has na- full navigation it has a backup camera like I, I i put it on the street the other day and i got it up to almost 90 miles an hour on the street so like <laughs> they're pretty fast like, yeah. they have, the suspension's all um electronic so i can adjust stiff you know yeah. all the way from firm to soft right with, you know just the click of a button while i'm driving it's, it's pretty cool um but no they're incredible and I'm, I'm having a blast with it. I really like it. Hey, Jesse, it's it's Randy Richardson with Michelin here, and 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 my Polaris Razor experience are limited to uh, being in the in the passenger seat with Travis Pastrana at his house. So that's oh. Oh, that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, it's, it's, we're um, scary, lucky you're scary. still here. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Hey, right. let's go take a lap. Uh, Hubert put some new lights on it. Let's go see if they work. So it was nighttime and through the woods. But uh, but what I wanted to say, so uh, with Michelin, we're the parent company for BF Goodrich Tires. So, yeah, that's what and, I'm and, running. Yep, yep. And I was copied on an email earlier today uh, that you had sent kind of a thank you letter to the to some of my counterparts there at BF Goodrich. And, uh, and, I, and with that email, I took a time to look at your story today. And and that's phenomenal, dude. I I, I really appreciate you, uh, from a human perspective, being that candid and that uh, emotionally transparent. And it's a beautiful story. Uh, well, I think I think you're a super rad dude. And uh, on top of that, man, your Mitch Payton Halloween costume was the best thing I've ever freaking seen in my life. I swear to you. I swear to you. Thank that you. that made my that made my month. That was pretty so, good. So good yeah, that so was good. pretty good. Oh, so I tried to do it the year before. Oh, well, thank you, and um, yeah. I'm glad to be able to talk to you. I didn't know you were on that email, so yeah, that's yeah. cool and uh, nice to talk. But um, yeah, I tried to do the Mitch Payton thing last year, and Emily, my wife, she's like, "I don't know if he'll like take that the wrong way. Like, you should ask him." <laughs> and then I just never got around to asking him. And then this year, I um, I was like, "I'm doing it this year." Like, my buddy's got some old Spitfire stuff. It doesn't have monster on it. Workout perfect. Like, I'm doing it. Oh, and I text, I, I I send Mitch a, a message on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, I don't like, I'm totally cool if like you're not okay with it. Like, or at first I said, hey, what's up? And I said, hey, Mitch, how's it going? And he's all, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, I, I've been thinking about doing this thing for uh, for Halloween. Um, I 
just want to do it last year. I was like, if you if you're not up for it or like you take offense to it or something, like I totally get it. Like just just tell me no or not. Um, but I wanted to be for Halloween. Is that cool? Is that okay with you? Open like I wrote him on Instagram so you could see it get open. And he opens it immediately, and I never heard back from him. Oh wow! <laughs> and I never heard back from him. And then I ended up just doing it. Because like everybody was like, "Nah, he won't care." He probably just thought it was stupid. You asked him. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. So then I so then I did it, and then he thought it was awesome. But <laughs> yeah, he actually, um, <sighs> he wrote Tyler Keith. It was funny. I guess oh, Tyler Keith might be messing with me. I don't know if Mitch actually wrote this, <laughs> but he was like, "Oh, so now all your your writers are trying to be me, and my kids think I'm some Halloween character now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome! My kid thinks I'm a joke. I, I'm like a Bugs Bunny or something. Um, he thinks I'm Iron Man or something. Right? <laughs> now, nah, Peyton would love that. I would. Yeah, I, I would get. I would think so. I would, knowing his personality, right. I think he would. And and again, I think that 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 you sharing that and you being that creative shows your your uh, uh, your cool spirit and fun living uh, personality. I think it's awesome, man. Uh, one thing that uh, Emily, you got you got engaged to her, your fiance, right? Um, that's cool. She got married. Go, oh, he got married. Okay. Yeah. Um, in in uh, July. Dude, that's awesome. She's been there for, by you for a while, a while, and and she seems like a great girl in that documentary, and uh, that's really awesome. You guys seem like you're totally in love with each other, and it's good to see. Yeah, she's yeah, one hundred percent my best friend. We we pretty much. Do everything together all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's cool. Crazy. I don't know why she doesn't get sick of me. I don't get sick of her, and we. I don't know. We're just uh, we have fun. Uh, yeah, and actually, and and also too, Tyler Keith, as you mentioned, the manager of, of TLD KTM. Still, I give him a lot of shit in the pits about being grumpy uh, over the riders' results and everything, but uh, he's been there for he's you too. Down. Yeah, he, calm down, right? Um, oh yeah, he's calmed down a lot since the days of Christian Craig and I and Travis Baker on the team. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, you should bring some of them them on so we could just talk about all the times we got yelled at. Yeah, that, actually, that sounds like fun. That sounds like, sounds like a good show. Tell me Tyler Keith oh, stories, it would be, right? It would be good. Yeah, not to his extent, but yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 awesome to have these people behind you and and, and everything else. And uh, so, please, everybody, check out. Uh, Silver Linings on Jesse Nelson's YouTube uh, page. Uh, great documentary by Ryan Walters. Um, really good stuff. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, Jesse's appearance on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com if you want a deal from that. Um, hey, so Jesse, we're two rounds in. I don't know how much how close you've been following Supercross and all that. Uh, your, your, your Shane McElrath from your, your team, TLD, he's had a couple of podiums here. Uh, and AC and Nichols has won. And, and Baggett and Barsha have won 450s. What's your take? On the first two rounds, um, you know what? It's been pretty. It's been pretty good racing. Um, I've been enjoying it. Uh, I still love to watch, and I'm just not in it like I was. But uh-huh. um, I mean, it's it's the lights class is fun to watch because they're so aggressive and they're so, you know. I mean, I, I almost live it like when I'm watching it because I. Yeah. It is like a bloodbath every time you go out there with those guys. Like, if you're. If you get sixth place start, tenth place start, like you're banging on all over the place, and it's, it gets pretty rough. But um, I think Shane's got more in the tank. Mm-hmm. I think Adam is just getting started. I think Colt's riding super consistent. Um, even Dakota's rode pretty well yeah. last weekend. And then there's a bunch of guys that um, I think that are going to do really well. And somebody that I think um, that really would have done well on the West too is, is Sexton. Yep. I went out to the Honda track uh, a little while ago and said hi to Kenny and those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and he was ripping. Like, he looked really good. So I think East Coast is going to be really well, um, do really well along with the TLD boys. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then 450, um, for some reason, I, th- I, I thought Kenny was going to just kind of take it easy in the first round. I kind of expected that. I picked him for second. I did pick, I picked Barsha for first. Yeah. Wow. Nice work. So I had those. Yeah. Um, we did a little fantasy league with, with Walters. And then um, I thought Kenny would have won the second round, but yeah, little miss uh, mishap. Bar- I mean, Baggett rode unbelievable. He always, yeah, I mean, he seems to always kind of pull that out of his out of his butt every now and again. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Not, not saying he just pulls it out. He he no. nails it. Um, just like I mean, you remember Colorado a couple years ago mm-hmm. when he was just on fire. Oh yeah, things like yep. that. Yep. Um, but um. Yeah, I just I have a lot of respect for everybody now. Like a lot more than I I feel like I used to just by watching. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's cool to see. You know, like you just I don't know. I know what everybody's kind of going through, and it's just to see them doing it, it's cool. A hundred percent, right? Um, yeah, you've been there. You've you've won Anaheim. You've been points leader. You know all that kind of stuff that that maybe people don't really remember about you or don't realize that that you've been on the same level all these guys have and and, and better than a lot of them. So, I I like. Um, I, I mean, I'm just look. AC's coming up next, right after you on the show here, and he's a buddy of all of ours. Uh, I just think if he can figure it out, Jesse, um, he he's got this. His aggressiveness and technique uh, are great. The aggressiveness bites him sometimes, but if he can smooth it out somehow and figure it out, I like him to get on a run here. Yeah, I, I don't doubt him one bit. Yep. Adam is. I mean, his technique has got. It looks like it's gotten so much better this year. Mm-hmm. Just just how I mean. Minus Anaheim one. I mean, for everything that happened to him in that race, and for him ending up was it fifth or sixth? I mean, either fifth, or. Yeah, fifth, all the yeah. stuff that happened, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's still going to be a great series. I, I love the fact that we have some parody in it. So back to the UTV stuff. How much of your moto skills come into play with a UTV? Like, what are you doing? You think that is giving you some success at these last couple of races that I, are I, moto stuff. I think the biggest thing is how hard I can push or how hard I can push into corners or kind of testing the limit. Or like when, I mean, a motorcycle, you have to be a lot more precise than, than four wheels, a lot more, especially when you go into a corner that's got some loose gravel or mm-hmm. rock or some, some dry dirt, you know. Um, where a motorcycle, you got to be pretty hesitant or whatever. But And then you see some of the UTV guys will just go into a corner like that and think it's going to totally hook up and they'll just blow the corner and be, off in a no man's land where <laughs> right. we're like i feel like i have a good feel of that and then suspension i mean a lot of it transfers over quite a bit and like i don't know i can kind of kind of know what's doing what it's doing yeah yeah know what it's, yeah or I, I go up to a you see videos of guys i mean utv fails on youtube or <laughs> on, Insta- on instagram and yeah. somebody goes and hits a, a a four foot double but it's like a wall you know the lips like a wall you can't hit it wide open like you yeah know, no, even a dirt bike's not going to hit that. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but they still go for it. I mean, just, like, just like that or right. like timing things where sometimes you'll see like outtakes to memory video or you'll see a video of somebody at a razor and there's like a 20-foot double and they're 80 feet past it. You're like, like uh, the judgment's a little bit off. But a lot of those guys come from moto or they're, um, they've been driving those things their whole lives, so they're, they're right. dialed, you know. Right. 
Hey, uh, Jesse, Randy again here. Question on on uh, the functionality of your car. Watching the video today, I see the what looks like an aluminum ring behind the steering wheel. Is that throttle? And then in the center, it looked like what, what I guess would be uh, like an emergency brake type thing. Is that where your brake is and throttle is just on the steering wheel? How, how, uh, how does yeah, your setup steering, work? Steering wheel, steering wheel is throttle. Okay. Middle is... Um, is the push brake, and you can see that in the documentary. I, yeah. I, I made sure that we could kind of let people see it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and get an idea of, of what it is. Um, it works out great. Um, I don't really use the brakes that much. I try not to because <laughs> I, I don't really like driving one-handed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've i had um, I've, one of my razors I've had for over a year now, and I haven't even touched the brakes or anything on it. So that's nice where I'm not, like, blowing through parts and, Mm-hmm. Smoking brake pads and mm-hmm. stuff, so that's good. Yeah, that's absolutely good. Uh, well, hey man, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, Silver Linings, as I said on YouTube, on your YouTube channel, Ryan did a great job yeah, with you. You know, I, I, th- I think <laughs> Dude, it's really Ryan, cool. Ryan did a phenomenal job. We there was nights where we had we had a deadline for this thing, um, pretty early, and we were hustling to get it done. We were up in the in his studio till two in the morning. I mean, he would stay there till four. That's just how he is. He just wants to get stuff done. But um, he hammered it out and did a phenomenal job of it. And um, I'm super happy with it. I think it's great. Um, and I hope everybody else likes it. And if, I know this sounds cliche, but click that link, subscribe, and like it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's a cool story. Yeah, I, I it really. Helps. Yeah. I enjoyed and, watching it. And, and, uh, and it's really cool that, you know, I mean. You know you're doing well. You sound you sound great. You sound well, and it wasn't always that way for you. And and it's awesome that it is now. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the I best mean, part of everything. Things can always be worse, no matter what situation you're in. I mean, it can always be worse, uh, <laughs> no matter what. There's always going to be a worse situation. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Red Bull they they helped they funded this whole deal, and they've been a, a huge part of my program for many years now, and um, I can't thank them enough. And and everybody from from my family to my mom and my dad, Emily, and and um, everybody that supports me. I have a, a really gr- good group of people, especially Troy Designs and and everybody over there. Um, they've been great, and even just the motocross community too. Everybody's been phenomenal. Uh, good to hear, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Let's uh, let's catch yeah. up with you down the road a little bit and see what's going on with you then, and uh, you know, and all of that, and have updates for our listeners. I think they would really enjoy that. Yeah, and thank you for doing that, some commentating on it, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Ryan uh, Ryan asked me to say a few things and record a few things. I was happy to do it, no problem. So uh, it was awesome. Well, well, thank you, and um, you guys have a good show. And tell Adam I said hello. I will do that. All right, Jesse, thanks, man. All right, thank you. Thank you. Jesse Nelson, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing Bars, Sprockets, all the best out there. Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, use them as well. So it sounds like he's doing well in yeah, TV racing and, 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 you know, yeah. Uh, glad to see that he's winning in life, and that's and that's the key thing. And and again, to see to hear that in his voice, and to see uh, the the journey, mm-hmm. part of the emotional journey he's yeah. been through, super cool and uh, really an inspiring piece for sure. Lewis Phillips here from MX Vice, Randy Richardson from Michelin on the show. Uh, we still have the BTOSports.com tweet at Travis segment coming up. Race Tech rant from some of our listeners as well, which will be interesting. And if we can squeeze it in, I got something to say about Italian food. So stay on hold for that, everybody. That sounds so exciting. We're gonna do, we have some Jeffrey Hurling's <laughs> questions for Lewis Phillips, who might be not here Phillip, soon. Philip, 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 uh, and uh, <laughs> mxvice.com. Please check them out. So, 
Full, you're going to go back in the end of month? At the end of the uh, month? Then... After Minneapolis. Okay, and then... Uh, Straight into preseason internationals and then Argentina. And then Argentina's when? Yep. Uh, March for 3rd, 4th. Oh, yeah, so you're not much time then no. for you. And and you'll be on the road. You you hit most of these, right? Did you go to everyone? Oh yeah, we do every GP. I thought you missed one. Ticket was crazy expensive or something. No, oh no, we, we haven't been to Russia yet. Okay, as a right personal choice. Okay, right. But this year, <laughs> I have flights booked for Russia. So okay, you're going. Uh, before we come up with Adam Cincirillo here on the show, uh, I thought we would get our buddy uh, from Pro Taper on the show to talk about the Supercross futures that was brand new uh, debuted this weekend. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? I'm good. What's up, Steve? How's it going? Oh, you know, I didn't win my class at Supercross Futures and win all four motos and get all four hole shots, Paul, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> uh, you're funny. Um, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that. And, and look, you're a great rider. We all know that. Lars is better, but that's okay. Um, Supercross Futures in the past, I've seen these things on some GoPros. They've absolutely been terrible. Track's been terrible. Uh, I've heard, you know, very limited time on the track. I, I haven't been a fan of these things the amateur days before, but Feld is rolling out the Supercross Futures. I saw some video on Instagram. Track looked good, looked challenging. Uh, what did you think of the whole thing, Paul? I, it looks like they've turned it around a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, oh, largely overall, very, very professional and well run, I would say. Um, the track, when we first walked it in the morning, it was pretty, uh, similar, maybe similar is not the right word. Um, more advanced than I thought it would be. Yeah. And I yeah. had heard, I had heard rumors that it was going to be, um, pretty advanced, I guess, uh, compared to what they had last year. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I, I think Anaheim last year, I, I didn't write it, but I, I heard and spoke and saw, uh, you know, to people and that did it. And it was very, very, very easy. Um, so when we walked the track, I, I walked it with Nick Way and his son Vincent. Um, it was way more challenging than than he thought, and Nick was even a little bit worried as to some things. It almost it almost looked like uh, they didn't have a lot of time to, to change the track because <laughs> uh-huh. I had heard they sent a lot of uh, track builders to Anaheim to get the track built before all the rain. That, okay, you know, yeah, rain was coming. So um, <clears throat> something must have happened between then and the first practice because they changed some things before any bikes hit the track. Either. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. um, yeah, so we started out a little bit delayed, I'd say like 45 minutes delayed even, but, um, the, the programs run really, really well. Um, it's, it, it took longer than I thought. I, I thought honestly, I'd be out of there by like three and I didn't get out of there till 7 PM. And I don't think the races were done until 9 PM. Oh Jesus. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a long, long day, but, um, you know, they left the track pretty technical. One, the one rhythm along the the side was, I guess, I guess technical. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to do no triples through there. A lot of guys were, but I'm 35 years old. I, I'm yeah. not not doing that. I just doubled through there, and it was easy. But um, but there there was a lot of injuries through there. Um, but well, you know, I, I just who, what do you do? You know, like I actually spoke to JH on on track walk about it, and and they wanted to make it more advanced to slow the speeds down and. Um, but it's, it's hard. It's like, do you make it super easy? So people just go too fast and they try to scrub things and, and it gets out of control or do you make it super difficult to try to slow? The, I mean, I think it's a great super mini track, but when you put these advanced kids, you know, like the Pierce Browns and the Jalik Swoles, like these gnarly kids on two VDFs on that type of track, I, I think it's too easy for them and they're trying to go too fast over, and I, I don't know on the old type of track yeah on the older type of track right yeah no. yeah honestly i don't know what the i don't know what the well, answer is um i think there's a happy medium between the jumps at a2 that all the cobra 50s can clear and super technical track right so um somewhere got to be in the medium in there somewhere but 
it, it looked it, it looked tricky, man. I I watched Instagram. I don't want any part of that. Like myself, I'm like, oh my god. Like I don't think I want that. You know. So were there were there lots of accidents? Were the was the ambulance busy? Yeah, honestly, that's what took a lot of time. There right. was a lot of stoppages, right. if, if, that, if that's a word, yeah. um, for a lot of people being Sorry. carted off. And, and you know, uh, I actually sat and watched with Ryan Holiday quite a bit, who's the most connected, I think, or engaged in, in what is going on with amateur racing. And, and we talked about it at length. And, you know, he went there with all his guys using motocross suspension, but he felt um, with complete conviction that it would have been better to have supercross suspension because it was way more advanced than he thought even. Mm. Um, but like, what do you do? You know, do, yep. you, do you change the layout and slow it down? So speeds are, but then you can't pass. It's like that. It's, it's tough. I, I don't know what the solution is, but I went there to have a good time. I had a great time. So, yep. um, yeah, I well, thought it was cool. Well, yeah, you just dominated Parabinos. That's why you had a good time. I mean, <laughs> it um, was fun. It who, was who, fun. Uh, who got second? Who, who, was there, who got second to you? Anybody that we would know? Yeah, um, maybe. I don't know if you know who Mickey Carter is. He's a buddy of a kind of buddy with a lot of friends I'm with, and he runs a uh, California like a holiday vacation thing out here yeah. in California. I think it's called yeah. CMH, and he's a really good dude from from uh, England. And uh, he was hounding me uh, in the plus thirty class. Lewis, do you know who that is? Uh, I stayed at CMH once. So he's, yeah, an, English, he's an English guy, so you would have been cheering for him, and, and we would have been cheering for Paul. Uh, <laughs> potentially. Who knows how that would have played out. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it'd be hypocritical, it'd be crit- hypocritical of me to sit here and be like, oh, all these ambulances, because well, I don't it, think you can have a track like they did last year. No, it's uh, Hey, Paul, it's Randy here. Uh, w- one thing that I think the reason that contributes to a lot of those ambulances is not necessarily the track, but I think it's a lot of the – ego bravado of those kids who think that all the team managers stayed over to watch in the stands to see who's their new hot pick for upcoming years right you kind of have to check yourself and ride within your own abilities and and it's easier to do that as a more mature rider than it is some young kid that's trying to make their way into the sport but I, i think that's probably i don't think it's the track you know what i mean if no one ever if a no human being ever gets on the track the track never injures anyone Right. Yeah. You yeah, got to yeah. go out there and ride it and try something you maybe shouldn't be trying. So I agree with you. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of was on board with their idea to make it more technical and keep the speeds down because I mean, mm-hmm. if, if something's too big and out of your ability to jump it, don't jump it. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, just don't do it. Like, I, I, I mean, I probably could have jumped a triple in there, but I didn't want to because I could have hurt myself and I got to go to work the next day. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You, yeah, I, I agree with you, Randy, but it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, um, yep. a lot of people that don't think that way. I guess. Well, it's like me going out to Western. I'm not jumping that stupid quad that you're doing, Paul, you and Charles. <laughs> so it sucks. It, it it's hurts. It's not the, that big. It hurts the ego, but I ain't just, you know, I don't want to do it. Yeah, and a lot of people yeah, in, yeah. in Glendale should probably be like, you know what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> You've got to pull up and make Empire to run. You yeah. can't do that with a broken arm. You can't. You no, can't. No. no. Um, exactly. Um, so you were there for that long, huh? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jeez. it was long. Yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah. Thankfully, I parked next to Nick Way, and I had um, Andy Wilson help me out all day long. So the the laughs were we were not short of laughs all day. It was actually turned out to be a really awesome fun day. Dean hung out because he stayed in Arizona to practice. Yep. Because um, it's dumping rain right now. I mean, I've been, I've been here. running around yep. South Cal, you know, Southern California all day today, and and this is like Florida rain. Like it's some real serious rain. So um, yeah, there ain't going to be any riding riding happening on a Supercross track this week down here for sure. It's been raining all night here in Vegas too. 
hundred percent. So, hey, yeah. what, what, how many, how many uh, setup changes did uh, Nick make on Vincent's bike throughout the day? <laughs> uh, we were messing with fork <laughs> pressures and compression and sag and rebound, lots of stuff. Nick was helping me with my bike. I mean, I turned my clickers in as far as I can go. I put a lot more air in my forks, and it still wasn't enough in one of those rhythm in you know in that one technical rhythm section. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're still kind of bottoming out. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was. It was it was enjoyable parking next to Nick. He's a really good dude, and we get along great. And it was fun. Well, AC, his uh, his protege is on line six right now, so we've got to get to him. Um, but uh, before we let before we get to them, uh, Paul, give us a little update about Dean. Um, first of all, what was Dean and Barsha upset about after the heat race? I didn't I didn't watch them totally. I saw them going out in the heat. Don't know why who was upset at who, but can you give us a synopsis of the the verbal slash headbutting incident that we hear, heard about? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, something happened after the finish line that I didn't see either. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I just, uh, Dean told me about it, but there was an instance in that heat race where Justin made a pass, and it, it was, it was super, super close, like in the air, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. almost close to touching each other, and I think that really pissed Dean off. Um, and Dean said something, I think, after the race, yep. and uh, Justin flicked him off, like. He, flicks off many people but um i think that was fine after that but then something must have happened again and yeah. i don't know i i don't know if he got flicked off again or right. what happened but right. yeah when dean came off the track he rolled right by me and went right up into justin's face and just basically said hey like dude like why are you trying to like i don't let's not go home in an ambulance what's the problem here and yep. and he got basically told him he's not gonna take it and justin headbutted him and then it was words back and forth and I felt like 2010 all over again. Yeah, um, yeah, you were right back yeah. into the mix, Paul. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, oh my god! So I just, I, I, I was like, come on, boys, we're we're almost, we're close to 30 here. You guys are 27, <laughs> 28 years old, and um, I just let them, I let them work it out like yeah. that. And and I think they both cooled off afterwards, and and they both uh, yeah. realized that it's not going to carry on. But yeah, te- they were they were heated for sure. And uh, the main event, kind of a quiet main, right for for you and Dean. Yeah, you know, uh, we were chasing bike stuff a little bit all day long, messing with it, trying to find a little bit of an edge, and he was just like about a second off the pace all day, and mm-hmm. and that's the difference between winning and being 12th, honestly. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just um, starts weren't there a little bit. I think we were we did the right thing to try to get the start, but he was just asleep a little bit in the main event, and uh, but yeah, um, okay. still fifth in points, so he's yeah. in the mix. Took an ace and uh, gonna try to do better at at Anaheim. Won the Lit Kid Award yeah. too. That was he was super pumped on that. I, I was too. So yeah, that's, I mean that's cool. That um that was a positive thing. There was a lot of there was more Feld and NBC and Ignite stuff we were dealing with again <laughs> again on race day. That, <laughs> right. um, yeah yeah. That, now the banners that, had to be covered up. I I heard. So the banners now they wanted. Yeah, it's just it was just a a frustration or a hassle that that he doesn't need to be dealing with on race day. And, yeah. and I mean, they, I think they should approach the stuff with him in the middle of the week or on a Friday or something, not yeah. on race day. In between yeah. Practice. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I don't think that's cool at all. Nope. Doing it on so, race, doing it on race day seems pretty blunt to me. <laughs> no, here we go. It's, I mean, there's not a bunch of time in between practice and what's going on. And we're busy trying to, trying to help him and get the best out of him. And if he's having to deal with that headache, it's, it's just, Nope. I, I just I don't appreciate it yet in the middle of the day. I, don't I agree. Think that's cool. Uh, cool, Paul. Well, thanks, man. Thank you for the update on the uh, Supercross Futures. Uh, congratulations on your win and uh, and everything that's going on with Dean. You're going to work for him again this weekend at A2, Triple Crown. So, uh, yeah, man, thanks for calling in. 
Absolutely. Have okay. a good show, boys. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Uh, right from that into our next guest, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, Cycle Trader team uses Roost for their graphics, and so should you. Custom graphics, Pulp MX section on their website, Pulp Nation code to save money. They'll make you any kind of custom uh, shirts, graphics, numbers, whatever you want, uh, RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation uh, to check out and save money with those guys. We'll get right to our next guy. We had Baggett on earlier. This is another man that uh, had a great race in Glendale, friend of the show. Adam Cincirillo. What's up, AC? How are you? Not a whole lot, guys. What's going on? You've been a while since you've been on, bro. When was the last time? I don't even know. Who knows? It's been... It had to be pre-Finding Stu. I think it was either pre-Finding <laughs> Stu or right at the conclusion of Finding Stu when it, when it came out, right? Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. You might be right. We had to do a little synopsis there. We did. And then, and, and you, honestly, it's still one of the greatest things I've ever been involved with. Yeah, I feel great about it. Even to this day, I feel I actually feel better about it as time goes on. Can we do a part two? We already did a part two. Oh, we are? <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I have so many people coming up to me every weekend. And, like, at this point, you're, like, in the autograph line, you know, I was always taught, like, you make eye contact with the people that come through the autograph uh-huh. line. You know, it's yeah. just a, you know, gentleman thing to do. and. If somebody asks me where's part three, that's like where my eye contact stops. Now. I've been asked it that much. I've been asked. I'm like, I'm not looking up from this. Dude. I'm trying to, and you're just getting it slid to you. It, it's like McAdoo told me he cannot get away from the ramit. You know, this whole ramit straight rhythm yep. thing. He yep. he says he cannot get away from these people saying, are you going to ram it? Ram it, McAdoo, ram it. And he's just like, oh, God. I. It's just, he's like. I think- <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It's either the Finding Stu thing or I have so many people that are like, I love when you give Steve shit. You know, it's like that's that's like the top three phrase I've heard for <laughs> yeah. the last five years. I'm right. like, people love it, man. It's crazy. I know. They really do. Uh, congratulations, by the way. You've been nominated for a Lit Kid Award for Glendale. Uh, we don't know who's going to win. The po- polling is up now. Uh, but you, you're, you're up against Cole Seeley and Cooper Webb for Lit Kit for Glendale. I did think from the goggles to the boots to the red tinge on the on the Fox gear, it was a strong look by you. I I, I did like the look. I have been running that gear set for a while. You have been, now. yep, yep. First, yep. So when I came back from my injury, I already had that set of gear. So um, I've been wearing that a lot. So I, I've kind of worn it out um, at the practice track, but. I do tend to these lit kit awards tend to go to the guys that have the accents of whatever the primary color in the gear is in their helmets. Mm-hmm. And I might, I feel like I may be docked for, for making up for that with the red goggles and not having any red on the actual helmet. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the voting goes for sure. If you, if you get, yes. if you get AC nation involved, you've got it already won. So, um, yeah, Hampshire, Hampshire told me, He's got a lot of shit on his social media. I'm like, look who you took down, bro. Look who you took down. Like, you, you brought this on yourself, RJ. <laughs> hey, that's, and that's like Ricky. That's like Carmichael took down Pastrana in, uh, Not good. in, in Indianapolis that year. Right. Plenty of booze to go all right, around. Right. right. Swing arm. Just, just swing arm slapped him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta be careful, everyone. Um, you got you to gotta love it. You, uh, you had video sessions tonight at Pro Circuit. I don't know what the hell it was for. I would have walked in and went like, Listen, bitches, I don't need to be here later and walked out because you rode a perfect race. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot. Uh, the drive was a lot shorter last weekend <laughs> to go to the, you know, or last Monday, yeah. I should say. Uh, so I was a little bit quieter in there for sure. But it was yeah, a good, I mean, good week, race. The week, yeah, the weekend went perfect. I mean, it went, um, 
you know, I'm not going to lie. After the, you know, after the opening weekend, I, I, I came into the year like fresh mindset, mm-hmm. you know, all the all the usual stuff, and um, really felt like I had kind of turned a corner. And then I, I really, you know, really blew it um, at the opening <laughs> race. It just started. started, started, started. I saw your tweets too. Oh, did you? I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't no, know. People send them to me too because I knew, especially after I got cleaned out. I'm like, I'm not going to be tagged and me getting i don't want to see my face on the ground all week long so i just deleted twitter and instagram off my phone i'm like i do not need this but um (laughs) yeah man it was good to bounce back after after a1 after that whatever that was and really uh you know do exactly what i wanted to do you know no mistakes great starts and just um you know exactly what i what i thought i was going to do at anaheim I, i ended up doing at uh you know glendale so it felt good it's it, Randy here with Michelin. Yeah, at, at A1, you definitely rode uh, sketchier than kindergarten artwork, for sure. But, uh, it, was, but it, it was but it's phenomenal. Phoenix, but at Phoenix, it was textbook, and I know that's what you and, and Nick Way have been working on for some time, and uh, classic uh, AC performance, for sure. So it was, uh, congrats on the win. It was man. so exciting at A1. How, how, I just, hey, does Mitch still buy pizza? Do you guys have pizza for the uh, viewing or no? For tape night? Uh, yeah, there's there's some pizza sitting out, some leftover pizza. I didn't I didn't pounce on it, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a PC tradition. There, awesome. nice to uh, we, you know we nice got pizza we got pizza at Yamaha after wins for lunch on Monday. Okay. We went for lunch at the pizza place and, and we got it free if if we won. So Chad got me a lot of pizza <laughs> over the years. Timmy did not, however, but uh, but Chad Reed certainly did. Uh, Lewis, did you get pizza per moto? No, 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 but no overalls. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got Bud's Creek. Great question. Yeah. Uh, no. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice here. Uh, did you catch up with AC after the race? No. Missed press conference again. You missed That's press conference? Sure. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, is, Lewis is the guy you probably can't understand. AC was asking you questions. You know, he's from Europe, so. It's like one of those. Yeah, that's a struggle. Cultured. I'm cultured. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. Your question for AC? I went to Barcelona. I went to Barcelona in the summertime. I'm cultured. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you and Seeley. Yep. Uh, there was one thing I was wondering about. Uh, in the first qualifying session, after the finish, I thought I saw you go triple single on a few laps, but then you kind of stopped, and I don't think you did that line on your fast lap, but it looked a million times quicker. So what, did it just end up being slower, or what uh, the, went into that decision? Uh, so you're talking about the finish line, left-hand corner, triple. No, lap. no, straight after the finish line, there was those four, yeah, like, four singles. With a lap oh, before the left. Okay. Everyone was going double-double, and then I think you were the only 250 guy going triple single. Yeah, well, I kind of decided in free practice what that was what everybody was going to be doing, and I just it just didn't end up being that way. Like the corner got so slick to where you were carrying a little bit too much speed off the triple um, after it, and I, I kind of kept kept clipping my rear end on it. And it kind of upset the balance of the bike, and that forced me to kind of still be turning in the corner and off the face of the triple, which kind of got a little bit sketchy. I was getting close to the tough block, so I just figured it'd be better just to kind of soak up the double, be settled for the corner, and um, just get a straight run off that triple. 702-586-7857. You have a question for Glendale uh, 250 Supercross winner Adam Cincirillo on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, give us a call. we got a few questions for you here, AC. Let's get to, uh, let's get to them. First up is uh, Skippy. Skippy, what's going on, man? What's going on, boys? How are y'all? We're good. What's your question for AC? Man, so I was curious. I've found myself you know, 12, 15 minutes into a moto, my brain starts wandering off and kind of daydreaming, if you will, especially when you're in a pretty good groove. Uh, when you're out there pounding those laps, you're out front, uh, whether somebody's on you or not, I mean, 
what do you find yourself truly concentrating on? Is it multiple things or is it, you know, one straight at a time, one obstacle at a time? It's, yeah, the best way I can describe it is nothing. Like you're not, you're not really conscious of anything. That's, I mean, obviously you're conscious, but Skippy, you're not, Skippy, um, Skippy, turn down your background noise. What are you doing, Skippy? Oh my bad, I, my bad. What, what are you doing? Watching TV? Man, the old lady's watching like Teen Mom or something. Well, you tell your lady to turn that down because Adam Cincerillo's on the phone. <laughs> I'm right, grinding you an explanation. Yeah, he's uh, grinding through it. All right, go ahead, Adam. Yeah, so basically it's like you're in a flow state. I mean, that's what I was in on um, on Saturday. Those are where the best races kind of happen. It's just you're not really focused on anything. And I remember looking up at the looking up at the live timing board, and I had the first time I looked up and like became aware that I was. I mean, obviously I knew I was in the lead, but just kind of started thinking about everything. It was like four minutes and thirty one seconds into the race, and then. Um, and then, of course, your mind wanders like, oh, man, I'm going to win this thing if I don't screw up. But, I mean, that's just natural. You just have to push those thoughts out and then just continue to focus on the obstacles in front of you and um, and kind of just let your, uh, you know, natural instinct take over. You know, but it's it's obviously – it's impossible to keep those thoughts entirely from coming into your head. You know, it's just you have to be disciplined about pushing them out and, and focusing on, uh, you know, back on you're, what you're doing. You're in the air and you're just like, why did Tom break them up? Why did Tom break them up? <laughs> We so- know, I know that already, though. I have closure. He's just, he's just a little bit off. Okay. All right. Hey, Skippy. We love him, though. Skippy, are the, the Pulpamex fly racing shirts in yet? What's going on? No, the uh, release date, I think, is uh, around Valentine's Day. So it got pushed back a little further. So we'll have to get with JT on that one. But Fucking JT. Ho- hopefully. Right. Uh, hey, oh, uh, sure. Adam, have you, <laughs> have you ran uh, earplugs or do you run earplugs at all? Uh, yeah, between 9.30 at night and about 6.45 in the morning. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, Skippy. Fair enough. Thank you. I got you. Hey, Appreciate I would, it. I would run them all the time if I had listened to four strokes. Uh, Gringo, what's up, buddy? Hey, que pasa, muchachos? What's up, man? How like, are you, Gringo? Like Gringo? Hey, bro. Hey, Randy, I saw your girl. Uh, you put her up on Instagram, right? That was you and her, your new lady? Easy now. Easy now. Yes. I just want, yo, you're a dirty dog, bro. You did good. Hashtag did home good. life. I just want to let life. you know. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, AC, I just wanted to congratulate you, man. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't flow, bro. That was a clinic that you put on. That was beautiful, bro. I mean, I'm sore from head to toe. You motivated me so much. I went out Sunday, bro. I could barely walk. Wow. I mean, I'm sore. I love it. That was Thanks, a motivator. Man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Well, let me just say before before you answer, I want I want to hear it out of your mouth because you know how some people say, okay, Adam's a little nerdy or this or that. Who if says what that? Did Saturday, after what you did Saturday, I want to hear it out of your mouth for the Pulp Nation. I want you to say this. Repeat after me. You ready? What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm skeptical. But you ready? Listen. All right. Yeah. Here we go. I brought the ruckus. I brought the ruckus like a scooter. Ruckus? <laughs> I brought the ruckus to that ass. Let me hear it. To that ass. Nope. Not getting it out of me. <laughs> All right. I, I'll hear it when I see you come off the block. All right. Thanks, Gringo. Thank you. Uh, of course, Gringo. Ruckus to that ass. Gringo was the star, one of the stars of Finding Stu video. Um, he really Yeah. He, he was fantastic. Uh, John's got a question about inspiration for you. John, what's your question for Adam Cincerillo? 
Hey, how you doing? I got to follow Gringo on you, that one. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Great. <laughs> and, well, look, no, we're all super happy for you, Adam, and congrats, of course, and um, looking for many more that we know you got in you. Uh, Thank but you. just to bring back um, the two questions, do you, do you ever geek out on some of the pictures? Um, I've seen some sick pictures of you, um, and I even got one I printed out of at Southwick maybe where you're just launching it. Uh, kind of scrubbing off a, a drop off and that and um, what what are some of the stuff you had on your wall like the old McGrath pictures things like that that you're such an enthusiast you know you've got some yep. good ones that we geek out on and what are your favorites man over the years yeah I mean obviously there's a few photos of me over the years that um, that I like you can probably just go through my Instagram and I've probably posted them a couple times that's how you can probably tell which ones are my favorites but um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's more of like, a, I, I like watching races, you know, and especially ones that, uh, you know, I can go back right now and watch a, you know, 2004 Supercross or this or that. And it just kind of brings me back to that time, um, of watching as a kid and just brings back all those memories. But as far as like stuff, posters on my wall and stuff like that, like even as a yeah. kid, I was, never, um, I was never like that really. I never really had stuff. I don't know why. I guess I'm just a minimalist at, at heart. But, um, I, yeah, you should see how many pieces of furniture I have in my apartment. I, I have a couch, a bar stool, my TV's on the floor, and I have a bed. Blank walls. Um, sitting on the ground. Yeah. You know, it, and I have a Michael Jordan poster and some golf clubs in here, and that's it. Um, yeah, I can, even his place in Florida isn't, isn't uh, over the top or anything full of photos. Wow. Like, there's a rider that I know that I've been to. He shall go nameless. But his house is full of photos of himself. Shmim Shmeri? No, oh. not Shim, not Shmim Shmim Shmeri. Shmeri. Uh His rider, the wrist rider, his house is full of photos of himself. Just everywhere you looked, it was this guy. And doing all sorts of, you're just like, really? Kind of creepy. Uh, Adam's got nothing like that. He's got a couple trophies out, and uh, that's about you it. You can say who that was. Go ahead. But, but no, uh, you know, I had the uh, McGrath Fox one where he's over that. Uh, I don't know, kind of launch it, maybe an old car, but there was maybe two that I just really, and I thought, Adam, but that's interesting. You're creating your own style. Well, know that my son, who's four now, will grow up with a nice little scrub picture of Adam Censorillo. Nice. Um, love it. And see what's up. So congrats, man. Uh, I, I, we love watching you. John, do you got a bike? Thank you. I, I don't anymore. My, okay. My sob story, house burned down, blah, blah, blah. Oh, boy. But, um, yep, yep, but I appreciate it. All and right. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. I love the show. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yep. See ya. Um, my favorite photo of Adam, you know my favorite photo of you, Adam. It's it's absolutely epic, but it, but it goes along with the caption that you posted. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I'm pretty funny. I, I, it's hard to narrow it down. Is it the one a selfie with he and Pookie? No, no, that's that's funny too. <laughs> that's a good one. That's uh, no, it's USGP first turn. He's uh, he's he's upside down. His legs, Charlotte, yes, red and blue gear and white blue, and he says America. Yeah, that <laughs> and, was, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yes, yes. That was uh, that was really a really trying to play the I'm really not hurt that whole offseason dude by like intermittently. Posting pictures of me on Instagram, Ryan. That was that was tough. That's a lot of work. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really is, right? Um, uh, uh, no, I ripped that shoulder right out of the socket right there. Uh, Sexton's <laughs> been doing it, too. Sexton was doing it immediately after the collarbone. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we've been there. Like, I, I, I almost <laughs> replied and called him out, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to let this one ride. He doesn't need it. Yeah, Sexton's like grinding, bro. You're like, dude, two days ago you broke your collarbone. You're not grinding right now. <laughs> You're not grinding. You hey, grinding the, the, the only thing he was grinding was his teeth because he's so pissed off he was hurt. Yes. Right? Absolutely, 100%. But that's oh, all right. God. I just, I thought that was so funny. You're America. Because it was just, I love it. I don't it. know why, why funny captions come to me in times of sorrow and pain. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a coping mechanism, making other people laugh. Yeah, I think that was it. And that's my favorite AC photo right there, uh, 100%. Um, Thanks, and appreciate it. Crashing at 90 <laughs> miles an hour. I, I did, uh, I was beating hurlings there for a bit. That's nice. A couple singles. Yeah, what do you think about that, Lewis? I don't know. Let's, yeah, let's slap that on a let's slap that on a poster. I might put that on my wall. Yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Maxima USA sponsors a pro circuit team that Adam uh, rides for and just won. Maxima USA, please check them out on the web. They didn't. They're the number one oil in America, and they didn't get there by being uh, uh, buying that. They got there by being voted that way year after year. Uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Peyton has relied on Maxima forever. And also to the Monster Cowie team. Uh, second caller right now gets a Maxima Oil kit. Uh, same oil that Adam Cien Cirillo uses. So second caller, 702-586-7857. Gets himself a Maxima Oil kit uh, by the folks from the folks at Maxima. So MaximaUSA.com. Um, so Adam Cien Cirillo on the phone. Uh, Triple Crown, bro. How, what do you, what's your thoughts? What do, you, do we like it? Do we not like them? What do we think? Uh, I like it because my starts are pretty good right now. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I guess I do like it. Um, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be something different. Obviously, you know, we, I, we have two of them on the West coast this year. I think there's, um, I forget the other ones in Houston. So, um, I, th- I believe it, is it three 10 minuters? Um, I don't know because the 450 guys are three 15, twelves, three twelves. I think. Yeah. For four for four fifties. Yeah. So I, I wonder think what we're doing. Ten. I think we're doing, 10, yeah, but either way, that sounds right. Um, either way, it'll be different. Obviously it puts more emphasis on, on the starts and it does make it do, i think it makes us two fifty guys a little bit less sketchy in general because we know we got to put it together for three races uh-huh. so it's nice to uh you know maybe you know roll a triple and not feel like you're gonna you know just get clottered or something <laughs> so um no it'll be different it's yeah cool. it'll no riding this week i guess right are you gonna head to arizona no, I, I did uh yeah so i went to the track oh i was supposed to go to k2 and it was raining there uh, for everybody that doesn't know on the phone, I don't know where your viewers are from, but the well, uh, they're listeners yeah, actually, but lot, that's okay. Whatever. Okay. A lot of rain in California, so everybody's scrambling. Everybody's going to Arizona and all of these other places. But we were able to, able to get it in at Glen Helen. I did. Uh, I did a twenty and a few sprints. All I had like a five minute break between because the rain was coming. So <laughs> I, I, I'm the type of guy too. Like if I have something on my schedule and I don't get it done, it will ruin my day. Like. I I will push the bike around the track if mm-hmm. I run out of gas just to get the laps in, <laughs> uh, just for my head. So it, it it really screws with me. So uh, we have that top track at Glen Helen yep. Pro Circuit. Does. Uh, we have two Supercross tracks, and the the one that's up top is a little bit sandier of a dirt, so it can take quite a bit of rain. So I think we'll be able to do some some motos there tomorrow, and then mm, cool. Thursday looks like it's going to be kind of a toss up. So we'll see. Um, I saw you there. You were wondering who the tubby guy on the uh, blue crew was waving to you. That was me. Oh man, yeah, those mirrored lenses, dude. Yeah, X brand choices, champions everywhere. Um, <laughs> hey, Lewis. Yeah, uh, no, you were. 
you look too good to be Steve. I was like, no way, that's you. Right. Lewis, uh, look, Adam's a, a media darling, as yep. we know. He gets all the breaks from us media guys because we all like him. We never criticize oh, him. Oh, yeah, dude, stop. <laughs> but, no, um, you see him on a press conferences, Lewis. Yeah, all, yeah. Is there a rider in the MXGP series that is like Adam where he's funny, he's honest, he, you know, he, he people like talking to him? Is there a guy like that? Not publicly, but I've kind of broken Hurlins down now to... Really? Yeah, they're like... My interviews with Hurlins are barely serious now. So I've... I've that wow. was my like, biggest yeah. gripe with GPs, that no one right, could right. laugh. Yeah. But I'm getting there now. I'm okay. bringing people around to it. Wow, yeah, because I don't really feel like Hurlings is like that. But, well, yeah, thanks but, for listening but, to my but, interviews. Appreciate right. that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, jab, jab. <laughs> jab, jab. Jab, jab. Um, hey, so AC, a uh, couple things. Yeah. One... Uh, Nick Way is your trainer this year. You you've gone with him as a trainer. He's obviously your life coach, your riding coach, your uh, your pretty much everything. He's his Swiss Army knife. I've been telling you to hire him as your agent too forever. I don't know if you actually did that or not, or if he's more of your. He basically is okay, which is something I've been telling you to do. Now, after the shock of not calling me for the training part wore off, I would like to right. know why you decided to have Nick train you. I mean, I think just to have all of my, uh, I guess, all my knowledge coming from one spot. So I, I'm not communicating between a, you know, a strength coach and a conditioning coach and a riding coach. And I, I feel like I've no, got to know Nick well enough in the past couple of years where I know he, for one, a lot of the cardio stuff is, is pretty much common sense. Like just, just me, myself, just by following these guys on Instagram and, and knowing a couple pro riders, you can pretty much get the whole just of the program. Like, I can tell you guys what pro riders do. I can tell you guys what pro riders do, every one of them, in five minutes if you wanted to know. I could write you down a whole schedule, right. give you everything you need to do for free, no problem. So it's really not that hard. So I think mm -hmm. with me, obviously, learning a lot from – um, training with Eldon, um, training with Peter, who's still um, a really close friend of mine, great guy, talk to him all the time. Um, and, and just now having Nick to where, you know, he's always written my laps for me, you know, so during the week, you know, on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever, 220 sprint sections, he's always been that guy. But now he's just, um, yeah, like I said, he's, he's everything now. So everything is all in one spot and our communication is really well, really organized. I, you know, I, I get a schedule, and um, we stick to it to the most part. You know, if we need to make mm -hmm. an adjustment here or there, it's just obviously a, you know, a phone call away. And it's nice to be, you know, with a guy that we think pretty similarly. So right. he can, um, you know, kind of pick up on some things that, you know, maybe I'm just, like, not telling him or, you know, he's yeah. kind of seizing me or something like that. So um, I think it's just to kind of have, to answer your question, just to have it all you know, in one spot. And obviously I feel like he's the, you know, the right man for the job. I, uh, I don't like it because he's, he's harder to talk to now, hard to get a hold of him. And I used to have a couple phone conversations here and there and some good texts going yeah. back and forth. And he is, he is between his kids and you, his other kid now, Adam Cincerello. He, he is, he's not as much fun to get a hold of anymore. AC. Yeah. He's, he's on it. He's, um, you know, his, his, uh, son Vincent, you know Donovan rides as well, but Vincent is you know a little bit yeah. more serious. And you know Nick still obviously is in school full time, and he's he's getting him out to the track like you know once or twice a week. And uh, you know he'll go straight from the track with me, you know, because he comes to the track. I'd say ninety nine percent of the time with me, and um, you know he then he goes back, you know, loads the van up and picks it, you know, picks Vince up from school or whatever, mm -hmm. and, and takes him 
I was giving him crap the other day. I was telling him, you know, because he raced that futures race. Yeah. And, um, I was asking him how he did, and I'm like, man, that's good. You can't ask for much more until he spends more time on the bike than he does on the playground. You know? <laughs> and then I, and I, oh, man, that, that's counterproductive to me because by, you know, him giving more attention to, to Vince, that he's going to be taking, you know, <laughs> time away from me. So. Yes. Ah. But, yeah, he's been awesome for me. Uh, whilst I was watching you like be perfect in Glendale, I started to think about all the time you'd had off in the summer, obviously not racing the off-season or anything like that. So are you still working out some of the bugs? Like, Are you going to get better every week from this point on as you get more like race time under your belt and back into the swing of things? Like, Is this a start? Should everyone else be worried? Uh, I mean, I would love to think so. I believe I'm capable of that, and that's certainly, you know, certainly the plan. Um, I don't want to come across cocky by saying, <laughs> I'm just going to go nothing but up from here after, you know, basically a, a great night from, from myself. But um, I, the one thing I will attribute the like the more early success, because typically I kind of wait, wait till the end, wait yeah, till yeah. I can just close enough and um, basically just enough for it to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's more of like a, it's more of like a mental thing for me in terms of like when I got hurt, I never really let myself get separated from, I guess, from, like that racing mentality, you know, I was watching every weekend. I, I was traveling a lot, going to, you know, going to some races and I really just kind of put myself in a, like, you know, I, I was watching obviously every weekend you, you're watching these guys get better on TV. And, um, it's just like a mental spot of like, I know I have to be here and this is when I have to be here. And it just, I kind of sped up the process, I guess, by kind of expecting more out of myself and just kind of staying attached to the, um, you know, staying mm -hmm. attached to this, but, um, uh, yeah, hopefully I'd love to, I, I believe I have a lot more in the tank. You know, I think I can be a lot better. You know, I watched film tonight and I saw plenty of things I could do. I could do better. And, uh, all you got to do is take a look at that 450 class to see, you know, what, what, you know, what is, uh, you know, possible out there. So certainly always striving to uh, be the best I can be. Trust the process. No, I pre I pretty much danced my way around cliches with just some bigger <laughs> words here. Um, well, I mean, I'm just glad you showed everybody that there is a new AC because at, at Anaheim one, it was the old guy and it was very exciting, but not the way you want to live. You don't want to dance on that edge too long, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay so couple things before we let you go uh brought to you by roost mx by the way roostmx.net pulp nation section on the website if you want some graphics with ac's face made with pulp mx on it they can do that let's so go. what why not no i said let's go oh yeah let's go right uh, a couple things before i let you go i need so last year you were our 250 west correspondent we talked to you for many weeks there last year so we need a 250 east preview by you uh what do you see forkner forkner Marty, Sexton, uh, Amart, um, God, there's so many guys. What, what, where are we at on this? Are you going to send me a check for this preview I'm doing? Yes. Can we do some type of swipe up link that, like, I don't know, I get commission on? Um, yes, we can do that. Sure. Uh, no, I break it down. Uh, who is on East? Who Everyone that's not again on West. Fortner and Marty. Marty looks good. Um, <laughs> really? Marty looks good? Imagine that. Yeah. Marty okay. Good. Austin looks good. Austin was kicking my ass all over the test track today. Cooper. Justin Cooper. Yep. He's solid. Um, Mitchell Oldenburg. Like, yep. Solid. Tr troll train. Clean. I like here too. That felt good. Troll train. Um, 
Who? Troll Train. Alex oh, Martin. Okay. Yep. If, yeah, a Mark. If if Troll Train beats Marty indoors, I am going over to your boss every single weekend to remind him because we have had some battles uh, about Marty versus Troll. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't. It's going to be a tough task for Alex to beat Marty indoors. Yeah, but once once. Yeah. It, go ahead. It, you know, it's so it's so hard for me to to have like a. So this is the, this is the 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 inner fight with myself in these conversations. It's like I have plenty of insight and analysis and opinion to like make this conversation interesting, but like I'm not in the position to do that. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I'm not. I'm biased. For one. I have sponsors and teammates, and, like, I'll piss people off if I say the wrong thing. So I feel like I just – it's just going to be me dancing around, like, who I think – like, I guess I could just tell you some – you want me to just hit you with some cliches? No, nobody wants that. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Okay, I, well, I what, think, what we'll do is we'll I call you after I, Minneapolis I, and you can – I don't think anybody – for one, riding with Sexton – Riding with Sexton, and this is kind of feel like this has been kind of the whole offseason buzz. A couple people have said it. I've heard. I think maybe on your show. I don't know. But he's he's really good on the bike, like annoyingly good in practice. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, technically, he's he's perfect all the time, and he like hardly ever makes any mistakes. And like I could go out on the track, for example, and I could do a you know, let's say he's doing a twenty lapper, I'm doing a twenty lapper. He starts it two laps before me. Mm-hmm. I go out there, first lap, I pull him a second. The next lap, he's going three seconds faster. And then I'll do the, I'll, that next lap. I'll go three seconds. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah. three seconds faster than him, and then he'll drop it down again. And it just keeps going. It's infinite. Like, if any speed you can put up at the practice track, he can pretty much – like, I've rarely had days where I can just outdo him completely, you know. And, yeah. and this, those days I was on rails. So, if he brings that same – I guess speed and intensity and like mindset and, and some, you know, applies that to the race. Um, he's going to be really tough to beat. And I can say the same thing with, with Fortner too. And this is just my knowledge, you know, just from riding with him and being around him, obviously everybody knows his raw speed and talent is completely there and he's definitely not scared of anybody. So if he can be consistent and put it together, I think he's got, um, you know, a shot at the title as well. So, and, you know, you got the veterans like Amart, and I, I think he can be a consistent podium guy from what I've seen. Um, what about Craig, you know, too? Guy, Could Craig put it together, you know? Craig, yep. Craig, he's uh, – I haven't ridden with him a lot. I really haven't ridden with him at all. But, I mean, I think he can um, – I know he kind of had a rough outing in East a couple of years ago along with myself in, in 17. But, um, I mean, he's certainly got the raw talent. And I think it, it just takes – like a mental breakthrough for somebody like that to like to really jump to that next yeah. level and you know, rattle off a couple. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's two rounds to go and he's got like an eight point lead. And he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I, I think with somebody with that much talent and bike skill, like it just takes something, you know, to kind of jumpstart it to go. But um, uh, yeah, and the star guys will be good as well. I think obviously solid program over Cooper, there. So. Cooper has some buzz. Justin Cooper has some AC yeah, type he's buzz. Got that, he's got that. He's gonna have that like permanent, like underdog mm-hmm. um, vibe. Like I feel like throughout his career, which bodes well for some people. I think that's kind of what Webb was going with there for a while on two fifties, and I think he's kind of in the same spot. He's he reminds me of Webb a lot. Like even yeah. they look the same kind of. Yeah, they kind of do. Uh, they kind of look. They I, ride I, I really well. I think it's Marty time. 
I think it's Marty. Marty's talking. good, dude. He's. I mean, like I said, same thing I said for Craig. Like, I would love for Marty to shut your ass up, dude. That would feel great. <laughs> what What are you talking about? I have said many times how fast Marty is on the bike. Yeah, I know, but you say it with like this condescending BS tone, and yeah. even like. Even not me. It's not a personal attack on me. It still kind of irks me a little bit. Like I kind of want to slap you a little bit. Wow. It, it, wow. Yeah. No, We're actually, really getting deep here. Actually, <laughs> Steve's a, Steve actually has a lot of belief in Marty. He was telling me earlier before the show that he was thinking Marty could possibly win, like East Coast round, he could win Saturday night and then win plus thirty on Sunday <laughs> in the Supercross futures. So he, he is a big fan of Marty. Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, I know. I'm just giving you crap. I know. I, I wouldn't. Fit harm you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I am a member of the media, and if you were to do that, I would be forced to report you to the promoters and, uh, you know, talk to you about media. You know, I'm scared, physically scared of the riders and everything else. So, um, Yeah. You, no, you haven't asked me about getting cleaned out of Anaheim yet. Nah, I'm not going to. We're not going? Nah, okay. it's, it's all right. Hey, ask him. No, no, no. Oh. No. He's a friend of the show, and he was involved in one of the two incidents that you brought up earlier. So your view of the pass on you versus... No. Anybody yeah. who says RJ's no. pass on AC was the same as Anderson on Roxon is drunk and or high. Okay, well, let's ask Adam Censorillo, who is not drunk and or high. Right. So what's your view on, on uh, Anderson's pass on Roxon versus uh, the pass on you? Oh man! Oh, the, the, against the pass on me. Yeah. Um, I mean, compare the two. We were talking about it I earlier. Mean, yeah, you, you can't compare I'm, them. I, I'm taking completely like I'm. I'm friends with Jason and Kenny. Probably a little bit yeah. closer, obviously, to Kenny than than Jason. Um, like, unbiasedly, I would say Jason Anderson, Supercross champion, smart dude, super smart dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows everybody was cutting down in that corner all night. Like. If you go around the outside and at that point in the main event, those outside ruts are super bumpy. Nobody wants to go out there. So, I mean, from my perspective, if I'm Jason, I know Kenny's cutting down. But if I'm Jason, I'm also annoyed, too, that I'm, I'm not in the lead yet. And i got to make something happen because you, you never know who you have behind you in the 450 class. There's like 10 dudes within six-tenths of you. Um, yeah, I think he went in there, and I think he, I think he was maybe – like maybe hoping Kenny went to the outside, but like also knowing that not he probably really, didn't, <laughs> not really caring if he turned down or not. Like if you, you know, I don't yeah. think that was, his priority was himself, which you know I guess is a, a lot of us motocross racers are a little uh, little selfish. So um, yeah, I mean he definitely went in there. I think I think he went in there to clean him out. But I, I mean I can't speak for Jason. I'm not I'm not sure. I could be I could be wrong. And RJ definitely went in to clean my clock. For sure, oh. but I, I left the door open, so I'm not like I'm not whining or anything. Yeah, no, that. it's it's frontier justice out, out on the Supercross track. That's the way these things work. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. I I actually I talked to RJ about it. Um, he was trying to dodge me on the. We were, of course, we found each other right next to each other at the start of track walk, and we were both looking at gates. And he walked by me, and he kind of glanced up at me, and then glanced down and went to walk by me. I'm like, nah, man, what's up? Like. Let's, <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> like, what's up? You know me. I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just you know, I'm just whatever. Uh, it, listen, and it was a bit I've of a dirty RJ. pass. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I've known RJ forever. And, I mean, after watching on tape, I completely get it. Like, I, I didn't think I got into him as much as I did. And he was, like, kind of paddling the bike. And when something like – like, you guys see me and you think, like, fun-loving, whatever. Like, when when I get a speck of roost on my – 
you know, on my goggles or somebody roots me or something, I want to destroy their entire existence. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm weird out there, man. So I get it. He was, you know, walking the bike, looked like he was going to crash. And then I thought, I didn't think I got into him that much. Um, I thought I had more pace than him. So I would really let my guard down once I passed him. Plus I felt like I crushed it through the whoops. And so I was like, man, I'm going to take this thing high. Where's the next guy at basically mm-hmm. with my mentality. And he just opened the whoops up a little bit and, yeah, he went in to clean me out and got it done. But uh, that's racing, man. Yep, absolutely. Um, as long as it wasn't like on the face of a jump or, right. you know, obviously I don't think we should be sawing each other's front wheels off all the time. But in that instance, I don't think, um, you know, I don't think it was, you know, entirely outlandish. Uh, John wants to uh, comment on something. John, what's happening? What's welcome to the show? What do you want to talk uh, about? I, what, welcome again. I just called in about posters, what all, but you know, uh, did you guys notice, or anybody else, that Adam just how, – how old is Adam? Uh, I don't know, 30? 22. He, uh, 22. Just schooled you media-wise on, look, Steve, you know I can't talk about this shit. I've got this and this sponsors. I'm biased. Yeah. And laid it down and then eased back and brought it back, you know, just basically – Told you all these reasons, then it wasn't harsh. This media aura about him is is no bullshit. He's no, great. he's but, he's but he's again. He's great. You asking those questions and doing it anyway is why we love you. So you guys are awesome together. I'm not going to say a stew three. I didn't mention that, but maybe a part one or something. You guys should work together. I love. Um, I love this. Guy. Yeah. Maybe we can be like, um, you know, we can be like, um, you know, Abbott and Costello or, you know, or, you know, something like a comedy tour (laughs) act or something. We open a reopen a chain of blockbusters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was on the tip of my tongue, too. (laughs) What did I start? No, no, no. Um, Uh, I love it. Thanks, John. Thank you. You got it. Keep it up. See you. Hey, listen, you got to come to our live show. Uh, We got a new one coming up in Denver. So I need to get paid. I'm gonna need to get okay, paid. RV. All right, RV. We got it. No, I actually do have press day in Denver, so I think. All right. right. So so now I'm gonna be like you, Steve. I'm gonna be the agent. Okay. Right. So I'm I'm Adam's agent. So what are you willing to pay to have him there on the live show? No, you know, he's, I don't. We're not paying money. nothing. I enjoy. That's I a schlong shot. <laughs> Listen, RV came to the one and before Anaheim one was absolutely on fire. So you have big shoes to fill. He was a hit, dude. (laughs) Big hit. So you got big shoes to fill. Uh, Before we let you go, NBA championship. Are my Toronto Raptors going to get it done? Oh, man. I I just don't. I just can't see. Like, Lowry just doesn't show up in the playoffs ever. So until he proves me otherwise, I say no. Um, nobody's beating the Warriors in the West, I don't think, although I'd love to see uh, the Thunder get it done. I yeah. just really want Westbrook to get a championship. That'd be sweet, but this year's not the year. We're going to have to wait for KD to start crying about something else. They're in the league, so <laughs> go to the Lakers or something. Oh. I, I've really done my best. I've really done my best um, to kind of avoid the mindset of, you know, when you see a team and they're winning all the time, like the natural human instinct is you root for the underdog. Like you don't want to see the same guys winning all the time. Like you've, you've heard the story a million times. Mm-hmm. So I'm aware of that, obviously, as most people are, but I, I do my best to fight it. You know, I should respect the greatness that is Golden State, but I, I just, dude, I can't. Well, the Raptors so went I, into Oakland and beat them down. 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter, dude. They do, they're so good. They don't care about the regular season. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They really don't care. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts. But there's so many good storylines in the NBA, man. What yeah. a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, being Canadian, that's the only time I really follow or read about or anything else. I'm not that much into it. But Kawhi Leonard and whether he stays or not is fascinating, and the Raptors are killing it right now. So, uh, Dude, Have you seen how big that guy's hands are? It's absolutely insane. No, I haven't. Bigger than Shaq. What about, what about the Stanley Cup? Who do you like for that? Uh, I'm going to go Kings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly. What team, what team is Connor McDavid on? The Oilers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They sound good. You no, know, you know who you need to go for is your hometown, Tampa Bay Lightning. They're on yeah, fire. Yeah, they are good. They, I know they're good. I'm playing dumb. Yeah. I know all the sports. I'm a sports center guy. I know. Uh, all right, buddy. Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, always good to uh, to have uh, have you on the show. Congrats on the win. And uh, yeah, man, good good times. Uh, thank you. Yep. Thank you. All have right. a good show, guys. See you, man. Adam Cincerillo on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Always fun to catch up with AC. Love this guy right here. He's friend of the show. I was going to say, um, when he got injured in 2014 and he came in and co-hosted one, Yep. That, I personally think that was the best Pulp Show ever. Really? Yeah. Was it just him? Yeah. Just him? Yeah. I, I've told people, people who don't listen to Pulp, I've yeah. sent them that and said, yeah. just listen to this 14. one. I'm pre- well, I don't remember that. Because well, that was his rookie year, wasn't it? Maybe he came in 15, though. Okay. But it was one of those the, two years. The one, the one where we now he was in studio recently. The last time he was in studio wasn't that the genesis of the Finding Stew? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He May. was here, it not was, on the line, because there was one on the line where we got into it too. But he was absolutely in studio. That was before. That was back in May. That was before after you Vegas. Bought, yeah, after Vegas, I was with him. Is before you bought uh, Mike Tyson's old house here yeah. and renovated it <laughs> right, as the right. Pulp Mech Studio. And, and that's where we say he was like, yeah. "Just build a rhythm section." Yes, that was yeah, right. yeah, and uh, that was phenomenal. Yeah, build a, build a rhythm section and hot and wait, and wait. Yeah. yeah, and James will show classic classic he, lines. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's great. I hope like when he turns four fifty and gets all serious, he still remembers us. I hope he keeps that personality because it is phenomenal. Yeah, it is. And honestly, and again, no, no slight on Ferrandis or Nichols. If he figures it out, I think he walks with this thing. I really do, but that's the million-dollar question, right? And and only he can control that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we got a few more people on the line, and we'll take another commercial break. Now, AJ has been on hold forever. AJ, are you still there? Yeah. You've been on hold for an hour, 59 minutes. I'm just chilling, listening to you at AC, man. It's all good. Do you want a firepower, chain, or battery? Uh, sure, man. I could probably use a chain. You got a bike, right? I mean, we're not going to sell it yeah, on yeah, eBay, Honda. right? Okay, all right. Yeah, I got a Honda. All right, okay. Firepower, uh, please check them out. Japanese quality chains at 50% less expensive than the ones that you know the name brand. So, firepowerparts.com. Uh, what's your question, man? Uh, so, on the uh, broadcast this week, um, I think it was Ricky mentioned during the restart that they don't use their start device or they're not allowed to use their start device. I was kind of unclear if that's like a rule or if they just don't do it. And then uh, if they like don't use it, why don't they use it on the restart as opposed to you know on the gate? I I saw the guys locking it. I thought because somebody made a comment about it. Did yeah. you see it, Lewis? I thought I saw guys doing it. Not everyone, but yeah. I thought I saw a few yeah. guys with their whole shot. Right, guys, right. Listen more. Did you see anything? Just nod or yes or yeah. oh, listen more. Who our guy was on the floor. He says there were guys using them. I so s- okay. yeah, I saw a tweet on it. This some people said some were locking. Their start devices, some were not. What was the difference? So I, I replied that the the ones who locked it were with the really low front fender. The ones who didn't were the bike that was more level. Uh, so, I don't know why so you I, would. Why would you? I, it's not a full. Honestly, there's no. There's in no, my opinion, there's no reason to. Right. Right. Um, I agree. Right, I just staggered. You basically go as you're allowed, right? So I don't, correct. I and really and they can't. And they cannot. Down. 
Yeah, and they cannot pass the rider in front of them until, until they pass yeah. the two tough blocks, which are basically where, uh, at the time, Ken Roxon's front tire would have been positioned. So no one can pass another rider in front of them until they pass that white line. Gotcha. All right, anything else? Cool. No, that's it. All right, stay on hold, okay? We'll get you that firepower chain, all right? Okay, thanks, Steve. Thanks for being on hold forever. God, I'm not holding that long for this show. Like, I don't give a shit, like, what, what's going on. Um, <laughs> hold on. Who's on four? Who's on four? Hey, Alex, you got a live show question. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good, how are you? Thanks, Michael. I'm fantastic. So, um, I wanted to ask you, since New Jersey, New Jersey is back on the schedule. Yeah. Just getting that straight that we know where it is. What about a live show in New Jersey? I don't know, bro. I, we we didn't we discussed New Jersey, and we feel like we have the, a lot of fans. Yeah, but we feel like the venues would be so expensive on a Friday night, you know. To, in to, New Jersey? Well, in New York, we're thinking. And, uh, no, no, it's New Jersey. I know, but it's the New Jersey round scene. <laughs> yeah, are we really New Jersey? Are we going to Newark? We're going downtown Newark, New Randy. Is that I'm what you? Sure, we might could hold it. At, I'm sure Weeds could find a place that's cheap. <laughs> I mean, Alex, you know what I mean? Wouldn't we have to do it in the city? No, I don't think – there's a lot of things up in North Jersey where I think you could definitely host it. Sayerville is right near there. There's a lot of towns kind of near the stadium where I think they could definitely have a venue to host that rather than going into New York. And a lot of fans, I feel like, are coming from New Jersey. Okay. It's really the only Supercross we have. Randy's just pointing here, to so me, so I don't know what that means. People are coming from everywhere, right. and we would love to see you guys. Yeah, the reason I'm pointing at you is because we need to have that one in New Jersey and the one in Nashville, because I want to go to the one in Nashville. Nashville we're working on. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Denver's confirmed. Yep. Vegas is confirmed. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Alex, I don't know. I mean, we. yeah, I don't know. I'm busy, man. I don't have time to fucking call these places and line up shit and do everything. Like JT and Weege and, and nobody else does anything. I'm the one doing everything. I don't want to do everything all the time. That's like me saying I don't have time to do my job either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. I don't know, Alex. Uh, we'll look into it. Uh, Newark, New Jersey. Everybody, <laughs> bring your gun, and, and and we'll we'll be down downtown Newark. Um, send hey here. Listen, Alex. Listen. Use the contact form on pulpmex.com. Send me like a couple of towns that would be semi close to the stadium ish. You know. Okay. How many people are you looking for to hold? Three hundred. Four hundred. Okay. I'm gonna 16,000. Six, 16, we need an arena suit 16,000. <laughs> whatever whatever the boss plays, that's what we want. Um, no, yeah, three to 400 people, a max. So, Okay. Um, I have one more question for you. All right. So I don't know how long it was. I, I want to say like 15 shows back. Somebody was talking about listening to Lasergate, and they were, they were like, oh, I listened to Lasergate. It was the best thing I've ever heard. Well, I went back and I listened to it, and it was fantastic. It, so, was, it was good, I, right? Yeah, it was, it was great. So my question is, do you have any recommendations of any other, like, just standout shows? Because I think I started listening around 300. Okay. Uh, Lewis? So, Lewis I recommends mean, the, the AC. Yeah, in 2014 or 2015, one of those. AC in studio. Okay. Uh, Marks, any shows besides Lasergate that you think stood out for you? Uh, not off the top of my head. What, Sorry, the, for the me, AC show is one ninety eight. By the way, that Lewis is talking about. Oh, one ninety eight. So there yeah. you go. The Great Western Bank. Uh, when show one hundred. Show one hundred was awesome. Well, show two hundred was all the co-hosts. Yep. So 
rotten berating Paul Lindsay again. Cool. And then 300 was uh, the Yamaha. Crew, the Yamaha right? guys, so, yep. So, yep. yeah, so 100, 200, 300, right. are, honestly, are our are go to. Uh, we got a line of 400. I don't know what we're going to do 400. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. It's um, a lot of work. I don't know if you'll want to put that much work in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here I got to go. do my job. Here, Here we, we go. go. Oh, I um, could have just put stickers on a bike and went to straight rhythm. Oh, my God. Oh, do you want to get started on that? Oh, you want to rant on that? Uh, Go ahead and rant on it. That was bullshit. Nah, I know it was, but anyway. That was bullshit. Uh, All right, Alex. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Dale has a question for Randy. Uh, What's up, Dale? How are you? How's Chip? (laughs) Chip's awesome. Thanks. Yep. uh, So before I get to the reason why I called, every show Randy comes on, I know it's going to be a great show. So that's awesome. He has a Pulpy Award winner. He's fantastic in studio. I don't have a 2018 Pulpy Award yet. I'm I'm, my fingers are crossed. I'm I'm hoping. Votes are still open. That's that's bullshit. You haven't got it yet. Yeah. Votes are still open. And the the Randy go-round is fantastic to watch every time. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah. So the reason I called, uh, so is there any plans for Michelin to dethrone that other tire brand of their reign in Supercross and motocross. Yeah, that's that's a great question, and I and I have heard that before when in the studio, and and I'll give the same. I'll give the answer. Uh, we're not currently uh, involved in Supercross and motocross at a top level, and we we have every intention of maintaining that level of uh, input. So uh, <laughs> so no, and, uh, <laughs> every intention of yeah, not being involved. Yeah, yeah. We, we we don't. We really don't. Um, off road is a key segment for us. Uh, Off road motorcycle tires. Um, is a is a key segment for us, but uh, uh, from from a number of different business uh, business reasons, uh, we we don't have any plans, uh, short term or long term, at this time to to get back into Supercross motocross. So, all right, that's all right. I'm still a customer, man. I, I good gr- to hear. Yeah, awesome. I greatly. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it. And and again, our focus is to manufacture tires that that work extremely well on a wide range of terrain and applications and are durable and 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 make the consumer happy you know what i mean there's there's yeah. a lot more riders in the world who buy off-road motorcycle tires than are given them for free or are paid to use them so uh we'd like to make you guys happy well you're definitely doing it so thanks thanks, right. thanks, thanks man. man appreciate thanks. it all right second commercial break of the night uh come back with lewis phillips phillips and uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin. We're going to talk some MXGP stuff. Uh, we may call uh, uh, Jimmy Lewis, get a, get a quick update on Dakar. Let's call Hurling. Can we call Hurling? You got his number? Uh, Let's call him. It's like 3 a.m. now. So it doesn't matter. Probably won't go down well. Yeah, it would go over well. Let's check his personality there. Let's ring him up. Yeah. How you feeling, Jeffrey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um, all right, everybody. So we'll be right back after this. There's much more to, to talk about. Thanks for listening. Be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear 
mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle 
and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. 
Kenny Roxon won a 450 national championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. 
come back and already pop back show presented by btosports.com fly racing randy richardson from michelin lewis phillips from mx vice travis marks from public mix fantasy some good stuff here huh randy yes amazing put the mic up amazing thank you sorry about that Lewis, I mean, you've been—you're a huge Bon Jovi fan. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can tell you, I could talk for hours, but I'm not going to because that bore people. Right, but Bon Jovi's right in your wheelhouse. Yep, 100. percent Right. I can't believe that you've just played one of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know more? Do you know more about Bon Bons or Bon Jovi? Uh, pass and pass. Okay. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Mission Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, On Borderless, WUSA, Eagle Grip, Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. If you need an oil change on your Honda, go down there, mention Pulp MX, and uh, they will give you a free first-time oil change uh, from the folks at Honda World Downey. Ridgeline Nation, Hunter Lawrence, Chris Kiefer, me, Seven Deuce Deuce, Vince Freeze. We are all Ridgeline Nation, Lewis. Can you get me one or not? I mean, Daniel no. Blair was in here yelling for a free you, one last week. I so. mean, shipping might cost you might, a fair bit. Uh, you but. might as well say that where he lives is 30 minutes from, from Los Angeles, <laughs> right? I don't want to hear it. Okay, this is be copy to read, all right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, com, and, of course, the folks at Ride Engineering. The Ride Engineering product of the week, I posted it earlier today on uh, on uh, my Instagram. It's uh, Basically, it's a, it's a product spotlight. It's a new kit that comes with the KTM and Husky replacement bar mount. So you buy the mount, the 8-bolt the eight bar mount that is uh, uh, real good for uh, strength of, of not being able to break or flex or anything else. And what they have now is two uh, uh, comes with two bolts, four cones that are more durable than a stock rubber ones uh they're like the plastic mounts sells for 59.95 the mount for 94.95 if you own a newer ktm or husky this is the best way to stop the bars from twisting in a crash i posted this and i got an order right away Pulpamex-20 code to save it at Ride Engineering, uh, ride-engineering.com. Thanks to those guys for coming on board with us and uh thanks to you people for uh listening of course and uh 702-586-757. If you have a, a question on them on your mind, uh, let's go to the Race Tech rant segment. Race Tech suspension and motors. Ben LeMay is rocking this. The Gas Monkey AJE guys of Merriman, Blows, and Starling use Race Tech. Uh, of course, uh, Race Tech services much more than just suspension. Race Tech Urban Engine Services Department provides pre- precision engine services to many of the nation's top engine builders and riders. And Carlin Gardner as well using Race Tech stuff, and he's been absolutely. Probably for you, Lewis, the, the guy that you're like, who is this guy? Carlin Gardner. Yeah, I kind of got it nailed. All right, well, screw yeah. that then, everybody. Thanks for shitting on my point. He's, yeah. what, 805? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever. So, racetech.com, rant of the night. We got a couple of uh, voicemails. Uh, let's play those, Marks. Steve, I'm an OG listener, man. OG, this is Chris, but I've got a fan rant. Fan rant. Okay? You need you to shut your mouth, open your ears, listen to me for a minute. Okay. First of all, first things first, I don't know why there's some English chick on my TV trying to talk to me about Supercross. She's garbly-mouthed. I can't understand what she's saying. i got to rewind it to even understand anything she's saying. That is ridiculous. I disagree. million women in this country who can speak to me in regular American. She's fine. She's well Christian. Second of all, she's I need fine. you to listen. This is real important, man. Super important. Listen to the show. You guys are complaining about the press conference, which I agree. Hideous, awful. A lot of potential gets to get information. 
But here's the problem. I need you to listen. Ears open, okay? Daniel, who has tons of personality, marches them in there like they're going to the death squad. They look like deer in the headlights. He's monotone. He intros it awful. There's no enthusiasm. You've got to get him to relax. Second part of that is the guy's asking the questions. I heard Weeds try. Weeds just like, hey. At that point, the damage is done. Daniel's already brought them up to be executed in front of everybody. Wow. It's supposed to be a fun sport. These guys won. It should be a fun event. But it's monotone. It's boring. The reporter's coming out with monotone questions. It makes it for a very... Uh, Blake, have you ever won a Supercross before? The questions you're asking because it's not fun. They just won. Make it fun. Talk to Daniel about pepping it up. You ask some interesting questions. The questions got to come with some gusto, man. Like, you got to ask it fun. Ask it like you talk on the show. Come at him, man. So sterile. Come on, guys. Step this up. This is fully your responsibility. Very the writers have the personality. Rant. It's your job to suck it out of them and give us the information. Make it fun, dude. All right. Great show. Looking forward to the season, bro. Later. Uh, uh, Lewis, yeah. how do the American press conferences and Supercross compare to the MXGP ones, do you think? Well, the MXGP ones don't really go anywhere. Like, there's no questions asked at all, apart from maybe the odd one. Oh really? Well, like the uh, like you stream yeah, person will do one right. one right. like Daniel does, like one yeah. one person one, and then that'll be it. Really? Yeah, and then maybe the one odd person. I will feel have... like Wheeler puts his hand up yeah, all the time. He's the one who oh typically asks okay. the media questions, and then that's it. Okay. Yeah. So not much difference. No, well, like as far as the Supercross ones will be thirteen minutes, and like we can actually use that. Yeah. The MXGP ones, I don't really. Yeah. use or right. pay attention to it. How do you feel about the clapping of the riders being brought up? Well, actually, at A1, everyone started clapping, and I didn't really realize what was going on, and I just, like, picked my hands up, and then I remembered what you'd said, and I slowly, <laughs> I slowly <laughs> dropped them back down. Changing lives, one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. You know, it's funny they, they, that this uh, caller was talking about Will, Christian. So, yeah. uh, on the flight out from uh, Phoenix, I was on the same flight as uh, Damon, Effing Bradshaw. Yeah. And then uh, what's funny was, so uh, Damon and I were talking, we boarded the plane, we sit down, and we're chit-chatting, and he's talking about Mookie's crash, and I, I show him uh, the video yeah. on Instagram, but he's sitting beside Will Christian. Oh. Who's sitting beside him. And and so we chit-chat, so she's kind of chimes in on the conversation, and I don't know if Damon knows her, if she knows Damon, yeah. but, but they're chit-chat, right? And I'm just like, these are <laughs> but, decades apart, right? Yeah. These are decades yeah. apart. So yeah. I'm watching this, and, and then, and then so then I see them kind of have this conversation, and she said, oh, yeah, this and that, by the way. She said, oh, and, and what's your name? You know, what, what's your name? Yeah. He could have said Damon effing Bradshaw, yeah. right? He said, yeah. uh, my name's Damon, which was so humble. So I'm just yeah. wondering, I'm sitting back wondering, okay, does she know who, no. air quotes, Damon is? No. No, no chance. It'd be like you and the Beatles. But anyway, right. uh, it was really, really cool. Um, and she seemed like a cool person. I think she's doing a good job. Um, so it's all, all good. Right. Uh, next, next voicemail. Here we go. Race Tech rant. Hey, just a quick rant, whether it gets on the air, whatever, not. But why do people keep giving Raf Shaheen shit for doing the broadcasting? He does a great job. He's done it for nearly 25 damn years. Let's keep it going. I'd rather have Fro in there than RC, maybe. But, geez, Ralph has to dumb it down for people. I realize a lot of people are hardcore fans, but a lot of people aren't. So I don't get all the hate with Ralph. He does an awesome job. Whatever if he says a red Honda. Shit. Keep him on. Fuck these other people. Thanks. Bye. Uh, I agree, man. Like, the, 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 Look, and I'm not a fan of Ricky. We all know that. I don't think he's... 
I need to watch him this year. Maybe he's better, like the caller said. I haven't really paid that much close attention to it. Quit fast forwarding through that part. Yeah, yeah. I yep. need, to, I need to, I need to see. Yeah. I know, but maybe Ricky's doing better. But the amount of nitpicks that these guys get on my social media about little things or whatever. Ralph said, Ricky, he won on four and orange. And everybody's like, oh, Ralph, thanks. Ricky wrote KTM. No, he means the orange gear that yeah. Ricky wore forever. I don't like. Fuck, man. Just enjoy. Like I get, it's not. It's hard to do that job on yeah. Ricky's side. And on Ralph's side, and it's hard. And I've been I've been a vocal critic of them for for some major missteps. But I feel like they're getting nitpicked a lot of times on my social media, and I'm just like, calm down, everybody. You know, like I absolutely agree. And 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 I'm I'm human. I make mistakes on the daily. I think a lot of the people who are incredibly critical of Ralph Shaheen and Ricky Carmichael very often, very often put onions on a cheeseburger that I ordered a drive through <laughs> when when they shouldn't. You know what I mean? So so. What I'm yes, saying is, it's great, Randy. Yeah. No, that's a fair analogy. What I'm saying is, is those people, those people, right? If I say I don't want onions, they put onions. Huh. No one's blowing them out on Twitter. Yeah. That's their job. Ah, but yet it. they're blowing it. out right, those right. guys. I got it. I got it now. I'm with you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Thank you for connecting. Uh, yeah, the dots I listen. On that. And again, I've been I've been a critical of Bro and Ralph and. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's fair criticism because I don't know their stuff. But mm-hmm. when they make slight mistakes and say yeah. the wrong things. And people just jump down their throats like that's a little different. I'm just waiting for uh, for Ralph to talk about the black Yamaha. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what it is now. <laughs> right, right, it's a yeah. black Yamaha. Yeah. It's no longer a blue Yamaha. You're it's absolutely a black right. Yamaha. That that's a that's a worldwide thing, really, huh, Lewis? Yeah, the yeah, Yamaha's been that up. way in Europe for a while. Yeah, even uh, like the EMX teams in Europe are doing it now. Yeah. Wow. Um, hey, my race tech ran of the night. Listen, I, I, this is something that I gotta say. It's it. We don't have a ton of time left. I gotta get this, but I got, I'm here all night, Steve. We're going to try to set the world let's, record? Let's for, do it. Let's set the right. world what record. What if Marks has to go? Can we just... I, don't, I don't care. We don't need a producer to produce We don't, show. do we? Lissamore no. can do it. No. I'll call in tits. We'll call in tits. We'll, we'll get tits in on second shift. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> if, if we, tits needed to be early shift. Yeah. Um, yeah. The reason he quit the show was yeah. the, the late yeah, that's shift. True. That's um, true. Yeah. Listen, I like Italian food, okay? I, I'm fine with it. Like... Uh, it, 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 Olive Garden is cool, or or, or um, Fazoli's is cool, or some nicer places like Maggiano's mm-hmm. is really good. I, I enjoy Italian food. But listen, people, it fucking boils down to literally boiled noodles, pasta in a pot, okay? That's what Italian food is with some sort of spicy sauce that you make up yourself with a few spices and everything else. I went to an Ita- we went to an Italian place in the... Uh, where was that, Liz? Aria. We went to the... We went to the that mic off right there um we went to the aria and we had italian expensive italian food and it was absolutely insane the smaller portions you got it was it good yeah same way that olive garden is good or maggiano's or whatever italian food is the most overpriced shit out there like seriously it's fucking boiled round noodles or flat noodles or spaghetti noodles or whatever you want and and they're charging these prices are insane like, stop it, everybody. There's no difference. Not no Very little difference. There's very little difference between Olive Garden and, like, a high-end Italian place. There's some, there's some difference, but not much. Not much. Back it down, you jerk-off Italian restaurants that want to charge. I had, what did I have, Liz? No, I had meatball, a side of meatball for $21, but. <laughs> Holy crap. Two meatballs, 20 one dollars. That's ten fifty a piece. Kidding me. No, I'm not, Berlut. What, what did I have? The the the, the white cheese, the, the rigatoni, rigatoni? The, the hollow noodles. 
You're from Europe, Lewis. Oh, I don't Come know. on. Anyways, I was going to ask him because it's it's uh what is it? It's uh it, eat pasta, go faster. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah so you should thing. know that. Yeah. He, let him chime in on this. Listen, it's it's absolutely bullshit. I had uh, my plate was thirty eight dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding. It was probably the size of. Uh, I don't know. I'm making my hand here. No one sees this. But it's the size of a Chick-fil-A sandwich, Steve. Okay. Thanks for making yeah. that reference. No problem. Seriously. Oh, Italian food is a joke. It's, it's Anyone can make it. There's no difference. What have you ever been like, oh, it's so good Italian? No, it's not. Okay, now, a, steak, a steak? Yes. Um, uh, sushi? Yes. Burgers, yes. Oh, God, Steve, you're such an idiot. You saying there's no difference in Italian food? Is very like, little. No, very no. little. Okay, very little. Yep. Well, then in that case, there's very little difference in any motocross or supercross podcast. That's I fine. Guess, I guess we Michelin should sponsor them all. <laughs> there's no difference. <laughs> That's It's fine. all the same. That's fine. It's some, it's some, yeah. guy, it's some guy with a microphone in Marks. his house Marks, talking are you about with motorcycles. Me? Marks, are you with me? On Italian food being, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I it mean, is, I like Italian food. But I do too. It's this, way overpriced. At this places, is not for sure. a shit on Italian food thing because I I'm, like it. I know, but all I'm trying to do is spin you up more, and I'm doing that, and I like it. I just, it's just, Lewis. Where do you stand on this Italian food controversy? Do you have the same issue with Italian food in Italy or not? Because you've been there a bunch. So. Have you ever yeah, been? Have yeah, you ever been to yeah. Olive Garden in Italy? How was it? Oh yeah, no, I, like, I, I believe they're. Are you just across the board against um, it, or like you're going to eat pasta in Italy well, and first be of stoked? All, the guys in fucking Italy put an egg in the middle of your pizza. Oh, yeah, like steering well care yeah, of like, They'll do that in France, too. Yeah, like bullshit. But no, Italy stuff's fine. It's it, it's boiled pasta. It sounds like you sh- just shouldn't have gone to the Italian restaurant. Well, it sounds like you yeah. knew this 20, going in. $21 for two meatballs. That's ten fifty a piece. That's what I told you. Thank it's you. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I know you're not good at math, so I thought I'd break right, that down thank for you. you. Even though yeah. I have a last name of Mathis. Mathis yeah. is not as strong. Oh, God, so. yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, so I just... Italian food, like... Like, fuck you. Go, I'll go to Fazoli's. I'll just go to... You know what Fazoli's is? No. It's good. What is it? Fast food. Fast food Italian okay. place. Oh, look at that. I've got something right. I'm not surprised he doesn't know what Fazoli's is. I'm blown away he's not that familiar with the Beatles. <laughs> I'm blown away. I just got what Fazoli's is first go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyways, that's my race tech round of the night. Like, Italian food? Just go to Olive Garden, everybody. It's as good as any... It's almost as good as any Italian food you could possibly eat Tour anywhere in the world. Tour of Italy. Tour That's of Italy. You like, you like the Tour of Italy. Go to the Tour of Italy. It's fantastic, and uh, and you'll be you'll be dialed in. Now again, seafood, sushi, steaks, burgers. Help me out. Anything else? I'm, if I'm missing Chinese hey. food, well, I'm just I'm, what, like there's a difference. There's a, there's a yeah, yeah. noticeable difference. Yeah, but it's like sandwiches. Like Kiefer says, Capriotti's is the same thing as Jimmy John's. Same thing as Subway. Same thing as Mike's Subs. Yeah. I agree with Kiefer. All sandwiches are the same. Hashtag trust the process. Right. Fantastic. Race Tech Round of the Night. Racetech.com. Doug, what's up? You got me on the line? What do you think of Italian food, Doug? Dude, I think you're right. You're an international traveler. You know food. I know food. You know food. But my other rant is people complaining about Will, Daniel, Ralph, Ricky. Uh Uh-huh. Come on. It's round two. Yeah, give him some time. We're all going to get better. Yeah, I agree. Did you did you hear him mention Jim Hawley once? No. No, because he'll call in and he'll tell him how it is. Yep, absolutely. Thanks for the call, buddy. Steve, great show. Thank, Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Brandon, where are you at on Italian food, Brandon? Uh, overpriced. Thank I'm you. Biggest, yeah. 
Thank you. I'm not the biggest Italian fan at all. Nope. It's good. Nothing wrong with it. It's It's fine to eat. It's overpriced. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Um, But my question was uh, really about red flags. So Mm -hmm. I'd say I've been watching Supercross since 2002, probably seen just about every race. Um, It seems like nowadays there's a lot more red flags that happen. I don't don't know if it was just – dude. Have you been listening to the show the whole time? I've I've gone on about this. I've said this. I mean, it's bad though. Like it's, there used to be, you used to have like a carcass on the track with like vultures pecking at your internal guts <laughs> and bring and eating your intestines, and they would not throw that red flag. Like Randy, I mean, how many races? Randy, you race pro? Yeah. Uh there was never red flags for a long time. A red flag yeah. would mean something was very very wrong out there. And I'm with you. They throw it really early now. They threw it last yeah. year or 2 years ago and a guy got up. Yeah. A guy got up. I, I yeah, I was at um uh Lakewood this summer when Chiz went down and you know, I know you were talking about you thought maybe they threw it a little bit early. I was counting and I think the last 13 races I've been to Seven of them have had red flags. Really? That seems yeah. a little... Wow. That seems a little yeah. much. For you, Steve, that's almost 50%. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, you're um, welcome. Uh, actually, it's more than 50%. I was just going to say yeah. it's, it's more. It's, um, yeah. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. When I said for you, Steve, oh, based on his okay. math, right. it's almost 50%. Uh, it's well more than so, 50 Brandon, but. I'm with you, but you're, like, you're kind of a dick if you criticize it if you're in my shoes because, yeah. oh, safety. And, uh, so, like... It is a touchy subject to yeah. criticize, but man, Randy can vouch for this. It used to be no red flags. They used to just drag yeah. you off the track. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first started watching, I would never see a red flag. No, no. And I and I honestly think that part of that is due to the uh, litigious society that we live in, right? Litigious. So, huh? Litigious. Well, you, uh, Nissan, Nissan. Oh, hey, just t- anyway, in, in, uh, breaking news. From Rachel on Twitter. I just had this conversation about pasta yesterday. I am here for this rant. She is. That's awesome okay. for yeah. her. So, anyways, and... any, what, what else, Brandon? Anything else? Uh, that, that's it. I just oh, wanted to know. You have a point. What you thought was, yep. was what you thought was the cause of it. Uh, I, yeah, th- I honestly think more. whether you say litigious, litigious, it yeah. doesn't matter. Right. I think that they have to err on the side of safety. And, and... and why not years ago, though? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, guys why? were getting hurt years ago. Yeah, it was long before the the old lady spilt uh, McDonald's coffee in her crotch. Yeah, but anyway, good point. we we have to err on the side of safety, and 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 I think they're doing that. So thanks, Brandon. All right, thanks. Thank you, uh, Becca. Where do you stand on Italian food? Well, I love myself some good pasta, but best Italian place ever is actually in Arizona. All my Arizona people know Oregano's. Got to try it. Super cheap too. Okay, well if it's cheap, that's fine. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm down. Like it's yeah. fine. It's not twenty one dollars for two meatballs. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't even think they charge you extra for meatballs. They just slap it on there. My kind of place. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up? So um, I want to talk about Harrison and his uh, bike parts. I heard the Fantasy Podcast. Yep. I was one of those dumb dumbs. I was like, nah, he'll get parts. Everything will be fine. But, no, um, they changed motor right. suppliers. They went to a different motor company and everything, and it was a separate problem, a different issue. But that's that's two weeks uh, in a row for that team, and that's a tough deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll. So now, Becca, his handicap's going to be even worse, right, Marks? I mean, it won't stay the same. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, because I can't pick him now. But you have to. I you, can't either. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, all you people should pick him now. 
Like, like 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you, you can't have three weeks in a row of motor problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, but... I don't know. You could have to check with, uh, what was it, uh, 1110 Mods. Yes. Well, Maybe they point. could tell you. Yeah, Maybe they could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, Becca, no, they. it's not the team's fault. Like, it wasn't the same issue. It wasn't the same builder. You know, they changed a lot of things up, and they still had motor problems. So, um, different yeah. deal for sure, so... Yeah, and I uh, heard my sister called in for the first time earlier. Melissa, welcome to Pulp Nation. Yeah, she's Pulp in. Is... I like it. Oh, she's in. Oh, gosh. Nice uh, nice Gary. meeting you this weekend at the live show. So. Oh, yeah, nice meeting you, too. Cool. Yeah, maybe I'll see you this weekend. Maybe I won't. Uh, I'll be around. Thanks. Okay. See you. Yeah, bye. See you. Pulp Nation, everybody, uh, calling in. So far, I'm very happy with the results of the Italian food conversation. It's, I may it's, have nailed this one. It is good. I, I imagine with it being a uh, Italian food, you'll probably string this along for as long as you possibly can, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's get into some more stuff. We got the BTOSports.com tweet it, tweet it Travis segment coming up here. Uh, Blake Baggett, Adam Cincerillo, Jesse Nelson, all on the show tonight. Uh, also, Paul Parabinos called in too, so that was pretty cool. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy, play that. Also, too, raffle. We are giving away uh, a YZ450. For uh, $20, a raffle ticket for $20, uh, and you can be entered to win a Yamaha YZ450. We are taking 100% of the money that's over twelve grand now after two weeks. Wow. And uh, and we're going to outfit it with uh, Guts and FMF and Michelin. You've donated a set of tires? Absolutely, we have. Fantastic. Yeah. Race Tech has stepped up. Um, Roos Graphics? Roos. Roos yeah. has stepped yeah. up. Uh Works Connection, stepped up. Some Pro Taper bars on it. And Vortex stepped up. Yeah. Yep. Vortex, Vortex. Vortex. My Thank bad. Vortex. Um, and sprockets. Yep. And um, so we're doing... Uh, said Guts? Yep. I said Guts. Kay. Thank you. Um, so what we're doing is counting the LCQ points of this. And so mm-hmm. the guys who get fifth on back get points for the LCQ. And uh, everything goes... Uh, we're going to... 80% goes to the winner, 15% the second rider, and 5% to the third rider that accumulate the most points without qualifying for the main event this week. Any chance that as the dollars get higher and higher, you break that down to top five? Just asking. I've had some people ask me yeah, that. I, I don't wondered. feel like I could change the rules, right? I don't feel like I can. You can do it if you want to. You own this house. It's early enough. I feel like if you did somewhat soon, it would be okay. Yeah. If you waited to like past halfway in the season, I feel like then it would be too late. This isn't Nam. There's rules. Hmm? There's rules. This isn't Vietnam. Yeah, but but Hmm. similar to many other uh, combats, the rules are subject to change. I'm just wondering if you change it back to the top five versus top three. Just a question, Steve. Well, after two rounds, Adam Entignap and Ryan Surratt are tied with 33 points. Mm -hmm. Herline, Daniel Herline. That's not Daniel Herline. That's the arena cross guy. Has he been racing? Is it Hurlings? Hurlings? Jeffrey Maybe Hurlings. it's Hurlings. Maybe he's doing oh, Supercross no, no. now. Hurlings, the, and he hasn't made no, a main yet? More. That's supposed to be uh, that other guy. Hurlings. So confused. Hold on, Hurlings has not made a Supercross main, right? Daniel Hurline. 393. Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. So who am I thinking of? Nobody knows. You're thinking of hurling. He hasn't made a super no, man either. No, Hurlings. he hasn't. Don't, don't. I'm, hey, I'm poking the bear. Don't say that because he's right there. Yeah, he's going to be mad. Wait, what am I mad about? Daniel Hurline, third. <laughs> Van Martin, fourth. Van Martin, uh, fourth. Uh, Pellegrini's fifth. Tyler and Tignap is sixth. And uh, Theodore Pauly. Ted, uh, Theodore Pauly is next. So uh, we're going to update these each and every week, man. It should be exciting. So 20 bucks. PulpMex.com. Buy yourself a, a ticket. You could win a YZ450.
So, real cool. Um, MX Vice. Whoa. Yep. 24M. You guys got bought out. This is my dream, by the way. This is my dream. So, is James Burfield the owner of MX Vice? What, now or was? No, was. Was, yeah. 100%? Yeah. Okay, this is my dream. I want to be James. James built this janky website, uh, covered the MXGPs, hired guys like Lewis and these other gu- other weirdo guys, built this thing up, and 24MX, who is a mm-hmm. uh, basically a distributor, a uh, retailer. Basically like a retailer? BTO Sports of Europe. Yeah, BTO Sports of Europe. Buys MX Vice for mm-hmm. God knows how much money. Gazillions. Gazillions, you think? Uh, yeah, gazillions. Gazillions. Right. And so now, but then says, hey, James and Lewis and everybody else, you guys keep running it. Yeah. So how's that going? Yeah, nothing's just like, from a fan's point of view, I don't think anything's changed, mm-hmm. which I think probably some people were scared of, but it just makes it easier for us, like, when, like I say, when I get back, we're going to start a podcast show, because we can do that now. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Because you have fat cash. Uh, you could say that. So yeah, we can just do the things that we've always tried to do on a budget, or on a tighter budget as individuals, and financial make resources. shit happen. Exactly. Did, financial you, resources. Did, did you get a raise? I did. Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so yes. listen... He's out buying there. drinks tonight. Listen out there. Buy Pulp MX. CNN, if you're listening. CNN. CNN, listen. Fake news. <laughs> buy buy, buy yeah. Pulp MX. Michelin should buy Pulp MX. Oh, we could. And I'll just talk about tires all day. It'll oh, be God. great. Yeah. And you can pay for marks, and, and you can have Pulp Fantasy. We could probably invest enough dollars to fix that uh, Pulp MX Fantasy situation. But Oh, boy. Wow. Touchy oh, wow. subject. <laughs> Hashtag touchy subject. He's not even replying. Yeah, it's okay. Um... Yeah, so that's my dream. No, it's good. Like yeah. they uh like they get everything, they understand the sport, they understand yep. everything. They use us for like the same way people ask you for advice on riders, teams. Yeah. They ask us to help us with uh, help them with that stuff, leave us to do what we do, do best. Yeah. And yeah, happy days. Uh yeah, absolutely. So 24MX by MX Vice, and you guys are a great uh uh a website to go to. I go to it a lot, read the articles, your every GP yep. podcast, articles, stories, yep. interviews. Everything as much as possible. Yeah, as much as possible covering the GPs. Um is Jeffrey Hurlings ever going to fucking lose again? Uh probably when he retires in about five years, that will be when he next loses. I say we call him. Since I mean we right? own this. We got the cold call. I mean, we we can't. It's really late. You have his number. It, it doesn't matter what time, Steve. Time is just a number. Time is just a. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Right. What is time? I don't know. Time is nothing. Who sang the song? Does anybody really know what time it is? Van Halen has a song called "It's About Time" with Sammy. Yeah, but that's not the one I was thinking of. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So Cindy, Cindy how old is he right time now? After time. Twenty-four. 24? Yeah, twenty-four. Dude, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he said. Well, I interviewed him in November, and I think he said. Another three or four or five years? Three right. or four years? And he's grown up a lot. I didn't really like him back in the day. No, you didn't, did you? No. No, <laughs> no well, you're quite vocal well, about that. Well, I didn't like him staying down. That was yep. bullshit. Yep, you're now quite he's vocal up. about that. I didn't like the way some of the off-track stuff that I heard about from yep. the people who would know. Also vocal about that. Yep. yep. D- douche, very big high on the douchebaggery uh, <laughs> scale. Right. But everybody matures, everybody gets older, everybody changes. Oh, yeah, he's fully, like, nailed... Yep. The whole yep. pro rider right. fame thing now. Yeah, like, yeah. This year he's been perfect on and off the track. Like, yep. I don't think he's put a foot wrong anywhere. And a lot of Americans got their noses bent out of shape when he said, "I'm the fastest man in the world in motocross." Yep. Because um, they said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, it's like he is. Yeah. And maybe Eli could beat him on on his best day, but if Eli put that out, I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Also cool that Eli put that out. Like yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, yeah, like, people get bent out of shape because of Supercross and all of that lot, but then you have to remember English isn't his first language as well, so, like, 
things always come off a bit more abrupt i think uh-huh. when like you have europeans or right. how whoever else trying right. to speak english yep so like that's I, probably part of the reason why people i didn't like better. his post with the f-150 saying how much of a baller he was <laughs> That's not surprising to me. I'm just like, yeah, bro, you got an F-150 right on, dude. You did actually comment on that. I, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, look at your truck. Wow. Did, did Chad Reed chime in with the uh, the Audi? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, so no, he's amazing. He's yeah, incredible. Yeah. No, and, I think and, he's. I think MXGP is going to be amazing this year from second down. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I'm already in my head thinking, well. What am I going to talk to Herlin's about every single week yeah. when he's going one one yeah. one one? How, one, how one. is the availability? You mentioned that you get along with him. Oh yeah. And you no, guys, I, how is he, how is he generally uh, what, speaking? Twenty rounds this year. I think I interviewed him at eighteen of them, mm-hmm. and I've we've got, I've kind of got. But how is he with the other guys? What other media? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I get my interviews. So happy days. <laughs> well, because I've you know Osborne, AC, these guys will give me interviews whenever yeah, I can yeah. call them. Read, you know, Anderson, not so much. Right? Not so much Marty. Not so, not so much. much. Not so much Marty. Ricky, if you want to talk with him, not nah. so much. Okay, All but right. um, no, he's good. Like, there's yeah. been times when I've queued up for him, like you do an AMA, and that's, I've been saying wa- that's that's weighted queued, like lined up. Is that you don't say queued? No, we don't say queued. Really? No, get out oh. of here. These colors don't run. Okay, um, yeah. So I say I've queued up for him, been fourth in line, yep. and then I've gotten to the front. And I've been like, look, you don't have to do this. Like, I've spoken to you every single week, and he's been like, no, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, he, and I've interviewed him. I can also get filthy filth the drop of a hat, like, no problem. Like, uh, at Hawkstone last year, mm-hmm. he was driving out of a track in his van, and I jogged alongside his van with a podcast Oh, machine. I'm not doing that. Yeah, so that... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm out. Maybe you could take your specialized Levo and pedal alongside him and ask okay, him. Okay, I could do that. Jogging, yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, he, like, he has helped me out a lot right. uh, last year, and, like, right, right. the interviews... Um, I'm happy with the interviews I get with him. So, we got Caroli. Yep. Paul Lynn's on a new bike. Yep, Will the, the Yamaha. The Sal is the Sal. Solid yep, same guy. Same old. Right, same same old. Um, I mean, who Sewer certainly showed, showed good improvement. Yeah, but not. It's, that's the thing. Like, Herlins is on this level. Yeah. And what are you like? You, what, you but who's next? Who's next? Caroli's. I think Caroli will be better. Yep. Not there, but yep. I think what he won two GPs this year. Maybe he wins four. Okay. But. I don't think he's going to make it this incredible battle, but he will be slightly better. Maybe he probably won't be dropping back as third, fourth, fifth mm-hmm. as much. Okay. But I can't see. Who, who's... Okay, so Herling's going to keep winning, but who's the, who's next up to grab that runner-up mantle? Paul Lynn's older, DeSalle's older, Caroli's older. Who do you like? Well, I guess you've got to look at Paul's Jonas, Jeremy Seward, the people who have just moved yeah, up. Yeah. It, it is quite weird now that you think about it. Like The top people in MXGP, bar Herling's, are... All kind of on their way out, like, yeah. like you say, yeah. Paul into Sal, Corona's been the top Van three. Horbeek or whatever. Well, Van yeah. Horbeek's kind of already gone, but wow, big harsh words, Simpson. Well, he hasn't got a ride, does he? He's not going to be on the line in Argentina, so he doesn't have anything. No, nothing. I thought he got a. He's got a beach race ride. Oh, yeah, led two K. Heard oh. of that? Yeah, yeah, he's doing that. Okay, that's not Argentina, um, but. Uh... So yeah, I mean Sewer, Jonas, those guys. Yeah, Sewer yeah. was Sewer's uh, good, but the 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 fucking tall guy, Jessaconis. Oh, yeah. Right? He's on a factory Husky. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I don't think he can go in that conversation, but... Well, but I mean, a factory Husky must have saw something in him. Yeah. No? They saw something in him. Okay. Maybe not the like, GP winner, but they saw... They yeah, no, I'm not talking GP winner. Oh, okay. I'm talking like guys who are coming up that can potentially run second to Hurley's in a few years. That's going to be... Well, in yeah. a few years. Right. Uh, second turn is next year will be Crowley every right. single week. Right, right. Same thing. In a, f- in a few Same years, thing. yeah. It yep. will be Jonas, Sewer, yep. Jazzaconis, I guess. Yeah. Max Anstey will still be around. 
Yeah. What's Max doing? Uh, standing construct. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Rider on that thing. 250 class MX2. Prado certainly yeah, same show- thing. It's going to be amazing. Yep. From second down. Yep. Prado's going to... Prado's going to walk away with it. Look, now, Prado has kind of walked back his I want to race in America thing, huh? I interviewed him, what, in May this year, and he said, nope, not a chance. Like, I'm happy where I am. I can't mm-hmm. wait to ride 450s. He's kind of hooked up with Caroli, right? Yeah. Like, yep. he's, like, when Caroli steps out, that's going to become his team, mm-hmm. effectively. And he was like, nope, not a chance. I'm not even thinking about America. And then six months later, I interviewed him in November, and he started talking about how, oh, it's still my dream. And Okay. So Yeah, I know the TLD guys were like, hey, he's coming. Yeah. You know? Like, that was, I feel like that should have already happened. Mm-hmm. It was talked about so much, but. Right. Yeah, because he, like, he told me categorically, like, not a chance I'm going to America. And then kind right. of backtracked it a little yep. bit uh, two months ago. But then I feel like his window's closing as it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, how old is he? 17? Uh, 17? 18? 17. Yeah. Um, who else is in that class? Ben Watson. Uh, Watson, Calvin yeah, Vlanderin. Watson had a great right. Val, Val, Vlanderin was good. Uh, Jed Beaton, Olsen. Those are probably your next yep. four. Next guys. Uh, Herlins has got a teammate, Tom Vial. He's like an EMX 250 guy coming up who no one really knows. Right. But he's from Factory KTM, so that's got to mean something. Why did those guys change the EMX rules? I don't know. Well, I, I know actually, I, I'll backtrack on that. I completely understand why they did because it's a feeder class. Yeah. It's like having the Supercross Futures with a pro, like having yeah. um, but, Tomac race the next day. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, I understand. Like, yeah. That rule for EMX is exactly what it needed. Further up, it just needs to be tweaked. Right. Like, everything needs to be tweaked around that. Yeah. But the EMX rule has to be there because it was getting ridiculous. Like, EMX was being won by 30-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. And what's the point? Like, Well, I mean, these are just guys trying to race, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just uh, trying to race for a living. Well, I mean, sweet yeah, Jesus. Where you're going to go there, aren't you? Where, where can they go? Uh, national championships? I mean, I don't really feel like there's much going there, but... Yeah, I mean, one of those, yeah. But I, if I can't get into MXGP, then... If you can't cut can't it at the highest a, level... Well, sorry they can't buy a ride for MXGP. Yeah, exactly, and... Well, if you can't cut it at the highest level, then there, don't, there shouldn't be a backup plan for you. Like, what should you have eighteen guys on the line, Lewis, at some of these races? To be fair, it's, it's going up again now. That that was like four years ago. Okay, should you have twenty-one guys on the line? From I think we're looking at. I think Argentina, we're at thirty-four at the moment. So, oh, but okay, before injuries hit and everything else. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens. I just no. To I'll be never, fair, I'll never. To be fair, European GPs this year should be full gates all the time because there's a lot of guys on European only teams. Like there's a JWR team. Yep. Uh, they're European only. Max Nagel, he's European only. Yep. Like there are yeah, no flyaways for these guys. No. Yep. Like so, when it gets back to Europe, it should be pretty crazy. Like I imagine. Well, I know of some teams that were doing the whole sign up thing for the year, mm-hmm. and they kind of got told to hurry up because okay. like gates were filling up right. a bit too quickly. I just listen. I don't know if it's MX Sports and Racer X brainwashing me or whatever. I don't. I love the fact that Randy Richardson can grab his bike with Michelin Starcross Fives on it and show up at High Point and try to get into a 40-man gate and race against the best guys. Now, Supercross, I get. There's some guys that don't belong out there. Some guys are very slow. I get that. But in motocross, I love that. Like, if if your rule was around back in the day, the new rules, how's Trampus Parker ever going to become a 125 national champion? You know what I mean? Like World. World champion, sorry. Um, uh, I just, I like that fact a bit. I don't like when... Caroli is a points leader and goes down in the first turn in some flyaway race, and before you know it, he's twelfth because there literally is twenty guys in the race. Yeah, yeah, that, that like, I'm just is like, a bit. Like then, then pay less points or something. You know what I mean? Like don't I don't know. It's like some like I can't remember who it was. Someone made a good point though that if you're watching it on TV or whatever, you're not seeing those people. 
But Indo- I'm pretty sure the Indonesia, uh, Indonesian fans, they don't care about what's going on in 30th either. Well, do, okay, but do they allow the wildcard guys to get oh, lapped yeah. three times? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's there's cool. A good, that's... Yeah, there's a good seven Indonesians that right. turn up. Yeah. And they're great. Very entertaining. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know, man. I wonder I, what those Indonesians think about Italian food. Like, what their perspective is on it. If they well, so far, the, Olive Garden, everyone or, seems to be the, like, I'm in the right, so I'm very mm-hmm. happy about that. And even Marx agrees with me, and he doesn't like me or doesn't agree with anything I say. Okay, and he agreed with me. Wow, so, that escalated quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, what do you think of when you cover Supercross? Like you and your your English buddies are over yeah. there, and you're all running around covering Supercross and going to press conferences and getting to know these teams and riders in the industry. And you do the MXGP series, as we've said. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of our series covering it as a media guy? What, Supercross or yeah, well, Supercross. Like, what do you think? Obviously, the whole stadium press box thing is like a massive yep. uh, novelty to me. So, like, I love that. That's yep. like and having like places nearby that you can go for food or like that's something that we don't get. So that's special to me. They but, can only get Italian food in Italy. Well, actually, their rounds, most of the tracks are so in the middle of nowhere that you how really about can't. one G- one GPS I went to? No, uh, <laughs> the hottest balls one in Mantilla. Italy. Remember? Yeah, yeah. 2016. The press room had like sandwiches out, which is awesome. Thank you. No ice to be yep. found anywhere. Yep. 35 Celsius, no ice to be found anywhere. And the sandwiches probably went off within about. And the sandwiches yeah. were there, and there's flies on the sandwiches. Yeah. And I'm starving. And yeah, I'm looking at the. F- well, I'm looking at the flies, and there's no ice. I'm like, I'm, I'm in hell right now. I'm in hell right now. This is my version of hell right now. So one fly can break you that easily. Okay, so what? Continue on. But yeah, yeah. Um, from a, like a covering it point of view, one of the things that I envy about America is you could call up the 30th place rider right now and have a great interview, like laughs, insight, everything. If I try and call up the 30th place rider in MXGP, first of all, my first question is going to be English, and they're going to reply in some other language and be like, no, no, and then that's it. Same thing with teams. Like there was, a, I can't remember who it was but this year there was like a high profile ish like 15th place guy who was injured or questionable for the weekend so I got to the track first thing I do is went over to his team and was like so is who, he racing who is who I can't remember oh okay but I went over to his team asked if he was racing and literally no one there spoke a word of English and I, I just was stood under the awning <laughs> and I could not find out and it's like it's my job to find out I don't know what more I can do other than stand here and try and speak English to these people you're looking under covers and shit yeah so like Riders Riders are maybe I think riders are easier To talk to in MXGP Mainly because there's A lot of press here There yeah. isn't as many there So that obviously Makes it easier But talking to teams Mechanics And getting yeah. insight Because that's, that's Where a lot yeah. of stuff Comes from yeah. That's basically Unheard of in MXGP You basically go to The riders and that's it yeah. There's a few team managers That are quite good Interviews yeah. But then like Claudio Di Carli I'm pretty sure He doesn't speak Much English at all So right. like that's Out of bounds immediately What do you think Of the media over here Compared what, to media and, and the actual media people, yeah, media people, uh, yeah, not Steve, like real media people, yeah, yeah, with yeah, journalism. Yeah, yeah. One of the Degrees things that uh, the thing that I really like okay, is a uh, it's a lot friendlier. Everyone's much like I spoke to more people in the will call line at A one media people than I do in the press room in uh, really? MXGP. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it's all a bit more. But is that maybe that a language thing too? Yeah, maybe. probably, but then it's, yeah. it's all a bit more territorial, like... Oh, really? Oh, you're coming... Well, look, some guys are amazing, like yeah. Wheeler, yeah, Ray, yeah, yeah. like, they're yeah. beyond amazing, like... But, like... But there's people like, who are very, like, don't step on my toes. Like, Racer X and Trans World, very competitive, yeah. and I'm... 
and me and Anton are talking yeah, about tweeting to each other right. from Racer X Transworld's accounts. Right. Right. That would not happen. Right, yeah. I even sometimes copy their yeah, tweets yeah. and then paste their tweets yeah, exactly. And everyone laughs. Yeah. If I did that in MXGP, right. I'd get. It's fucking awesome. Punch. It saves me all the time. I don't have to worry about it. Well, actually, I say I'd get punched. No one else does tweets. So. Right. Um, hey, uh, Marks? Shit, the time got away from us. But let's try to call Jimmy Lewis. I know it's 1030. You guys want to okay. get a quick up, get the car update? If he yells at me, Rock, it's on Rock, paper, you. scissors, Jimmy Lewis or Hurlings. <laughs> Jimmy Lewis. You're on this. <laughs> so, that's cool. No, you guys are here. MXVice.com. I write a weekly column yep. on there. I took all of December off, by the way. Yep, you did. <laughs> that's w, I think did. it was actually all of November as well. I, think I don't know, dude. I was fucking burnt out. I'm so like, I you, can't write about these guys anymore. So, when you say weekly, that's W-E-A-K? W-E-E-K. How is his weekly column? Debatable. That's there's an employee evaluation coming up right after the uh, show. You could be reprimanded, Steve. <laughs> this week I'm going to write about Italian food. <laughs> Apparently, the Twitter listeners would love it. Um. So uh, okay, so Hurlings and Prado, we're in for another year. Yeah, of that. Honestly, if um, they lose, I will be flawed. Right. Um, what happened to his nations this year? I don't think anything happened. I think just... Six normal, bikes happened? It just... Okay, but yeah, that was weird. But, like, I don't think it's as big as big a deal as everyone's making out. Like... They got six on their home country, okay, Lewis! I'm, I'm, okay, yeah. But it rained. If it was dry, I still think they would have won. I stand... I will stand by Oh, that. I don't know about that. I, he I was, was, he was so too busy in Puerto Rico, but... I was full team Puerto Rico. He was full. Yeah, I don't think they were going to win. What's, no matter well, the weather. No, they won. Ah, the motocross the hearts of they everybody. won <laughs> right. the motocross nations. And it's funny that when just then you said they finished sixth place, but if the USA had won, I bet you you would have said we. Yeah, won. we. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, it's perfect being a oh, guy yeah. in another country. I can, we, I can, they, we, well, they. Well, what about anyway. you? You're Puerto Rico. What are you, Puerto Rico or USA? What are you? Uh, it's a it's a U.S. territory. So yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm potentially Puerto Rican, right. Rican, but yeah. Right. Everyone seems to talk about Americans going backwards. I kind of think Americans are still at the same level. I agree. Europeans have just gone up. And I, I agree. Over Christmas, I watched 2005 like MXGP season review DVD, and I couldn't believe like no scrubs, even yeah. the gear. Like I was like, oh, it's like I watched that for five minutes, and I was like, okay, it's immediately clear what's yep. going on. Yeah, all the chest protectors were on the yep. outside. Yeah, like whereas you watch a GP now, and it might, right. if you didn't know what's going on, it could be an AMA national right. because. Right. Same style, same gear, same everything. Right, so, right. okay, Europe's uh, just caught up with the whole super. Like everyone used to go on about scrubs, and yeah, supercross style. Europe's yeah. just caught up. Yeah, I agree. I think I think they were actually which at, makes at some it, points. It's a even playing field. Like Majora, right. America, America could have won that. Yep. And then this whole conversation is different. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tomac and Webb kicked ass at USGPs. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they worked everybody. It's just a race now. Right. That's right. like it's right. going to change. One like next year, America won't win. No, no, no that's yeah. no chance. Um, all right, everybody. So a few weeks back in the, in the Pulp Mech show, we had uh, Ricky Brabeck, Andrew Short, and Jimmy Lewis in studio talking about Rally. Uh, it was really, really interesting. We learned a lot about it. I learned a lot about it as well as our listeners. Well, the, the, the car rally is going on now. Uh, Brabeck is winning, com. Shorty is in the top 10. And uh, we'll, let's get uh, caught up real quickly on this. Uh, Jimmy Lewis, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, not much. Just uh, driving through an airport terminal, picking my wife up. Oh, uh, really sorry to call you this late. By the way, kind of got away from us, but um, no, no stress. So quickly, what's going on in the car? Give us up to date. As I said, Brayback and Short were here. Super cool. They're doing. They're they're killing it, man. Yeah, they're probably actually waking up right now um, <laughs> to uh, to ride liaison stage for tomorrow. But 
Uh, no, they're they're both doing awesome. I mean, Ricky is. I mean, I I hate to say it, but I kind of expected this from him. Okay. Um, I mean, I know how fast he is, and I know how hard he worked on his navigation, and I know how good his bike is, and all that stuff. So he's he's killing it over there. He's you know he's had his ups and ups and downs, but what he's been doing really well is managing them. So um, that's why he's in the overall lead. But it's still tight. I mean, like I think seven of the top guys in the top 10 are within 10 minutes and that's like kind of unheard of in a, in, in rally racing. Usually there's 10 and 15 minute gaps. Um, so do you, do you, I mean, you said it's tight and everything else. Is he like a tour de France? We kind of know like, Hey, this guy's not a climber and this climbs are coming up and this guy's not a sprinter or whatever, but can he win this thing? Is this a legit possibility? He, he, he absolutely can. He's in a really good position. He's been, he's been, um, essentially, you know, kind of managing his race. So there were, there were times when he could, um, he could have won stages, but it's a real disadvantage to, um, it's a really big disadvantage to, you know, uh, it's hard to explain, but if you, if you win a stage, then you end up starting first okay, and then you have to open the course. Oh yeah. So, so, and then, and then everybody else can kind of follow your track and he's, he's able to ride at that pace, but no matter the guys are so fast now, if somebody can follow you and then you, you start 15 or 20 minutes back and then you can make up a ton of time. So yeah. that's the, that's the strategy. So there was times when these guys are, you know, managing it, but they had two times, two stages and one stage is tomorrow where they're starting in a, in a line or a motocross start. Okay. So, so the disadvantage of winning is kind of, is kind of negated. And he, he, uh, the first time they started in the line, he won the day before, which meant there was no quote penalty for winning. Uh-huh. And, and then tomorrow, yesterday or today, he finished third. Um, and then, so they're starting in the line. So they all, so, you know, it's a, it's a good day to finish up front and then you don't lose so much time the next day. And what about Shorty's race? Top 10. He said, he tweeted, uh, that he had a big one at some point, he, uh, biggest I one he, I, he said he had without breaking a bone. <laughs> yeah, I think he had two of them that day from, from, from what I was told. Um, but, um, he's, he's doing awesome too. I mean, same thing. He worked really hard to kind of get his speed up because, you know, the, the speeds that these guys are riding are just crazy, but, and, and he doesn't have a whole lot of desert racing experience. So he doesn't have that, that ESP or that sixth sense that some of the, the, the desert racers have, or they seem to have. And in, in doing that, um, you know, he, uh, he knows how to navigate, but then he was doing good navigation. He started getting up in the front. He got to ride with some of the faster riders, including his teammate, who was in second place or was actually leading it overall yesterday. Mm-hmm. And 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 he Andrew was able to uh, ride with uh, um, Quintanilla. And you know, by doing that, you know, he's learning the pace. It's like getting to go practice with you know the top guy. Yeah. Okay. But they're doing it during the race. Uh, awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. So, are you you're impressed with Shorty also? Uh, really impressed. Yep. I mean, yep. I, I, it, again, I kind of expected it. Um, I I just didn't know how. I, I'm kind of surprised that you know everybody's staying in the rally. They really haven't. Usually, you know, five or six of the top guys drop out just because they're pushing it so hard. Mm-hmm. And like a few of Ricky's teammates on the Honda team have uh, have gone out. They had some uh, big crashes, and one guy actually rode his bike down into a ravine. Um, in the fog and couldn't get his bike out of the ravine, so he, he went out too. But uh, yeah, so um, huh. um, but they're they're. I mean, it's super, just super competitive. 
Uh, that's cool, man. That'd be awesome if Ricky can hold on to the to the overall. How's how's Michelin tires doing, Randy, at the car? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, Sam Sunderland won uh, the stage today. Uh, Ricky, uh, Adrian Van de Beveren, and Toby Price. So one, two, three, we're all on Michelin right Michelin's. now. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Like, yeah. So it's looking like we'll secure our thirty-fifth win since nineteen eighty-two. Really? Yep. Oh shit! Wow, yeah. 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 Michelin's quite a history in uh, Dakar Rally, which, yep. which, as you know, is and, and Jimmy knows this way better than me. He's actually ridden the event, but it's so demanding uh, from a tire perspective. They're in, they're in. Gnarly rocky sections one day, yep. and the next day it's full sand dunes. Yeah, so, yeah, you're yeah. trying to figure out the best tire. Yeah. Um, well, awesome, Jimmy. Hey, thanks. Just a real quick update. We're running late on the show, but I really wanted to get you on and talk about it in a little bit. So that's good. Yeah, all thanks. that stuff's all thanks that stuff's for, surprising. Uh, yeah. So yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, I know the, the 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 guys are able to kind of look at their social media, so you know, kind of show them some thumbs ups and some support with uh, Ricky and Andrew. And uh, I'm I'm pulling for him too. I mean, I, I this would be huge to have an American win the Dakar Rally. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, thanks very much, Jimmy. Appreciate it, man. Okay, Steve. Take care. Thanks. See you. Uh, apologize for his phone. They were going to call him back, but then it was we we're ending it. Hey, with but, the yeah, ta- with but, the time change, maybe we should call Andrew Short. Let's let's cold call him if he's up over there <laughs> in the desert somewhere instead of hurling. Yeah, let's call Andrew. No, or you just sit there <laughs> and eat that cookie. You just sit there and eat that. I don't want to eat. I don't want to. You think that guy still listens? Probably. Um, BTOsports.com, tweet at Travis segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. BTOsports.com, call there, mention Pulp and Max. They will give you a discount on almost anything that they have there. Uh, BTOsports.com, whether it's a bike, uh, street bike, dirt bike, mountain bike, Levo. Uh, uh, anything else they can cover you head to toe. Uh, they got parts as well for this machine. So we want to thank those guys for making it happen. Uh, BTOsports.com. Like I said, call there, mention Pulp MX. They'll dial you in. And uh, thanks to those guys for, for making it happen. These questions are submitted to at Pulp MX show. Guy in the corner goes through, picks the best ones, and uh, asks us what we think. All right, Marks, let's do this. Did you guys touch on the controversy about Brabex bike? No, I don't know anything about it. No one knows anything about it. Okay. Anybody? I don't know. I don't know. All right, we'll skip it. Skip it. Uh, from AJ, Steve, any chance of doing a live show in Seattle? It's Villapoto's hometown as well as uh, that guy Moser, home race also. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, why don't I spend half my day on the phone with venues in these cities for all you people for live shows? I'll just, yeah, don't do your job. I'll just Whatever get real do, busy on job. that. Yeah, I'll just yeah, don't get, do your job. I'll just call everybody. I'll don't do everything. Do and JT job. and Weege and Chase and everybody will just sit back and just count the money flowing in while I make all the calls. Yep. What you should do is just find a venue and put a sticker on it, just like you did the uh, straight rhythm bike. Never again. Never again. <laughs> nope. Won't do it again. Never again. Nope. This one's from Brandon Weeks. Can you explain the deal Jess Pettis is on? It looks like a factory KTM. Is he under their truck? He's a factory KTM rider in Canada, and that is a loose turn uh, factory, but uh, he's uh, he's not out of their truck. He's got a, a, a support van from the folks at KTM. He's got the uh, race motor, but not the full race motor, like the, the, the motor factory services uh, system along the s- suspension service. KTM Canada has given him all that stuff. He's spending his own money to be here, and he's absolutely killing it right now. He looks great. Um, have you ever heard of Jess Pettis before, Lewis? Oh, uh, yeah, from last year. Yeah. He oh, yeah, flipped true. over a berm in Oakland, didn't he? Yeah. That did, was my last in memory. <laughs> uh, did you pick him in fantasy? I uh, did. Yeah. So he won. Yeah. Uh, so Jess Pettis, uh, yeah, he looks good. He's, he's doing well. He told me that his Canadian series is going to start in, uh, when does it start with Miss March? 
Yeah, March. But if he's doing really well in this West Coast series, he's going to ride this thing out. So he'll go to Denver. He'll go to Vegas. He'll go to whatever else to ride the whole series. And, and man, he sure looks good right now. You know and, and, he he, won't lo- and he won't use Lissamore's photos in social media. He uses Cudby's photos. And Lissamore gets upset. Hmm. Oh, he did today? He did today. All right. Lissamore's not upset anymore. He must have got one in focus. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from Stephen Tate. What happened with the HEP team not running Bill's pipes? I thought they were a big part of that program. Yeah, they were They were supposed to run Thor boots. and Talking about and, the HEP team? <clears throat> yep. And uh, and Bill's pipes, and then things change, and they're running uh, uh, Alpine Stars boots and uh, Yosh pipes. I don't know what I have. It was a last-minute switch, though, for sure, for the team. From Tosh Hero. Randy, if I grow a mustache, will my life become just as epic as yours? And which rider do you think could use a mustache? Um, as far as the benefits of a, uh, mustache, I would be, uh, very tight and hairy upper lip. I must ask you. I must ask you. About a mustache. You know what? The thing is, the mustache was, I'd gone away from the mustache for a while. And then the Western Power Sports sales reps, Austin Woodrum, Adam Wright, Justin Jennings, and Ryan Albin, they all grew out mustaches mustaches either in my honor or to make fun of me i'm not sure so i had to shave this thing in thursday night at the wps uh, sales meeting and i'm gonna rock it all the way through the van halen nation party in uh in february but i tell you what it, it is a good thing um which rider could grow which one rider could use one who, who could use one um will hahn had one for a while when he was riding yeah but like it, goat, it, like it probably clashed with his one. braces right and then uh I'm thinking maybe Jason Anderson could rock one. He does he, that a little he bit. Doesn't have a little, a little one. Bit, yeah, yeah. yeah little it's bit. not. It's not a man stash, but it's a little bit of a mustache. Any GP guys with mustaches? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the '80s, they had them. Yeah, obviously, back when they were in style. Joe Bay. Back when they were in style. Joe Bay rocked yeah. a mustache oh. the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. This just in from Talon Taylor, uh, who is my fill-in sometimes. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Oh. He said someone played with Brabeck's suspension clickers when his bike was in impound. No. So there's that. Wow. Uh, hmm. Probably shorty. Uh, this one's from Jim Marchant. Lewis, when are we likely to see a British rider in America again full time, not including Wilson? Is anyone talking about. You, you can't count Zacho either. Well, is anyone talking about coming or, over? Or Jamie Dobb at Loretta Lens. Yeah. There is no one talking about coming over. They're, like, I don't know if that's. But we're looking at a different era for this, that This Ben again. Watson kid, to me, came out of nowhere. I know he wants to do an AMA National as yeah. like a one-off, but right. not full-time. Is he, is he a good dude? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's ideal. And he'll be... He's ideal. Is that not a word? No. Okay. You should really brief me on what words he's rad. to use. He's rad. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, he should be uh, probably Prado's biggest threat next year. Okay. Hey, do, in, in Motocross GP, do all the riders answer every single question beginning with yeah, no? No. Thank goodness. What about because trust the yeah process? Knows, what about well, trust the process? Uh, trust the process is not as annoying as yeah, no. What about we? Yeah, no. We. No, none of that. We and found a good set up tool, Kiva. The French riders probably say that a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, <laughs> we, uh, Christophe Purcell had a just one ambassadorship role or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't Including told that, goggles? I don't know, but I was told today okay. that he has terminated that deal. Really? Shocking. It's just one month? Yeah, just, just one, one month. Yeah, exactly. It's shocking okay. that... Purcell couldn't come to agreement with her on an ambassadorship program with the company. He did a lot for them as well. He was at a lot of races. All right. Uh, this one's from Snaggle McDickTooth. <laughs> Shut up. 
I just re- I just read the names. People accuse you of are only you, reading. You... People accuse you of reading like the you know the ones that are funny. Listen to me. That has to be a key for after dark question. But go ahead. I do read the ones that are funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's yeah. serious shit going on with those guys. Like if there's a good question, you ignore it because you only go by that's, the funny. That's handles. just not true. Okay. That's just not true. Uh, Mathis, does Seven Deuce Deuce wish he was back on a Honda right now? He's 0 for 2 making mains, he but this is. time last year he was 2 for 2. He's way off pace. Uh, yeah, he was very kind of bummed out after the main last week. Uh, I was talking to A-Ray and Chiz in the lounge, and he was just not himself, and I hit him up afterwards and said, hey, man, is anything wrong? He said, no, I'm just mad at my riding right now. I missed it by one in Enum. Yeah. It was just short. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, no, I don't think so. I think it's too early for that. But he got those sweet, sweet Pulpamex privateer points, though. Yeah, he's tied for first right now. Yep. This one's from Scott Hamilton. Will Ping or GL ever co-host again? Mm. I'd say. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Ping's got to come down on his price. I told him that. That's legitimate concern on my end. Well, now he's just. I know, going Ra- to and I know Randy. Randy really wants this to happen badly, but you know, you'd love for Ping to come back in. No, I want I, you, your buddies with Ping. Your buddies okay, here's with me. Here's what I want to do. Yeah, here's but, what I want to do. What if, what if I compensate? In addition to me paying my own airfare, my own hotel, <laughs> hotel my own everything. Yeah. What if I also compensate for Ping's costs and Ping in our in studio? Yeah. And we're gonna have this whole left wing, right wing, dingaling. We're gonna we're gonna make everything everyone happy again. Yeah. And put all this. Uh, I'd be down with on. that if he would be down. Do you for, know for sure. what the cost is before you? Agree he does. To, I think you okay. know. You know. The I don't cost even is. know. You, you don't know. The no, oh, I don't know I thought the number, you do. but it doesn't matter. It's just uh, yeah. I mean, I just. I'm like Ping. I can get Lewis to come up for freeze. Janky Lewis. He'll come yeah. in and sit here, and Randy will pay his own way. Randy will pay his own way, and <laughs> and you know next week I had to buy I had to buy Phil a flight, but I but yeah. I, he's coming in next week. But I but I use my miles. Yeah, you know. So God bless. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just I felt like I was trying to negotiate yeah. with Ping. He wants a lot of money, and that's fine. That's what he feels his time is worth. Mm-hmm. He's got to drive up here, drive back. You know, it sucks. Yeah. And, and Kiefer does it as part of his Pulpamex salary, so I don't pay mm-hmm. Kiefer. Mm-hmm. And, and so, does yeah. Get, does Kiefer get POV mileage? POV. Personally owned vehicle. Oh. Like we get that corporate. But no, he doesn't. You probably get, don't no. get that corporate. We don't have. Well, he I'll doesn't talk get to, like 47 cents Marks, a mile. Marks, put that down for the HR people yeah. at Pulpamex. Yeah. Take that up with HR. <laughs> Find out if we have POV mileage. I was trying to figure like it was some like pussy. No, over, no, 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 over no, vagina, no, no, like no, no, mileage. no, 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 it's not like PPM. It's right, not like that. No, right, right. no, um, no. So yeah, no, uh, and I don't think GL would come. Back. I think GL seriously, and yeah. he did it to himself. Yeah, he got a little tipsy, mm-hmm. and he said some things. I think more like a lottle, and, and not a little, but a lottle. And, and people remind him of that all the time, like yeah. those things that he was saying. You're a fucking dick. And, and and I don't think yeah. he wants to come back. Yeah. Like I think he, I think he, I think, and I don't know, but he told me it bugs the shit out of him a little bit. He always gets it, and I think he blames the show and me for, you know how you know. And I'm a little bit like, well, like you kind of did it yourself. You never but, know. Pookie's liable to come down here with a house coat on and bring him another fucking yeah, rebel. You yeah, never know. Yeah, yeah. she'll but, get you sauced G- up in that house coat. So I don't know, but I feel like GL feels like that. But he would be welcome in it as well. So yeah. I, I think two I think, things on my mind: winning races and smashing pussy. I mean, that is an all-time Pulp Mex quote. <laughs> I haven't dropped that. In I a mean, while. that is oh. an all-time Pulp Mex quote. That's an all-time. I would see GL back in here before I'd see Ping in here. Okay, that's my thoughts. All right, more dick pics. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, he was on fire. Did you listen to those? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another control. one. That's an episode you got to hear. Yeah, yeah. Whatever number that is, when GL's first appearance. So. Uh, this one from Powerbomb Melon 27. Randy, what do you do differently to make the Starcross 5 soft front tire work so much better than all the other front tires on the market? Wow. Signed by Randy's. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. I personally do not do anything <laughs> to make that tire better. It, it, it goes back to our our engineers and and who designed the, the tire, the casing, the compounds, what have you, uh, the tread design to, to make it work really well in a variety of conditions. Uh, <laughs> wow. What? What do you no, want? Me to, it's you want me to take credit? I, I haven't no, done anything. I want you to you would credit, think he was reading off of a card. No, I wasn't. I, I, wasn't. I know you're not, but I'm, I'm just reading saying, off of a partially eaten pulp of Mexico. How, how's, how's 24MX Mission Starcross 5 sales? Uh, you'll have to talk to someone else in the department for that one. I'm MX Vice. That's me. Yeah. All right. Stay in your lane. He's staying in his lane. He's doing he a great is. job staying yep. in his lane. Yep. This is from Kirk Rogers. Randy, what is the gnarliest Kirk thing? Kirk Rogers and beyond. That is so stupid. <laughs> you laugh. Oh, go ahead. What is I the gnarliest thing Pastrana ever convinced you or someone else to do that after he said, man, I wouldn't even have done that? With all due respect, Travis Pastrana has never uh, encouraged or motivated anyone to do something uh, that he wouldn't have done. That's for sure. Um, so no answer on that one. Sorry. You know, Randy did a backflip, right? Yep. You know, Mark's did a backflip? Yep. I watched that video. Yeah, we're the losers. And in Steve here. apparently <laughs> thinks he can. I would never go anywhere near that. Yeah, you'd have to pay me a lot of money. There's a lot of stuff in Paul Bemex show history. Now we've been doing this eight years. Yep. Mark's irrationally claiming that he could do a backflip, <laughs> and then fucking doing it. How is, about you is even get high, <laughs> Is high up on the list of like weirdo things that have happened on this show. No faith. I like, can't even like come up with a crazy thing that could beat that that you right. could potentially do. Mark, you think you do a backflip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the call. That was so. I said, "Yeah, he's an equal opportunity offender." Yeah, yeah. yeah bring he'll, him he'll we do can, it. We right. can bring him out. Yeah. yeah. Sign the waiver. I remember Eddie Ray calling me. He's going to die. <laughs> he's going to die. It's going to be on you. His family's <laughs> going to sue you. He's going to die. Eddie, very concerned for Mark's safety. Uh, I think he was more concerned about you after... Yeah, getting sued yeah. and losing Papa Mix Empire. Um, I don't fucking have one. If Feld gets wind of your privateer sweepstakes, do you think they could go after any of these riders for fixing races? No, I do not. Mox is mad at Feld, by the way, Marks. What are you mad about? Oh, you, do you want to do that? Yeah. So, uh, what, what's the deal? What's going on? I, I don't follow this stuff. So. This is Race Tech Rant 2.0. Go. The mini rant. So, uh, MX Simulator, which is uh, a fairly popular game in the industry, um, a, a little more serious than some of the other arcade type games that you see more in the mainstream. Um, Do you know what this is, Luz? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it gets it gets very serious. Uh, replica tracks, full on series. Like people make skins and bikes, and everything looks legit. Um, apparently, Feld, a streamer called his name is Moto Agogo. Um, he was streaming a race from Anaheim One Supercross, like they do a full series on YouTube. He was streaming the race of of the Anaheim One MX Simulator event. Uh, Feld on YouTube, you can copy strike a video. They copy struck his video for streaming a supercross race, and I'm assuming it's probably because maybe like a replica. The tracks are all replica, uh, everything like that. The bikes aren't 
replica all these teams they have like legit teams they run like custom graphics and everything so it's not like it's a it sounds uh, serious though like for- oh it gets it gets it gets serious for sure do you play it lewis uh no oh, i did okay. briefly but yeah. it was too serious for me so feld says hey you're imitating anaheim one so feld yeah they they went through youtube and he said it was a manual uh takedown meaning a lot of these youtube videos get taken down for copyright but they're done by bots they're done autom- it's it's an automated system uh they'll search for keywords they'll search for tags they'll search for things and descriptions and it'll be automated uh no this was not one of those instances it was taken down manually meaning a human working at feld actually went through the system and saw that video and said nope can't do it took it down so now he's stuck uh can't stream on youtube for a few months until he hears back from feld or wow so like you always give you always talk about feld and and Kind of the stuff that sometimes they do. And that's, to me... Who do you think will hear back first? That guy or Brock Tickle? Who do you think will hear back first? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I think in April he said if he doesn't hear back, he can start streaming again. But he has like a... It's called like a strike on his channel. And if you get so many of those, you're you're done on YouTube, period. Um, so he has to hire a lawyer and prove that this is not a violation right. of, of, of Supercross and all this. And some of my Twitter responses, like, this isn't the first time. They've done it a couple times to other people, um, which I just think is beyond ridiculous. They don't have bigger things to worry about than a fictional Supercross race going on on a replica of one of their... Yeah, like, would their point be, putting myself in their shoes, would their point be, hey, you're taking viewers away from the real Anaheim? I can't imagine because the I, view count is not I, okay. Is not right anywhere. I'm just near that. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and I don't get it. It's a it's a fake supercross. It's it's they want to go and swing their dick around right. somewhere is what it is. Well, you know, there's a whole thing and and I don't have time to get into it, but I believe that they believe that they own all the supercross footage from back in the day of RJ and all that, and they do not. They didn't involve. They weren't involved in it. ESPN bought it. Seals Production owned a lot of it, um, and they think they own all of it. And everyone's like, and these other companies are kind of like, no, you don't. You do not own it. But they think, oh, we're Supercross. We own it all. And, and and they've, you know, so there's a little bit of that going on too, where it's like, hey guys, just because it says Supercross, you don't own this, you know. And I think that's what I think that's what the case is here. Like it says right. Supercross, yeah, and they're like, nope, Supercross, not ours. Yep. Yeah, it's we own we own out. everything Supercross, right? Yep. So, so uh, that was uh, I saw that last night, and I so I, I made a tweet about. It. I just think it's a little much. So okay, F you failed. All right, <laughs> that should help my my credentials. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. Just right after you got him back, you're welcome. Just in case you wonder why you won't be on Track Talk, yeah, A two. Right. That's why. Right. So I shouldn't be asking for Track Walk credentials anytime soon. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I, I don't know. They. I yeah. Uh, this was from Kurt. It is lame though. Yes. Why is there a minimum 10-minute break between the red flag and the staggered restart? Um, is there? Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a rule wow. for 10 okay. minutes. Uh, I think just uh, safety reasons, check your machine or your goggles or, you know what I mean? Like, they're asking you to stop racing, and if something's wrong with goggles or machine, you have 10 minutes to kind of, f- to kind of figure it out, to, to maybe look at it, because... What if they say if we wouldn't you know if you made me start racing again right away this wouldn't this wouldn't have happened whatever it is hmm. I feel no no I didn't I I was unaware that completely yeah. unaware yeah, of that I, I I thought that the timeline between the red flag and then the restart uh, 
confusing yellow green <laughs> restart yeah. uh, was contingent upon them clearing the track of the injured rider. I didn't know there was yeah, a, know a, a minimum rule. time. Yeah. So, in this case, it just happened to yeah, take yeah. a while. Yeah. For yeah. Mookie we, to be but, but again, if they moved, in this case, Mookie was the injured rider. They moved him off in four minutes. They would wait an additional six minutes before the yeah. restart. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Live and learn. Uh, this one's from Jeremy. Have you heard anything about this kicker arena cross series? And do you think it will take off? I don't know much about it. Uh, Blake Wharton raced it this weekend with Jay Owen. But in a few weeks, mm-hmm. Kristen Beat, who uh, did some Monster Cup work, uh, she's a sideline reporter for Arena Cross. She did Monster Cup sideline. She is coming in studio uh, with Kiefer. And <laughs> I know <laughs> Kiefer already got a talk. All right. So just. <laughs> From you or HR? Her? From, from HR? From, from me. <laughs> from HR? Yeah, yeah, from HR. I hope HR said in on and, that. And because... Kiefer was very offended by this talk. Like, what, dude, you think I'm an animal or something? You think I just can't help myself? Like, yeah. But anyways, she will be coming up here with Chris Kiefer in studio, and she works that series, and we will get to the bottom of this. She does good, though. She is good. She yeah. does good, I think. Yeah, she is. She's going to class this place up a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like I'm doing. You and Bo Bindum. Yep. Bo Bindum. Uh, this is from Jake. Did you know that guy's name is Bo Bindum? It's not Bo Bindum. It's Bo Bindum. The guy in the Bo shirt? Bo Bindum. The guy in the shirt. Michelin. Oh, no, I didn't know Michelin, that. Yeah. Now you know. I didn't know he had a name. Yep, Bo Bindum. Oh. Uh, this is from Jake Briscoe. There were a couple about this. Steve, it's been a few weeks, but why did Savachi ride the KX450 at the Broncos game in mid-December rather than Colorado native ET3? I don't know. Anybody know? Yeah, I don't know. He, Eli doesn't live near Denver. He's far. That wasn't the PR stuff that Tomac had to go do? He was busy. That wasn't the <laughs> corporate thing that he came had off some his corporate bike. Stuff. Had some right. corporate stuff. I thought maybe yeah. that was it. Stop practicing yeah. for your, you Stop know. Stop what you're yeah. doing. Right. I'm about, yeah. 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 We got a bunch of dealers from Omaha here. Yeah. And I mean, you need to take them out on the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's from Eli MX 219. Did you guys see Tomac about WAP, the track worker, during yes. the LCQ? Yes. What was that Did guy you guys thinking? see that? Was that the guy who ran across the start straight with a ladder? I saw that guy. A ladder? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Maybe now you're now I'm questioning myself, but I'm pretty sure I, I saw see, a guy with a ladder. Did you see a ladder? No, listen more no, than CD. Maybe it wasn't a ladder. No, I'm pretty sure back. it was a There ladder. was a guy standing on the track when Eli came around first lap in the LCQ. I think I saw that one as well, though. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was and it he, because of the crash in the first corner? Maybe. They were saying I I think I remember seeing something about people saying if if there happens to be a crash. Well, they have to go back around this section. What happens? And I think maybe that might be. So maybe uh, the guy was in the track. But, I mean, he should know better. <laughs> and you were, I thought you'd be balls deep in your laptop, so I'm surprised you saw it. I didn't, I didn't actually see it. I just saw oh, comments about okay. it. Um, it's, yeah. Again, and it was a dig dug, so it was a guy with a helmet, like a guy who should know better, not the guys they pull out of the stands and give a hot dog to and yeah. a yellow flag. This yeah. is like a guy that travels with the series, you know? So All the flaggers got helmets? Yeah. Okay. Even the ones with ladders. <laughs> I'm questioning myself, but I'm pretty sure I saw a ladder. Was it a frog? Like no, frogger? No. Yeah. Who was who was who was in the giant frog that was crossing the track? I might have been hallucinating at that point. Hey, right. if I've got to run across the track, he the last thing I want to do is he doesn't carry know frogger. a ladder. I do know frogger. Oh, you don't know frogger? Oh, yeah, I know frogger. Okay, and yeah. don't know the Beatles. No. God. They're from his country, too. I know who the Beatles are, I just don't know anything about them at all. Okay, there's four of them. They did a, they did a photo where they were walking across the road. No? Yep. No? Yep, yep there <laughs> we go. Abbey yep. Road. Yep. Yep, there we go. Can you, can you name five Beatles songs? 
I can't name one Beatles song. Stop it. Are you serious? I can't even get- I can't even have a, like, a funny, let me have a guess. Like, I can't even start with a yeah, I don't inkling. Think, I don't think I could either. What? I can't imagine that. I cannot imagine like, wait, that. Wait, what's the submarine one, Liz? Yeah. Yellow submarine. There you go. I got one. Well, that sounds like a terrible song. I got one from <laughs> Listener. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is I saw the Beatles show in yeah, on the strip. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm not saying you guys need to know all the words, but can we get a couple songs out of you? <laughs> wow. What we... <laughs> What? Uh, let's don't do a sound check. Let's don't do a no, sound no, check no, with Lewis. Yeah, no, no sound check with Lewis. <laughs> no sound check with Lewis. My sound check would just be pulp episodes from like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I like show 100, I like show 200, yeah. Alright, next question. This one's from Bob from Omaha. I do not know that man. No. I actually met Bob. You met Bob? I did. Briefly, I was buried in the computer, so I was balls, probably a little... Balls deep in fantasy. A little rude. Yeah. I apologize, but... Uh, Randy, what are your 2019 pulp show plans now that Steve's lack of planning screwed you out of a pulpy? Thanks, Bob. Wow. That's funny. You should ask Bob about the Pulp Mix Awards. You know, Steve, I think one of the things you did this year that's phenomenal is uh, a lot of things, but, but <laughs> this is going somewhere, buddy. I mean, I got my you Italian. Know, one, of the, one of the biggest letdowns yeah. of the entire year right. is you letting down the Pulpy <laughs> Awards. So, so what I've got for you is I've got for you the 2018. This yeah. thing is big. I can yeah. barely hold that's, the thing. It's a you know, giant size. I can, that's that's a big saying. one because it's the 2018 Schmolpy Award. For worst listener letdown, and, 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 and it's awarded to me. It is. It's, it's, it's for you. It's for you. This is the worst listener listener letdown. I, I mean, for I'm, you. I'm, and I'd like to present to you on I, I behalf mean, of Michelin. Thank you. And and thank you. potentially our thank 2018 you. Pulpy Award. I want to, you're covering up the schmopey. There you go. That that's it. Look at there. Thank you very much, oh, Randy. I, I mean, I don't get awards usually. I usually give them out. Yeah. But it's it's well you do maybe it's just on odd number of years it's it's, it's fantastic it to get only? it's fantastic to get something like this I, I've let you down I let all the listeners down yes and, and I've been rewarded for my efforts uh, my non efforts and yeah. I'm I'm deeply touched and honored and I'd like to thank everybody that made this possible and all the people that that I let down um, thank you thank it's kind of like that. the Red Bull Straight Rhythm you put a lot of effort into not doing something yep yep. And you've been awarded Worse. appropriately. So thank you, Schmalpy Award. Well, okay. And I want to share this a little bit with um, uh, Travis Marks and Swisscore and Moser and everybody that you know is kind of involved in Pulpamex and never gives me any suggestions. Also about <laughs> doing anything for the pulpies. Absolutely. But Darkside tried. You're, you're Dark welcome. Side, Darkside tried, and uh, he didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't do enough. He didn't come through. No. Well, congratulations. Him and his Steve. pony didn't come through, but. This is, you really got a hold of Janky Mike? Yes, I got Janky Mike to make the 2018 <laughs> you, 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 Schmolpy Award. I spent my money, and, just and, like I spent my money for four, the hotel and the flight 14, and all that stuff. 14 times the size of a real Schmolpy. It was a big letdown. Right, you need a right, big Schmolpy. Right, right. Fantastic. You're welcome, Steve. Oh, I got it. It was a big letdown. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so you. you. Thank need you, Michelin. A big reminder. Thank you, Michelin. Thank you, Janky Mike. Thank you, everybody, for making this possible. That's fantastic. Yes. That's fantastic. All right. This is from uh, Michael Antonovich. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, man. No. No. He's going to be Michael Antonovich from MX Vice soon. Maybe. And Lewis, if he reigns in his Twitter. <laughs> dude, his Twitter. It all started with his camera getting stolen in Italy. His camera yeah, I didn't got, even know that happened. Yeah, his cameras got stolen in Italy, and that was terrible because it's all his own stuff. And then that, just started, that started the descent into madness. And soon there were tweets about East St. Louis and rappers and Trump. He grew a beard. And he started talking about hashtags, and it's all downhill. 
seeing as you seem to know a lot about this, maybe you are the one who needs to fix the situation. Yeah, I mean, I tried, but there's only so much a man can do. All right. Question time? Yep. Okay. Uh, Lewis, what differences do you see between the U.S. and Europe media from the ways we all interact with teams, services from promoters, and the general relationships between competing outlets? Well, we touched on some of that. Yeah, I think the ones didn't we touch on? Uh, promoters. What was the promoter bit? Services from promoters. Hmm. I don't really feel like there is services from promoters, is there? Or as far as like the way well, they look after I mean, Sean you. Brandon's pretty good at Feld, but oh, coming he is, by and saying hi yeah, and checking on, on you. on it you know? as far yeah. as like... Right. I've never met someone so enthusiastic yeah, about... Yeah, And actually, if you ever met Denny Hartwig, I you, did. Would, you would see the opposite of, of Sean Brennan. I did, and I got my passes <laughs> approved and everything, and I did Anaheim 1, and then the day after Anaheim 1, I got an email saying, like, I'm going to need further proof that... Yeah. Because I'm guessing he saw my age and was like, yeah. not a chance. Yeah, that sound, this sounds like Denny Hartwig yep. that we know, so... Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Sean's really good. Um, MXGP's a bit more low-key i guess but then i think that's just another yeah culture but they'll, thing. they'll pull you in yell at you i've never read that no no <laughs> wheeler has has he oh yeah oh i have too though on the felt side so have you yeah oh no i've never been pulled in mm. i don't get yelled up well, yeah. I, got a I just slide under i got the a schmalpy and you don't no i'm waiting for mine i'm guessing that's <laughs> right. gonna come out soon or i don't know that's the yeah that's the tire guy. All right, next question. This is from Colin Dory. Lewis, what is the one thing you would take from America back, American Moto, back to Europe? And Steve, what is the one thing apart from wash bays? Oh, I was just going to yell wash bays. You would, you would take <laughs> fuck, from fuck GPs. That, they had guy. him at Redbud. They had him at Redbud. Yeah, who is that guy? Colin Dory. Yeah, fuck off, Colin. I was going to say wash bays. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I just want a Supercross press room. Just give me a Supercross press room you and I'll be happy. You have some press rooms at those janky road race tracks. You've got to only have Supercross. Yeah, but I want that all the time and I want to oh. overlook the track and I, like, it's, wow. it's amazing. Okay. The Supercross press rooms literally make my life. Wow. Very happy. Um, I would take over... I think, and I, I, I don't do enough GPs to know, but I think the access to Hurlings and Caroli yeah, yeah. is greater than the access to Tomac and Roxon. Yeah, like I've never gone through KTM to get to Hurlings. Right. I just walk up to him and then right, the right, interview right, happens. Right. Same and, with all and, of them. And I, and I don't really go through the OEMs either, but the riders are hard to get a hold of. The, the top guys are hard yeah, yeah. to get a hold of. You know, Barsha was, you know, forever didn't like me. And, yeah, yeah. You know, no, like, I, I don't know. Do you I have don't... anybody that doesn't like you? Who won't talk to you? Like Anderson with me? I did, but I think I fixed everything. Okay. Actually, no, I haven't fixed some things, but... Oh, who? It's more British riders that hate me. Like who? Uh, there's a there's a guy called Brad Anderson. Heard yeah, him? I heard yep. Brad Anderson, yeah. Uh, if I ever get killed... It's Brad Anderson? The person you want to contact immediately okay. is him. Because I will get probably get killed by him one day. Not a fan. Wow. Not a fan. From the moment that I was like 16 years old, not a fan. Wow. Talk about escalating quickly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talking about killing himself, yeah. Yeah. killing him. By the way, do you see Anderson made his comments, took away his comments on his Instagram, and then made his account private? It, yeah, Chasing but he, he took his comments away, yeah. put them back on, and now they're gone again. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I didn't even know you could. This do from that. a guy that repeatedly he was uh, waffle, 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 repeatedly telling everybody he didn't give a shit what I said or wrote, didn't care what anybody said or, I, or wrote about anybody. He was going to do his thing. Appears he does. Just saying. I J S. For the kids out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steve. Yep. With Anderson's uh, seemingly humble attitude on the on the podium. <laughs> yep. Any chance you uh, you and J A? Nah. All right. You never know. 
I mean, they all come around. We like to say that. I need your support on something, Pookie. So grab that headset over here if you can. It's Are you going to ask hey. her about Italian food? No. It's okay, house coat, Pookie. Uh, we're not on <laughs> Facebook Live. Can you get that headset? <laughs> you can turn mine off if you want to. I don't care. No, we need you on this. Okay. You there? Hello, hello. Italian food. <laughs> oh, God. Let's Was get your opinion. Come on, house coat, Pookie. Right? Am I right or what? No. I'm not right. No, well, you're not Marx right. thinks I'm right. We've been having this argument all week. Yeah. Yeah, but, idiot. but happy wife, happy life. $21 for meatballs, for two meatballs. $38 for rigatoni. Like, what's the difference between that and Olive Garden? Nothing. Well, it tastes different. It doesn't taste exactly the same. Pretty damn close. And it's a quarter of the price. Mm. Fazoli's versus. I never heard of any players going to Olive Garden after the game, though. Yeah, Vegas Golden Knight players go to this place, I guess. Really? Yeah. They don't go home and just have some Chef Boyardee? Well, anyways, Pookie, I wanted you to back me up on this, but... But, honey, you knew that I wasn't going to because we've been talking about this for many, many years Well, I figured you would have thought about it and came around. <laughs> you've already... You've, 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 so, what you want to do is revisit an argument with Pookie that you've already lost. Way to go, okay. so You figured if you got some backup, maybe... Yeah. Well, Mark's backs me up. So, there. Has Mark's ever been to Carbone? He's been boned at Carbone, probably by their prices. <laughs> All right, bye, Pookie. Oh, um, bye. Did you see his what? award, Pookie? Did you see his award? It looks good, Schmoopy. He got a Schmoopy award yeah. for worst listener letdown. I think it's awesome. No pulpies, and Randy wanted to give me one for letting everybody. That's down. a Schmoopy. No, it's on behalf of all the pulp yeah, all, nation. All the, all the, everyone oh, that you let down. There's no pulpies. Yes. Yeah, there's Is none. There's no pulpies. There's no none. pulpies. Oh. No. Worst listener letdown. Schmoopy award. Yep. Mm. All right, what, what, would you, what did you want to say? I don't know. I thought I had a message, but I guess I don't. Me and Debbie are going to A2. Yes. Road trip. Great stuff. Thanks, Boogie. Dee, 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 okay. okay. Thanks. Bye. All right. All right, everybody. Who next, the fuck next, is Olivia? <laughs> next question. <laughs> what was that drop? Great drop. <laughs> Great drop. I don't remember it. She said that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's what she said. Uh, that's from... How much time do you want to? There's a lot of questions. How much time hey, do you want? To... I don't have I, my flight's not till seven a.m. Let's go. Let's, keep, Lewis, it Let's uh, keep it going. Lewis, uh, you're leaving. Oh, you're leaving tonight. Oh yeah, I'm driving. Oh well, you want to go? No, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> I don't actually know what the time is, but it's ideal. <laughs> From Chris Crutcher, Steve, what are your thoughts on the young amateur riders signing autographs with the pro pro riders? Ah, uh, what else? I mean, what else is fucking new? I don't know anything. About, I don't know. I don't know any specific ex- like instances. Do they do that? I, I don't know, but. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, great. Just another example of our incredibly working amateur uh, system. Uh, from from you, big mad <laughs> Steve. Why do you think Anderson apologized for the pass on Kenny? He's been way more aggressive with his own teammate and hasn't said sorry. Yeah, because he he doesn't mess with the rocks and 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 Eli. He doesn't mess with those guys. He go, he messes with guys that he knows he's sort of better than and everything else and. You're saying he's scared a little bit. A little bit, I think, because he knows those guys have him covered, or he's very they're equal anyways. Uh, I didn't see anything wrong with that pass. I'll continue to say that. I saw nothing wrong with that pass. Super cross stuff. Adam was a little harsher. Adam said he went in there to clean him out, remember? Uh, and I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. But, yeah. This one's from Mark's Sucks. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm glad my, my, my question got asked. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't even really care about the question. I just want to pick. It must be about Pulp Mix Fantasy. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. The fantasy site and JA21 had the same offseason. The site should have come to A1 with the same setup as Vegas. So <laughs> I didn't really care about the question. I just wanted to let it be known that I don't just handpick people's right. names. Right, I like. right, right, right. <laughs> I like that. Nice, nice stance. Yeah. As I wrote on Vital MX today, there was a thread about Pulp Mix Fantasy, and I wrote on there, we got booted to the curve by our um, the, the, the people who take the money. Our, our our guy that takes the money, the company, okay. they, just uh, one guy. Yeah, just one guy. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob booted us, but they booted us, so we had to get PayPal, and there was issues with that. We got a brand new server uh, because it was all on PulpMX server, and we got a brand new server, and there were some issues with that. There was issues with uh, AMA changed some things in live timing that we didn't know about till Saturday. So there was issues with that. So it's like this perfect storm of shit. So you're saying your setup was off. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Just Once little you bit. get your setup right, you, yeah. it'll really be We're smooth working, working, working right? Yep. Hashtag setup. This one's from Paul McCoy. Randy, I put a new set of Michelin mediums on my KTM 2 smoker. Redbud, Ironman, and Motoland sand are my local tracks. The front is no good in the soft to sand conditions. Do I go soft front? I want to love them. I love Pulp. I love Randy. <laughs> Please help. My new ACL begs you. Hashtag I love you too. Um, yeah, if, if, if those are the conditions, those tracks you mentioned, and it's primarily sand or soft terrain, definitely the Michelin Starcross 5 soft would be a, a better, uh, a better tire in those conditions. Uh, give that a try. And, uh, if that doesn't work, uh, hit me up directly on my Instagram and we'll try to work through it. But, uh, I think that'll be a step in the right direction based on what you're telling me. This one's from Jeremy Malott. What are the riders going to do this week to ride if the test tracks are underwater? Well, Roxon went uh, north of here to uh, St. George or whatever. Dino's in Arizona. Mm -hmm. A-Ray got to ride. AC got to ride. And then that'll be about it. Yeah, they just don't ride. That's it. Mm. They sh I tell you what they should do. They should do like Baggett. They should ride 10 minutes and then go into A2 and yeah, win, right? Yeah, fantastic, right? Um, uh, you guys already talked about who's going to replace Caroli and Hurlings, yeah? Okay, then that's it. All right, btosports.com. Uh, tweet it, Travis segment. Is there an outro? Still no outro. Okay. Uh, at Pulp Mech Show tweets, as always, and we'll try to answer your questions the best we can. Um, anything else on Glendale, boys? Guys? I have one thought that's been I've been thinking about for a while now. There's one thing that I'm not sure Can you sure name about. any of the four Beatles, by the four, way? Any no. names? No. Well, you know who Paul McCartney is. Ringo. I've heard that name. I'm not <laughs> sure if you're telling me that because he's part of the Beatles. <laughs> I'm not sure how he comes into this. He's English. Okay. He's probably the biggest... Part of the Beatles? Yes. <laughs> okay. But, but but he's like... I feel like he's fucking with me, Randy. I do too. I think this I is a game. I, I know... Is, I know there's a... <laughs> okay. I would, I would suspect there's like a hidden camera. Yeah. And we're, but, but the hidden camera's not even working. Yeah. Because of the janky Facebook Live. But. I know uh, I know stuff about motocross. And that's it. So, yeah. Okay. All right. What, what was your on your mind? Oh, shit. Um, oh, McElrath. Yeah. I feel like something's weird. Like... Yeah. It, like, whole shot the main event at A1, mm -hmm. and just nothing. Was up there at the start of Glendale, and just nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. at Glendale qualifying, I think he was a second and a half down. Yeah. I feel like this isn't right. Like, 
there's not really been any even yeah. though like there's been yeah. good results yeah. there's not really been anything yeah yeah if you're a glass half full guy you're like look we're on a podium yeah, yeah. And, and we're doing good but if you're glass half empty you're like you don't have the speed you had last year yeah like I yeah. feel like something's changed it's right. weird like I can't really get my head around what's um, going on yeah, I don't know. Um, great question. Uh, I'm with you. Like, he got gapped this weekend. Yeah. And got like, gapped in Anaheim, you know? Had he whole shot A1, well, we know what happened, but had he yeah. whole shot A1 any other year, like last two years, right. that right. would have been win. Yeah. I think, anyway. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not exactly sure what's happening. Um, He's like probably my biggest question mark in 250s at the moment because I'm just waiting yeah. for yeah. something. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, 100%. And Jacob Hayes has been really solid. He crashed late yeah, in the impressive. race and he's been pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, really. He's 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 been a question mark. What do you what do you agree? I think so. This is a yeah, guy that you know from your area, your yeah, neck of the woods. Definitely. I mean, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, you always get the two confused, but yeah, I would have expected. Uh, At I least I know who the Beatles are. <laughs> At least oh, I know who the Beatles are. Probably Shane probably knows. Yeah, who the Beatles are. But um, yeah, I would have expected more from him. Was he went three three? Is that right? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, no, not three three. He went. Uh, yeah, three three. Three three. Um it says consistent, but I think it may be skewed a bit by the fact that he typically has won A one the past couple of years, right? So yeah. the expectations mm-hmm. may be higher, but I see him still in it for the long run. But uh yeah, I'd like to see a little more out of him for sure. Uh Jared, what's up, Jared? How are you? Good, good. I just had a quick uh story to share with you. I have I started calling my, my daughter Pookie. And oh. I have a Filipino mom, and I'm calling her Pookie one day. She jumps in the car with me, and she says, stop. What are you doing? Why are you calling her that? Yep. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? It's a sweet name. And in Tagalog, which is what they speak in Philippines, she apparently informed me that it means vagina. So Really? Oh, wow. I, don't, I mean, it didn't change me calling my daughter Pookie, but yeah. nonetheless. I'll take it into consideration, you and that squeaky chair. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pookie is uh, her nickname. If you ever go to the Philippines, you know. Yeah. Just so right. Do it, right. I'll keep that on mind, man. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. All right. All right. See. Good things to know. Um. Anything else, Glendale? I've got my uh, the thought that was burning in my brain off my chest. Okay. So. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give you our sponsor list here. Okay. You're We're gonna... wrapping this up then. Yeah. God. What's wrong? No, that's just no voicemails. It's eleven thirteen. No voicemails. No voicemails. <laughs> Why would we not do any voicemails? Let's do voicemails. Five eight seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call anytime. These are the voicemails that were the Boom. one of the reasons I'm playing is because there's a really good anti JT voicemail which we got to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are best of the best of the was this past week in voicemails. What's up, guys? I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Mark's dog. Uh, also, I was just wondering, <laughs> Matt. You, Mark's. Uh, you know, being from Canada and shit, I just wanted to know what your expectations are for Filthy this year. Thanks, guys. Keep it real. Filthy's going to be in next week. I think Filthy will win races. Uh, he'll get on the podium a lot, but uh, I don't see him winning the championship. Sorry, Phil. Not sorry. Over and under on uh, throat slit gestures. Mm, five? 38. Uh, 38. 38. Yeah. I think that's over five. Yeah. I mean, even with your math, right. 38 is over five. Yep. Can't wait. And I'm going to sleep. Can't wait to have him in studio next week. We're going to get Flat Phil and the real yeah. Phil together. We had Flat Stew at Motocross the Nation. We did, yeah. Yep. Steve, I just thought of the greatest idea in the world, and you're going to love it. Here's another raffle idea right 
but it's for Dark Side's pony, okay? It's like the whole Brett Kiesel from the Steelers shaving his beard for charity, you know? So say, okay, here's a $20 raffle for whatever. If we make it to 5000 or 10000 or whatever mark you want to hit, if we make it to this mark, Dark Side cuts off his pony. If we don't make it, he gets to keep his pony. But, like, you know, get Dark Side in on it, obviously, and, you know, have all your fans. If you can donate... Up to $10,000, Dark Side will cut his pony off. And I bet you'd instantly get $10,000 off of that as well. Pretty good. What do you think of Dark Side's pony, Lewis? Uh, this weekend was the first time I caught it. Yeah. I didn't know what he looked like. I just saw the yeah. ponytail and was like, I guess that's the guy. This is glorious. Yeah, it's impressive. He, he cut, apparently, a foot off. What? Yeah. Before Glenn? Yeah. Oh, so it was longer? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's quite mind blowing. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> um, hey, yeah, exactly. Can we? I, when, when I saw it, I told him, I said, "This is kind of like uh, Kiefer after dark," but I, I thought it would have been longer. <laughs> That's what I told him. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, we could try to raise some money for privateers. Mm-hmm. and cut his pony off. Could be another success story. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that and give all the money to privateers. The dark side, dark side privateer ponytail points fun. Let's get it going. I like it. I Let's like get it. it going. Marks, build another raffle page. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you're not busy. You're no. not doing anything. All right. Hey, Steve, just wanted to say I've been listening to your show for uh, since last Supercross season and been going through the archives like crazy, and I love it, the old uh, interviews, and you are a fantastic interviewer, at least as good as anybody on the radio today. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And the mm-hmm. second thing is, I was listening to the Fly 360 show, and the first caller, uh, I don't think he was talking about... First of all, it's a Fly uh, 60 show, but... Privateer fun, the guys taking a dive. I think he was talking about uh, people fighting to get up to fifth and creating more chaos and guys taking each other out to get that fifth place spot. Thanks. No, either way is good with me. <laughs> Blake Baggett finally got his first Supercross win. You know what that means? JT's going to be gurgling his balls all week on the show. Steve, this is Nate. Uh, man, that segment with you and Daniel Blair or you're playing Jacob Hayes, hilarious, man. Uh, I hope you get Daniel Blair back in the studio and you guys keep this up because, man, that, that shit had me laughing hard. Man, thanks for all you do. Great show. Randy. Yeah. Ask me how I'm doing. Steve, how are you doing? Well, Randy, I went and bought a new Starcross 5, put on my KX500, and all the knobs ripped off. It's gone. All the knobs ripped off. I want a refund. Well, Eli, I'm sorry. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I use that voice. I don't know. We, we sound like Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. Help me, Eli. Help me. I don't know. All the knobs ripped off. I just bought it from Jim's Bob Cycle. Why don't you buy it from Steve Cycle up in Canada? Great dealership, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> they were open from. <laughs> they were open. I'm just from, saying. I'm from trying, January I'm trying, of '88 to right. to to late January of '88. Nah, probably to like, yeah, September '91. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to throw some scenarios at you. I know. Yeah, Randy. it. What? Mister Cross Five. Nose ripped off. What ride? <sighs> it's probably. A dad gone gas it. Dad gone pick it up. Nose flew off. <laughs> what do I do? I'm going to buy Dunlop. You're probably wearing the wrong gloves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's keep going. 
show. Hilarious. Keep it up. Steve, uh, just, you know, bummed to hear about Mookie. And uh, a question, do you think uh, Moto Concepts would take him next year? Because, you know, he'll probably be out a full year. And, uh, you know, Mike Genova and Tony have proven to be a more loyal team than most. So, just wanted to get your thoughts on that, man. Have a good one. I think they do. I talked to Tony Lessie today a little bit, and uh, they're not going to fill in like we talked about, but they really, really thought that, uh, you know, he rode really, tried really hard, worked really hard in the offseason. They liked what he was doing. You saw the speed, Lewis. I mean, yeah. it was fucking ridiculous. Didn't you say as well that uh, they offered Weimer a ride for this year based on the same kind of thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I guess yeah. the same applies. Yeah. They kind of said, hey, Weimer, you want to come back or whatever. So, uh, yep, I, I think they do. I think they. Uh, I think Mookie heals up. Um, you know, a femur sounds gnarly, but they're really not that gnarly. I'd rather do a femur than like a spiral break on my tib fib, you know? Um, the rod gets put in, you have a good break and you heal up pretty quick. So, um, I, I bet she's on the team next year. Yes. Hey, Steve, with the broadcast, uh, I might not have known what happened to Savachi, and they might not have shown the pass with Reed on, on freeze, but, man, I learned that Hondas are red and Cowies are green, so I guess it was a good broadcast. Again, just with the people hammering on these and guys. And Yamahas are black. Yeah. so That is interesting. It is good. What's up, Steve and the guys? Hey, we got to do something about these press conferences, man. They are absolutely horrific. Ten minutes of everyone giving one-word answers. The fucking journalist in the back from MXA doesn't even know that it's Baggett's first win. It's unbelievable. It'd be so much better if it is, you guys got one-on-one interviews back in the pits well, instead we, of we letting do that. you guys sit up there and answer one word or give one-word answers. Wait, wasn't this in the fucking ra- wasn't this in the race tech? Did I take the same guy? Uh, I haven't heard that guy before. Oh. Fucking terrible, guys. Let's get it fixed. Thanks, Steve. I mean, what do you think, Lewis? What do we do? This is my theory on press conferences. Yeah. Why would I sit there and ask one of my questions that I thought up but in front of everyone or just go and get them for a one-on-one? And like, Yeah, well, that's been my theory. For like, a, that's for what I do in GPs, because it's like, well, why would I stand here and say to the rider, right. well, I'll just okay. use it for myself. Okay. So you're right. I, I have the same theory. I get paid to do my post-race pulp cast from the folks at Pro Circuit, and I feel like I have lots of knowledge and experience in yep. watching these races, and I feel like I have some, not always, I've, uh, but I feel like I have some good questions that yeah, maybe yeah. other media guys wouldn't think about. Not yep. always, not tooting my own horn, but sometimes. And yes, I will go back in the pits and try to find that guy and ask him the question myself. And, and I agree with you on that. But, however, the teams are like, why do these guys have to do nine interviews? Nine one-on-one interviews and say nine nine things at the exact same time. That's what they say. That's where it's easier in GPs because there isn't knowing media people trying to do one-on-ones. Um, nine <laughs> might be a low number, you know what I mean, for yeah, some yeah. of those Anaheim ones or whatever. So I see their point also. But to me, now, tooting my own horn here, toot toot, if I'm an OEM PR person or someone like that, I'm like, hey... Uh, we should give Mathis some time. He's got a broad reach, a, a big audience. Uh, Johnny Podcast, maybe not so much because we don't know anything about him. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. But these teams are like saying, we want a press conference. We want a press conference so our athletes can't be bothered. And really, like seriously, really, guys? Like you're making millions of dollars a year. You can't answer the same interview 12 times? And, and, and I know like, it's a bit of a pain, but. And the rider can say no. Like They've got the option. They're not held against their will. No. So. And the thing is, I, I for the teams or riders who do not finish in the top three, they should be 
very thankful that you come around and talk with them because yeah. right? you're giving them, their team, yep. their story, some exposure that otherwise would not have happened. Yeah, and, right? and, so, and, and they're supposed to bring a bunch of people to the press conferences, and it's not working out. The team's doing really? not bringing riders. They are bringing some, okay, a couple, yeah, but they're not bringing enough guys for me to sort of make it worthwhile a lot of times. Yeah, yeah and I can understand where if my rider finished, let's say if you're on a team and a rider finished – third on the podium and i had another guy that had a bad night and finished 15th do i bring them both uh, you know what i mean but, i mean yeah but for that for that 15th place yep. guy who had a bad night to yep. sit there and maybe or yep. maybe not be asked a question i, but I mean I, I like that you go and ask some questions of some riders that simply are not in the cookie cutter round table of post race yeah. interviews i yeah. like that i, like I that. mean i do too sometimes yeah. i look and i sometimes i'll look at the end of a night and i'll be like i didn't get anybody on the podium i didn't get anybody who did anything you know, per se, like they weren't there, yeah, or they weren't around. Watch, but I can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, but then to me, I'm just like, oh well, like I'll give these guys the, the spotlight, you know? Yeah, that's what I like when I go to interview riders and they're like, oh, I got fifth, like you don't want to talk to me. I'm always like, no, that's yeah, that's yeah, more yeah, interesting. No, like, hundred percent. The winners just gonna say that everything right. was great. Like, this is what people want to talk about. Talk uh, yeah, hear about. Yeah, and I think that's a real big success uh, on the of the pop show is is giving these guys' stories a little bit of highlighting. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so Lewis, here's our sponsors. Are you ready? Oh, yep. You have to tell me what they do, or the first Wait, thing. That, the what, the first a, thing that comes no, to your okay. mind. What they do? First thing comes to your mind when you say it. Do you know your oh, own I'm show? I'm sorry. Or are you not? producing the show now? No, but I'm familiar with your show. First He's thing from comes another to mind. country. I'm trying to you know break it to him. Well, you're not going to ask him about the Beatles, so maybe he'll know this okay. stuff. They right. don't sponsor you, I presume. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> right. Uh, BTOsports.com. Shop. Fly racing. JT. Race tech suspension and engines. Raffle came into my head and I have no idea why. Vortex racing. Stuart came into my head and I have no idea why James that is. He he used used Vortex? Yeah, yeah, that's why, Um, I think. Eight years ago? It was on Yoshimura, wasn't it? Uh, Roost MX. Graphics. Vertex Pistons. Pro Taper came into my head. Not sure why. Probably not good. I think it's because he said Pro Taper earlier and you corrected him. going terrible. (laughs) Uh, X-Brand Goggles. You. I hope when he when you say Michelin, I hope he doesn't say Schmunlop. Right. But go ahead. E- EVS Sports. <laughs> uh, body Armors. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy. Firepower, Batteries and Chains. Uh, your live show. Maxima USA. Um, one Machine. Even the 16-year-old kid knows yeah. the dogger. Hey, right. you know what? I've got more respect for you knowing the dogger than the Beatles. See? I'm impressed, young yeah, man. Yeah, pulled through right out of the rear. <laughs> you did. Yes! You did. Yes! Uh, Pro Filter. Uh, you asked me about it earlier. That's the first thing that came into my head. FMF. Uh, Little D. Atlas Neck Brace. Newf. Works Connection. Nothing came into my head at all. Guts Racing. Seats. Get Data. Uh, Dan Truman. OGO Power Sports. I'd really like a bag. <laughs> WUSA. Uh, Talon. Eagle Grit. Uh, Daniel Blair. Honda World Downey. I'd also like a truck, but that's probably a little <laughs> less realistic. Bold, though. I do like that. <laughs> it's bold. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. It'd be ideal if I needed a job. Ride Engineering. Uh, again, nothing. All right, everybody. Sorry for those companies that, that Lewis Phillips from Alex Vice says nothing about. Um, I'd like to apologize to those companies and the Beatles. Yes, yep. yes. Uh, Marks? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank for you. For coming in. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Ah, uh-huh. uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin, always yes. a, always a good time. Thank you for the Schmalpy Award. 
You've earned it. I have. There's no doubt you earned it. I have. That. I love it. it. It's fantastic. I will put it right up there with Nick Way's unclaimed awards. Yeah. On the top shelf. Yeah. You went. Uh, um, uh, uh, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Michelin no Star Cross 5. Pick them up. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Follow you on FMIP222 on Instagram. A very good follow. Do you do that? Do you follow him? No, but I've ended up on a profile a lot of times that I probably should follow. You just hit that follow yeah, button. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah, I will do now. Right. As long as one comes back. Well, it will. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, what race are you coming to next, or where are you going to next? Do you know? I don't know. I'm I'm probably going to go... Uh, I'm doing a, a sandblast rally, this motorcycle race, the weekend of Atlanta, so I'll miss that one. Um, but I'm probably going to be in Nashville, me and the boys. Oh, okay. Uh, Bobby Light oh, you're, you're guys. and Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be there They were at, at Nashville. Uh, a- A1. They did. And yeah. they booked that flight on Friday morning. Yeah. And then flew out Saturday to A1, then drove up and saw Clemson uh, win the football, which no one cares about team sports, yeah, right? Yeah. He, and, I, uh, I said, what do you, is that Hamilton Tiger Cat stuff? Because it kind of looks like the CFL yeah. football team, and he was very confused. Yeah, that's like, like. I don't know which one of your buddies are which, by the way. I don't uh, know which one is which, but. Yeah. Who's the guy with the old bikes? The old bikes is uh, Robbie. That's, Robbie. That's yeah. Bobby Light. Okay. Yeah, he's got, you would, you would love a tour of his garage. Right. So many nice bikes. Right. And then uh, and Harvey's the other guy. And, yeah, Hurricane Harvey's the okay. other one. Right. So we'll be in Nashville. Okay. We'll be there for the live show. I know you're just working out the details. You're going to make that happen, <laughs> and all the listeners in that area are glad. So. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, always a fun time. And uh, Lewis, thank you, man. MXVice.com. Uh, weekly Supercross reports right now, but yep. once the GPs start, uh, you will be following that series and that class and yep. everything else. Podcasts, yep. interviews, reports, stories, everything possible mxvice.com go there really appreciate that um thanks to you people for listening thanks to blake baggett thanks to um uh jimmy lewis thank you um adam cincerillo adam cincerillo thank you jesse nelson thank you paul parabinos appreciate that good show uh, all those guys offered something uh we'll be back next week wygant and filthy phil in studio thank you swizzcore thanks moser thanks pookie and her house coat yeah and remember there's no fucking difference between italian food can I get a SoCal hole? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.